Hey everyone. Episode 130. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And we uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. I'm still pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And we're the Leftovers. Hey, everybody. <laughs> How's it going? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> they sure got Jay to do the voice of Spider-Man. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> How you doing? I couldn't help but think about that when you played it. Hey, everybody. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, uh, two weeks in a row, and uh, he's the only person to answer our classified ad for a part-time position here on Pop Culture Leftovers, Frank. Yeah. Stop. Hammer time! All right. Yeah. Settle down. Yeah. <laughs> Does last week even count? He's only here for like 10 minutes, for, right? For about 45 oh, minutes. Okay. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, whatever. <laughs> it's, a fu- it's a fucking, uh, it's a week. Yeah, it was a week. Yeah. Yeah. It was a week. Mm-hmm. Seven days. Seven days. Yeah, <laughs> seven days of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what, 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 what do we got? Oh, next week we're not going to have an episode. Uh, so, uh, but we'll be back the following week for Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Next week, if you want to listen to us, I think we're going to be on Comic Slobs. So, uh, download their episode. Yeah. So. Cool. Awesome. We're going to be at Comic Slobs, huh? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm not gonna, doing an episode. We've really stepped down. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> I don't know. It happens. Yeah. This week, we're light on light on news this week. I mean, a lot of, a lot of stuff came out this week, mm-hmm. but we're kind of light on it. Yeah. So, I don't know. You'll have that. Yeah. Week before C2E2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. Oh, God, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> yeah, this episode, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how it is. Enough smoke? Yep. So, I don't know. Yeah, let's, uh, you want to move on to iTunes review? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might as well. I ain't got shit. <laughs> trying, I'm trying to think of like, something to say. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> it's one star five. We don't give a fuck. Because we really love to hear just how much we suck. Guys, Chris Dumont, Junior Host is a jerk. I'm an opinionated asshole whose dick don't work. Yada, yada, blah, blah, fuck you too. These are 
iTunes reviews this week. Uh, looks like we got our first iTunes review. It's a five star. I think we got. Uh, we've actually got two more that haven't posted yet, and I think most. I think both of them might be one stars. Oh, nice! They haven't posted yet, so I'm looking forward to those when they do finally pop up. How do you that. know that they're coming? Does it like? Tell well, okay. So basically, at the point that we, uh, the point that I received these two, we were at 219. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been able to see these. Uh, we are now at 221, and it looks like the bar for the one star went up a little now. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> so I'm guessing either one of those or two of those are one star. So I'm waiting for those to post. Excellent. I'm excited. All right. This one comes from Blimp Kin 151. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and it's titled, uh, A Bit Like Podcast Aids. Ah, oh, so, sounds like a five star review. It's right a there. five star. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it definitely sounds like. I don't think anybody else gets like NPR. They don't get something like titled uh, a bit like podcast aids. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> it's just it's like our podcast. Is you know what I mean? Yeah, we're a STD. How uh, offensive a can I get <laughs> in a podcast review for pop culture leftovers? Let's find out. <laughs> that seems to be the trend. And here we go. Um, he compares us to a sexually transmitted disease here. It's a bit like AIDS. <laughs> when you get infected, you can never really get rid of it. <laughs> so you just have to accept it as part of your life after that. So, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Fatalist motherfucker. Glad we, glad we, we have such uh, high class listeners <laughs> I know. listening to the podcast. It's just like AIDS. That's yeah. the first thing that comes to mind when I tell people about this show. Yeah. Yeah, are you a big fan of AIDS? Yeah, check out our podcast. I do refer to myself as herpes, though. Did you like that movie? Uh, what was it? Powder? <laughs> oh jeez! Oh god! <laughs> you big fan of Philadelphia? Check out our fucking podcast. Yeah. Wow! Do you miss Pedro from Real World? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh shit! Uh, Charlie Sheen listens every week. <laughs> Did you guys hear about him? He was getting some uh, experimental treatment, and then uh, he went to some. I'm like, uh, I don't know, witch doctor or some shit. Oh, how'd that go? And he told him, he's like, ah, get off of this. Just take this little drink. It's all natural, all organic and shit like that. Mm. Uh, I, I guess they were saying for a while that it was like they couldn't even trace it in his system. Mm-hmm. He got off of this, you know, uh, medicine and stuff like that, these medications. And now he's got it's full blown again. So oh, geez. He's, yeah. he's back on the old shit, I guess. So wow. not good for the old Yeah, shit. don't try a witch doctor for AIDS. Yeah. Sorry. All right, next one comes from uh, Jazz Money. What disease do they say we're like? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The gonorrhea podcast. (laughs) All right, this one, it's a five star, and uh, not a lot of thought put into this one. Uh, It just says, love the intro song. I guess that's as far as this person got. (laughs) Yeah, listen to that every week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Surprised he doesn't go into how upset he is about the band breaking up. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That was upsetting. What a blow <laughs> to the music industry. <laughs> so, yeah, those are the uh, iTunes reviews this week. Yeah, uh, we got one person that likes uh, the songs. We got another uh, that likes AIDS. Okay. <laughs> so, there That's we good. go. <laughs> All right. Uh- <laughs> well, you know, uh, off to a booming start with that. <laughs> this is this is the worst episode. <laughs> normally, normally, I try to disagree with you, but I'm with you. Absolutely, yeah, shit. <laughs> my, I, you know, my energy. I don't know. I didn't even, like. Uh, I, I did like notes for the show like this morning. That's how I've been doing it. Yeah, I wait all week. I don't do nothing, and then I wake up like Sunday morning, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta do <laughs> notes for this fucking juvenile fucking show we do every week. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah, yeah. We, at least you did it, man. That's that's commendable. Oh, my ass. <laughs> wow. Listen to you. I can't reach far enough where I'd pat you on the back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, no, I was like, after I got done like, with the notes this week, I like looked at them and I'm like, this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see, people are going to listen to this. They are, they are. Yeah. Well, some people only make it to the intro. Yeah. yeah. And it's the off mic producer just called me the fucking trash man. <laughs> this is this is trash. This whole show is fucking garbage. Just this episode though. Yeah. Oh come on. <laughs> come off it. Last week's was fucking gold. Uh, I said it after the episode was done. I said it was okay, and the only reason I said that was because Mears was here. I, yeah. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> uh, so you really thought it was trash too? Yeah, I thought it was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you can't save a sinking ship. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was cool to meet him though. Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah. cool dude. Yeah, that was good. I like him. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was nice meeting him. It was nice meeting him. <laughs> yeah, you guys That's, that should have been the title of the last episode. <laughs> It was nice meeting him. <laughs> nice meeting him. <laughs> now listen to five hours of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You know what? Uh, what was the big thing that happened this week? What was the biggest thing that come out of this week? Civil War. Civil yep. War trailer, right? Yep. Okay. So uh, we're going to talk about that first. Fuck Barry in the lead. Good idea. Yeah. Sounds good. Mm. Oh, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say a distasteful joke. <laughs> <laughs> Was it, was it about AIDS? <laughs> well, Barry and... I don't know. I'm just... No, I'm not saying... I'm not saying... <laughs> no, you can't. Off air. Oh, God. People are going to go crazy for that. <laughs> it, it was about AIDS. It was burying Charlie Sheen or something. I don't know. Oh, no. Followed by Jay fucking him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You better wrap that shit up, man. <sighs> Jay, don't do that. I fuck. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad guy. First, you know, we're we're going to talk about Civil War trailer, uh, break it down, talk about it, and then talk about you know the big big reveal at the end. Uh, but uh, first, I'm going to go over a couple of uh, Civil War emails. Uh, I'm not going to play the email bumper right now. I'm going to spare us. Yes. How's that sound? Thanks. <laughs> so Civil War, your first Civil War email before we jump into our discussion where we're going to rate it. Uh, we actually, yeah, we're going to rate the Civil War trailer and all that shit and then the costumes of, you know, whatever. Uh, first email comes from Finn Dietz Creek. Uh, hey, Leftovers, I just finished watching the new Civil War trailer, and it is a Tupperware. It seems the tone of the film is going to be very serious like the book. But who knows? Marvel definitely knows how to cut a trailer. Seeing the Spidey reveal was great, and the homage to Ditko is really cool. I like how it seems like the sides... And the reasons are pretty balanced, where in the book, everyone mostly leaned towards Capside. On another note, I have been listening to more and more comic slobs, and they are a Tupperware every episode. Brian, uh... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Brian, uh, he's talking about me. Uh, Ryan and Aaron from Nerd Porn all need to hang out so you can discuss how much you hate things. <laughs> Loving the podcast. Keep up the impeccable work. Lastly, Jake, where are the DC animated movie reviews? I need my fix. All right, all right. <laughs> Your scrawniest listener, Finn, hashtag Team J. Uh, mm. Thanks, Finn. Our scrawniest listener. <laughs> all right. Yeah, thank you, Finn. Yeah. Uh, Michael J. Borelli. 
Borelli. Yeah. Borelli. Yeah. Your favorite pasta. My favorite pasta. <laughs> it's got the grooves. Good shit comes from Michael J. So I just watched the last Captain America Civil War trailer and holy fucking shit, that, mo- mo- ah, that movie looks amazing. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. What the fuck is wrong with me this episode? <laughs> you watch Podcast that. So I just watched the... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and holy... Fucking Porky Pig over here. Fucking Speech Impediment Jones. He says that movie looks amazing, but I wish they didn't show Spider-Man. Would rather have saved that and really hope they didn't just show a character die in that fucking trailer. I pray to baby Jesus that all the fucking trailer-making, cock-sucking assholes get cancer of the dick. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised that didn't make it to an iTunes review. Yeah. <laughs> Pop Culture Leftovers is like cancer of the dick. Yeah. <laughs> Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> the cancer of the dick of podcasts. <laughs> Other than that, I could not be more hyped for this movie. I hope you guys are just as pumped. Uh, let's see here. As a side note, Jake, you need to catch up with The Walking Dead. These past few episodes have been up there with some of the best in the whole series. Mm. I would love to hear you guys talking about it. Uh, that's from Mike, the Gamma Irradiated Leftover Army Physicist. Is that on again, Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Last we talked about it, I think you were still looking to try to catch up. You were like somewhere around season five, weren't you? Yeah. And you still couldn't keep hang on? No, I haven't watched any since last time. We oh, might yeah. talk about it later because we do have a Walking Dead email later, so we might be bringing that up later. But uh, for now, let's you know what? Let's jump into uh, the Captain America Civil War trailer number two. Uh, last thing I want to talk about at the very end is like the big reveal and yeah. everything. But like, talk about the trailer. I guess you can bring that up. I don't give a shit. I don't fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. Talk about whatever the fuck you want. Who wants to jump in? I'll jump in. Um, I I loved it, man. It's a total Tupperware of a trailer. This was very cool trailer for me. I it solidifies you know everything that I I kind of want to see in this next film. Now whether or not we'll get that, I don't know. But I, I liked. Uh, we saw more of Black Panther in action. We saw some really cool scenes of Winter Soldier too that looked badass as fuck. Um, uh, Black Widow kind of you know seems also divisive. I'm not sure where she stands in this. Scarlet Witch taking down the Vision was awesome in that in that little clip that we saw of that. Um, I, I was most impressed with Black Panther. I'm really hyped to see him now after seeing him kind of run after Bucky and take him down on that motorcycle, and then that copter was shooting at him and shit. So, um, and yeah, and they they brought up more of the points as to why you know Captain America's on you know has this viewpoint versus Tony Stark. So it hit all the notes for me, and of course the the reveal at the end. So I I loved it, man. I'm really hyped for it now. This has got me more hyped than anything I've seen yet. So. Yeah, you just rated it a Tupperware, and our listeners, uh, if you're brand new, have no idea what the fuck that means oh so, shit so i do this all the time we're gonna play the rating system uh so that uh so whatever you just said makes fucking sense right to uh first time listeners yeah. no that's my fault no that's okay that's why i should move to off mic producer right because i'm focusing on the actual vocals like talking right now right and so instead i yeah fuck that <laughs> sorry rating system the rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right, so uh, Jay gave it a Tupperware. Now that makes sense. It's all cleared up now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, so, what the fuck does that mean? Does he yeah. hate this thing? A bunch yeah. of gobbledygook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> toss it. 
Eh, taste it and then Tupperware. Tupperware. So Jay gave it a Tupperware. Uh, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Yeah. yeah, it was a Tupperware for me too. It was an exciting trailer. Um, like Jay said, I liked a lot of the action. I liked the stuff with Black Panther. I really liked the um, Ant Man on Hawkeye's arrow moment. Like such a classic comic book conceit for that to happen and to see that like fully realized in a live action movie was super cool. Um, I do worry, just like um, Michael J. Borelli's email said, I do worry that. Like, maybe we saw a bit too much with the War Machine stuff. So hopefully that was kind of a uh, misleading thing that they were showing us, and that's really not his death. I'll feel a little bit slighted if War Machine dies, and that's the exact scene that he's dying in. Yeah. So I I hope, like, I feel like if that's the case, then that kind of lowers what I think of this trailer. But I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say they're they're not showing us War Machine's death right there, and it's a little bit of, like, some subterfuge there and... We're supposed to think well, we'll, one way. We'll talk about more about that later in, in the breakdown. Yeah. 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 I, and, you know, just to quickly touch on the Spider-Man thing, I thought that was a great exclamation point on the trailer. It was already a good trailer, and then it was just like, a, you know, wham, here's this, too. Are we going to get into this already, then? You're totally – uh, Suit Brian said this would happen. <laughs> Suit Brian said that this would happen, and you were totally against it, and yeah. now it seems like you're fine with it. Well, I mean, it was cool what I saw. I would have rather have still seen it in the movie. Yeah, but I, I thought they did a good job with keeping it very short and simple. Yeah, we we still don't really know much. No, I mean, and I even had like you know people ask me like, do you think we're going to see Spider Man? The me, not suit Brian. I didn't want to see it. No, and I but, I agreed but, with but, you that we probably would. I just didn't want to see it. But I, I I had a feeling like they they had to show it eventually. Yeah, so. there were some weird rumors like a couple of days before the trailer aired that like Sony wouldn't allow them to use Spider Man as an advertising point yeah. of the movie and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I was starting to doubt it mm-hmm. that we would see it. But it was the same kind of thing where it was because of the studio saying they couldn't. Yeah. So it, it was a nice surprise to see him at the end, and I thought we kept it short and simple. Yeah. We didn't see a bunch of it. Hopefully that's it. If we get a third ca- Civil War trailer, hopefully it's not loaded to the fucking rim with fucking spider-man shit mm-hmm. keep it as much of a mystery as possible yeah so. uh frank yep i um i absolutely tupperware this it, it was fantastic and like you guys are saying the callbacks to comics i mean it seems like they're finally starting to get it that we don't want to see variations or spins on stuff most of the stuff if they just stick true to the material and they put some effort into it, it comes out fantastic uh, I feel like the stuff, like what you were saying with the Ant-Man on uh, Hawkeye's Arrow, that's something that we really missed out on uh, as far as like feeling when Ant-Man itself was out. And uh, I didn't even catch uh, the first time I watched it, but the fucking detail with Black Panther, like the fucking bullets bouncing off of him, mm-hmm. that's fucking great. Yeah. It, it's all awesome. And then um, I, I think they did a re- lot better job this time around as far as like depicting the weight of whose side is on whose and like what the actual controversy is whereas before i from just from the trailers i didn't get that i got like okay well it's bucky and he's his friend and that's what they're boiling it down to i was disappointed by the idea of that but i'm glad that they kind of laid it out a little bit more so we know what we're getting so uh yeah absolutely tupperware and then the reveal at the end um I didn't bother me at all. I would have liked to have seen it on screen as opposed to, you know, on my phone. But I'm not certainly not going to bitch. Can't go back and take it back, and I don't think they did anything wrong with it. Yeah, to be fair, they're not going to stick to the source material in this movie. Not strictly. No, I know that. But I meant as far as, like, the big division between both sides. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, man, this is this is really hard for me to rate. I, I, I'm waffling between uh, High Taste It and a Tupperware. Okay. <sighs> 
So I, you know, I'm just going to give it a high tasted then. Okay. If I'm waffling, to be quite honest yeah. with you, that, um, that makes sense to me because um, I have some. I I, I loved it. I, I feel like um, the, what I what I love about it is I feel like it's a uh, they have picked a uh, they have picked like what the theme is. It's it, it doesn't feel like in the first movie it was a political thriller, and in this one it seems like it's more of like an emotional movie. Mm-hmm. Um, even though with with underlying politics, mm-hmm. but it feels more emotional, and I think we got that out of this trailer. But I do have a problem with uh, the way Tony is handling everything. Yeah, uh, and, and I'll, I'll I'll unpack that. I guess. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to just start unpacking? Yeah. yeah everything yeah, now. Um, the the way I feel like, and I'm not trying to. I know it's it's div- diverging from the comic book, mm-hmm. but I feel like. How they've been using Tony in these films, like in the Iron Man 3 movie where he made all the suits and he's like, oh, man, I I can't do this with all these suits. And he gets rid of all the suits. Mm -hmm. Well, it looks like he does the exact same thing in Age of Ultron where he, like, makes all these, like, he he makes this uh, Ultron. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. To protect everything. So he makes even more fucking robots and shit you know yeah a a new ai is what he makes and then the ai creates itself okay so then coming out of this it's instead of like uh you know kids dying it's it's what happened it's what happened during sokovia and he Mm. feels like that's his fault and now they need to be regulated yes yeah so i feel like every movie like this guy is just struggling with every decision that he makes Mm mm-hmm and I just, I, you know, do, do you, do you see that? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I just feel like this is just becoming like a problem with the character. You yeah. know, well, I mean, he's a very flawed character. I mean, that's even in the comic book, that's a bit at his core. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's a flaw in the actual films that this guy just keeps fucking up all the time. Yeah, and I feel like it's the same kind of like thing that we're seeing. Like in comic books, it's more stretched out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It just seems like every time we're seeing this guy, because all he's really doing now is like the event films. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what did I fuck up from the previous film? <laughs> oh, I'll try to fix it this way, and right. I fuck up again. If they had the appropriate amount of character development with it. Where he wasn't so cocky and sure of himself mm-hmm. with every, you know, suck, uh, decision that he makes, then I could understand it. But every time he makes a decision, he's all 110% behind it. Yeah. So I see what you're saying, but he would mean more to me if he would go ahead and just admit to being fucked up and struggling to do with the right thing. Well, and another thing that I want to touch on is like, I think the movie kind of like wants, I think it wants you to like, you know, pick a side and they want you to like, oh, Team Cap or Team Iron Man. And they don't want to have them both be villains. Yes. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more. But on the flip side, it's like they gave us the big reveal of – and in the comic, it's called Alpha uh, – Prison Alpha. Mm-hmm. Uh, 42. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they give us the big fucking – the prison scene mm-hmm. in the ocean. Right. And so now it's like we – it makes it makes him look like more of a villain because we see him inside there with all the empty cells. Yeah, and it just I think it kind of like puts the villain mark on him in a way. I think the comics did that too, though. To be honest with you, that's yeah. and we. I, I, but I think going into this movie, yeah, 
that we didn't want that. No, not before. I guess not before you started the movie. You're already thinking the of comics. Iron Man the comics villainous. do make him out as yeah. the villain. Yeah. But I'm saying, like in this, in the cinematic universe, I was kind of like wanting it to be like even, kind of like you could just choose a side. And I, mm-hmm. I felt like with that reveal, and then him as a shot in there looking at the prison, maybe he's in there and he's like he didn't know anything about it. Yeah, maybe the government did that behind his back. Yeah, and they right. took his idea too far. Right, that's a good point. But I don't know that. So so that in the trailer makes me think like, you know, I didn't I, I wasn't a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. So I can see that. Yeah. I think it's a good point. Yeah, that's that's a great point. It was I wasn't even thinking about that, but yeah, I mean it kind of paints him in that picture where you're I don't know, I'm I'm kind of team cap after seeing the trailer because I don't yeah, Tony seems just kinda like an asshole in this and it's like he knows what he did, mm-hmm. but he's never learned from anything, and now he's trying this other thing. And it, it, it again, you know, well, you're like, okay, well, he's going to fail at this too. This is another bad idea from Tony Stark. So, yeah, I never thought about that, but it does kind of paint him in that picture. But, 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 I mean, in the movie, though, they are not these heroes that are fighting each other. They're, uh, From what I'm hearing uh, is that they're not trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. They're trying to stop each other from completing objectives. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So it's not like, you know what I mean? So it's like when, if, you know, we could talk about the war machine scene or whatever. Um, and we could even talk about like the Cap versus uh, Cap and Bucky fight versus, uh, you know, Iron Man. Yeah. Um, I personally don't think they're trying to kill him. I think they're trying to disable the armor. Okay. Um, I, I don't think they're trying to kill him at all. Oh, I agree with that. Uh, so I, I, from what I'm hearing is it's like these teams are showing up when to stop each other from completing objectives. Okay. So I don't think anybody's really out to kill each other. But, I mean, when you have superheroes with superpowers fighting each other, people can die. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys agree with this or not, but two things that I've seen that tell me that Bucky might be looking to kill at people. is One is the, the gun with Tony Stark. Is, he still, brain, is he still brainwashed? Hard to say. Is he still brainwashed? But the other thing is, too, is later on with War Machine, you see him prying at the the energy thing in the suit's chest. To I mean, disable it. Well, right, but it depends on where it's they're It's not at. in his chest anymore. Well, no, I'm thinking of uh, Iron Man. No, right. War Machine. Right, I know. And I know that's not a part of him. That wouldn't kill him. But if, say, they're like 10,000 feet in the air, maybe? I mean, I don't know what's going on. I don't on. think Cap would be helping Bucky if Bucky's objective was to kill other superheroes. I don't think Cap would be he's right. He's kind by of blinded by his friendship. Probably be somewhere in the middle. Like he doesn't want him to no, kill okay, him, but he's his friend. This is the thing. This is okay. Basically, this is what I think is is happening in this movie is the fact that you know, okay, Bucky has been in a cryogenic freeze for the last seventy years. They bring him out for these assassination missions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now Bucky at the end of that last film, the Civil War film. Now uh, I keep confusing him. Winter Soldier film is is finding out more about his past, who he is. He's remembering Cap, things like that. Okay, so now it's like what happens is I believe that we see at the beginning of the one of the uh, parts of the beginning of the trailer, they actually show us, I think, a flashback scene from a Russian guard Mm -hmm. unfreezing him from cryogenic state. And uh, I uh, later on, then we see the uh, there's like an international summit and we see that building blow up. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you see uh, they Great, great editing here because we don't really get to see like what uh, Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther is kind of like. He's he's unmasked and we see him like laying on something or holding something, and he looks like he's he's either like upset mm-hmm. or trying to protect someone. It could be a dead T'Chaka, his father. Yeah, we don't know who it is. Uh, so at the summit, he, him and his father could have been there as like representatives, and. 
basically he believes that let's say it was T'Chaka that was killed in this summit mm-hmm. that he now believes that uh, Bucky was the one who did this, who blew up that building. Okay. But in the movie, he was framed. Somebody else did it. Possibly Baron Zemo. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, cause we know he's going to be in this movie. Yes. So he was framed. Tone, uh, uh, Cap knows for a fact that Bucky did not do this. So that's why Cap is so adamant on protecting Bucky this entire time. Okay. Now, Black Panther, now we know why he's going to join Team Iron Man because he knows that uh, he, he can use these people to uh, get to uh, Bucky. He's got his own agenda. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about the Sokovian, uh, the new Sokovian agreement, which is like the equivalent of the Superhero Registration Act. Yes. He doesn't carry about what it's called, the, the Sokovian Accord. He doesn't care about that. He's out for vengeance. But he's just going to, because him and Tony are such, so both of them are, are kind of similar characters. Yes. Really, really smart, really brilliant, really rich, except one of them actually rules a fucking nation. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but I think they're going to work together. I think those two characters are going to clash, too, a little bit. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think that's the whole setup for, you know, uh, Civil War, is that they, they, they uh, those guys believe that Bucky's responsible for this when he's actually not. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. That's a good reason for, for that to be happening at all. So I like that, you know. And, and yeah, it does, like... Like you said, too, is Bucky still under mind control somehow? Is something going to trigger him that's, that Cap does yeah. not know about? Well, hold on, hold on. At the beginning of the movie, I think that there are going to be times where Bucky could be under kind of like this brainwashing. Mm-hmm. I think that's the whole reason one of the fight scenes takes place and you see a – it looks like a cryogenic chamber off in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? I think that maybe Iron uh, – Cap – is there and he's trying to unbrainwash Bucky. Mm-hmm. Iron Man shows up and that's where the fight goes down. Okay. Or I've also heard that Bucky shows up late that um that Iron Man's kicking his ass. Bucky shows up late oh. and they start to fight. Okay. I've also got a spoiler that I want to talk about in a scene. Remind me about the spoiler and I'll play the spoiler mm-hmm. alert later okay. I, I, and I'll even pause the episode and show you guys a picture of somebody had a screenshot. I think it's from comicbookmovie.com mm. and it's a huge spoiler if what we see in this uh screenshot is true. Damn, okay. So, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, yeah. So. Huh. Um uh I found out that it's, uh, you said it was, uh, the prison was called 42. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember the name. Yeah, it was inside the negatives. They were bringing them inside the negative, negative zone. zone. It, it was designed by, uh, Reed Richards. Reed Richards, uh, some other people as well. I thought Reed was the brainchild of it. Probably, though. yeah. Yeah, so it was like, uh, interdimensional prison or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. It's actually in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I found out, um, it's called The Raft. Okay, which and is in the comics too, but different, something different. They call it, uh, the raft is a facility that emerges out of the sea and imprisons most superheroes who oppose the Soviet, uh, Sokovia Accords. It sells ready to be filled. Wow. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's like where the Thunderbolts were kept. That's okay. where they keep in the comics that exists too. I believe it's also underwater and it's where they like keep supervillains and shit. Hmm. A lot of people are saying this is where they're keeping, um, Abomination. Okay. Interesting. So we, we might get to see like a couple cells that are already filled. We might get a shot of Abomination in there, or because I don't know if they would show us like Tim Roth. 
at this point. Yeah. Yeah, unless he's full on CG abomination yeah. when you see him. Yeah. Hmm. Um let's see here. Uh oh, just some interesting things that I have heard. Um I hear that the vision uh uh from people that have like uh had like um set visits and things like that, they say that the vision now is trying to adapt to regular life, and so he's wearing uh, not throughout the whole movie. So don't freak out. But he's, <laughs> he's wearing he's he's he looks like the Vision, but he's like wearing normal clothes, like suits and things oh, like that. That's funny. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm sure we'll see full blown Vision with the cape and everything again. So don't worry about that. But it, he's just trying to adapt to normal life, and I thought that was kind of an interesting yeah. thing for them to do. That is cool. Um, what about uh, let's you know what let's talk about Rhodey getting shot down. Mm. Um, what did you guys think about that? It was interesting. Did it seem like in that scene that Iron Man was like relating with Winter Soldier at that point? He was what? Relating with Winter Soldier. It seems like he has some line about how he was right all along. And it, the editing makes it seem like he was talking about Bucky. We'll talk about that line here in a huh. little bit. We'll I, talk about that line. I just want to talk about like the uh, uh, Rhodey getting shot in the air and everybody assuming that it was Winter Soldier. Ah. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen the way that that was cut? Yeah, it's cut really weird. Well, if you, if you, hold on, I can show you, let me, let me pause and I'll show you screenshots here real quick. Okay. Because everybody was saying that, oh, yeah, Bucky shoots him down. Mm -hmm. Bucky shoots down Rhodey. And I looked at it multiple times and it looks like completely two different scenes. I just think it's the way it was cut. So I'm going to show you these screenshots real quick. All right, guys. So, yeah, uh, you guys had a chance to look at those screenshots. Yes. So, unless Lee Harvey Oswald took this shot, <laughs> I don't think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did Brody go back into the left? <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a curving bullet. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes total sense given the just the background where Bucky's standing. It wouldn't make any sense. No. You know? Angles so. all off. But yeah. they did cut that in a way where I, I absolutely was like, oh, Bucky just shot yeah, War Machine. But it, did, it didn't even look like a sniper bullet. It, it, it looked like a full-on like uh, laser energy beam. laser beam. So a lot of people are saying it could be uh, uh, Vision. He's been taken control of by uh, uh, oh Scarlet Witch. Wanda. Yeah. yeah. But... Elizabeth Olsen has said to the press that she's going to use completely different powers in this movie and not going to be using any mind control. Hmm. Okay. So to keep that into consideration. But it also could be uh, Baron, Z- Baron Zemo again. Right. That's cool. Huh. Baron Zemo and his, his cronies. And were they doing it to kind of get at Tony's best friend? You know, that's another question. Why Why was it War Machine in particular that got shot like that too? So that would be a good target for whoever was trying to get to Tony. Yeah, I could see that. I'm excited to see what Zemo is going to look like when we finally get to see our first shot of him. Yeah, dude. Do you think they're going to go full comic book? I th- I don't think they will. I wish they would. I, he's I one of the coolest. They would too. Man, yeah, I love the way he looks, man. I feel uh, like if Hawkeye can't have the purple, then Zemo probably can't have it either. Though. Yeah, true. Yeah. I wish they would just at least give Hawkeye like purple glasses. Oh, me too. Just yeah. incorporate the purple a yeah. little bit more than they already do. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Do we know what actors playing Zemo? Uh, I think it's a no name that I've never heard of. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, probably some character actor. I, he's going to be a. In my opinion, in this movie, we're going to get the same thing out of the Russo brothers that we did with Winter, uh, with uh, Winter Soldier, and he's going to be another Baron von Strucker. Okay, okay. yeah. Or, or in, uh, excuse me, Age of Ultron, where he just dies at the beginning. Mm-mm. So okay, yeah. I I bet you're probably right. Yeah, I hope they do more with them than that, though. Well, I mean, I don't think. Um, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't see him making it out of the first act. 
Yeah, hope, I, I hope he's more of a behind-the-scenes threat mm. and doesn't. we just don't see him get whacked in Act 1. Have you guys heard that we haven't even seen the third Act set piece yet? I believe it. In oh, trailers? That's cool. No. We, that's awesome. They, I've, I've heard the rumor that we have not heard we, – we may have not seen anything from the third Act in wow. any of these trailers. That's so, cool. I hope so that's the, right. So the third act set piece is completely a mystery to anyone where it's going to take place. Interesting. Do you think they got the parking lot fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that whole thing right there. Yeah. It, it's it's a, it's a uh, airport runway. Okay. And they actually filmed on an actual airport runway. Uh, behind them, everything though, like uh, the actual airport, and uh, it's all it's it's a huge green screen. Okay. Okay. It's a huge green screen. So, because they they do a lot of effects with uh, Wanda flying and things like that. They didn't show it in the trailer, but there's a lot of effects with Wanda flying. And yeah, because like all that was filmed with actual IMAX cameras. That whole fight sequence. That and whole everything. thing was filled with IMAX cameras. Nice. Yep. yep. You don't think that there? This is going to be a dumb question, but you don't think that they're going to pull like a Batman v Superman and have like some kind of different evil show up in the third act to reunify everyone? <laughs> I don't think so. No. I think this is about the. Like, I think we know how it's going to end. This is the yeah. division of the team for purposes of somebody behind the curtains. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think they're going to be very split still at the end of this movie. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be talking. Cap and Iron Man are not hugging it out at the end of this movie. <laughs> no, gotcha. because of the threat of Doomsday or some shit. Yeah, I don't want them to. I just worried that they'd be afraid of trying to divide everybody too much. Yeah, Frank, you did bring up a good point earlier. The whole, you know, with Tony's got like the. The Iron Man glove on, mm-hmm. and Bucky looks like he's going to shoot him point blank, and I think it does it bounce off the hand. Yeah, yeah, like he, he like catches it, it in the, the suit, like catches it basically. Mm-hmm. The only the only thing I can think of is that he's still brainwashed at that point. Is is it possible? And I, and I don't know. Again, uh, for him to be have like some kind of like sleeper agent tendencies, like supposedly Cap saying, "Oh, he's okay, he's fine," and then all of a sudden something triggers in him, and that's when he tries to kill Tony. Sure, I, I, but I think like the whole reason that they're the whole reason that they're going back to the uh, like either either one of these Russian cryogenic places or maybe uh, another cryogenic place is to, to figure out w- what they can do to fix him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, then Tony, and, and then Tony just happens to show up, and that's where the fight goes down. Yeah, I don't know. I think Bucky or Winter Soldier is still just kind of an anti-hero to where he doesn't, like, he doesn't, I don't he see, doesn't have the same morals as Cap. I don't, see, I don't see Cap... I don't see Cap siding with him, though, if he's point blank trying to shoot Tony well, in the face. Yeah, and I said the same thing, but I don't see that Cap even he's we don't even know if he's there in that scene or anything, you know. So who who even knows like if they even have time to powwow and talk about like what happened between the two of them or anything. It's yeah, but, but 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 the thing is it's like, you know, people are talking about Sebastian Sands nine contract deal and if he does take over as Captain America, you know, I, with him being, I, with him, with him not being brainwashed and taking a shot to the fucking face, yeah, that ain't happening. No, right. I, I agree. <laughs> but I mean, even in the comic book when he took over as Captain America, he was Captain America with a gun, yeah, and still a little bit more rough around the edges than Steve Rogers ever was. I know, but when, when you're talking about the Marvel Cinem- Cinematic Universe, yeah, when one hero is trying to shoot another hero in the face, yeah, I don't think they're going to hand over Captain America's moniker. To a character that does that, aren't they that's kinda, my opinion. Aren't they kind of like arm, like arm wrestling or whatever, a little bit, like in the that shot? It looks like, like he goes for the fuck. He looks like he goes for a headshot, and it, and Iron Man puts his hand up, and it hits his, yeah, and it hits the it hits the armor on the hand. Maybe they're just rubber bullets. 
<laughs> I see what Brian's saying, and, and they could do it, but they would need more than this film to endear him to the audience to where people would buy it. That's why they haven't, you know, this isn't a Marvel Netflix series. That's why yeah. they, we haven't seen, like, Hulk kill anybody mm-hmm. in these movies. Because it, I don't think that they, they, they understand that, like, kids can watch this, mm-hmm. and they don't want to see, like, Oh, here's our possible next Captain America, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? And here he is trying to shoot Tony in the face. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can see it now. Nine-year-olds everywhere. Bang, you're dead. Well, I hear you. I mean, like I said, I was saying the same thing from the go. It's like I don't think Cap would be working side by side with Bucky if Bucky was taking such drastic measures, or at least if he knew Bucky. Yeah, was right. of his own drastic. free will. But he's yeah. also going to give Bucky a lot of benefit of the doubt because that's his friend. I well, mean, I, I, if Bucky if Bucky's set up, if Bucky's framed for right. this uh, international summit, yeah, then – that should be like the reason, like everybody's kind of like behind Cap, yeah, you know. But on the mm. flip side, we can all kind of like understand where Tony's coming from. I just Tony just I don't know. It just seems like guy can't make a good decision in any movie. <laughs> oh, I know. For you me. should just go to the bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. demon in a bottle. Fuck. Absolutely. Fuck. <laughs> the next thing he's going to be engineering in his new liver. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, I thought it was interesting that. Um, you know, Jay, you kind of mentioned this earlier, the, the fact that we saw the uh, the vibranium suit yeah. from uh, Black Panther and how that, you know, the Quinjet's trying to take him out with the bullets yeah. and just bounced off him. <laughs> He's yeah. just yeah. looking yeah. at him. like, what? <sighs> and from what I hear, uh, Chadwick Boseman, is, uh, he'd already done some martial arts uh, in the past, so he's he does know some martial arts. Awesome. Um, they also wanted to give him a different fighting style than any other Marvel hero that we've ever seen. Cool. They said he moves like a panther in this movie. Wow. Nice. That's super cool. So we're going to see him take strides and probably, you know, just kind of like move and creep around like a panther. Nice. You kind of see that a little bit with the him disarming Bucky from the mm-hmm. motorcycle. Yeah. kind of like a yes. panther jump towards Bucky. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, was... And it, if you think that's silly, remember in martial arts there are different animal styles and I think this is just another... It's a real one, yeah. yeah so... Yep. Cool. I don't know. I, I'm really looking forward to, to Black Panther. Black Panther looked uh, amazing. Yeah. The, the suit now. I mean, oh, yeah. the suit now, when you see it, it looks phenomenal, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I said phenomenal. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I agree. The suit does look phenomenal. It does. It, it does. It's fantastic. It's my it favorite great. looking suit they've designed so far, for sure. Uh, we saw, we saw the, and the Hawkeye, the Hawkeye stuff with, with, with the arrows. Yes. Okay, guys, this is the thing. What we saw was two different shots. Mm-hmm. We saw two different shots because when he goes and pulls back the bow, mm-hmm. it's a cluster. Yes. It's an arrow cluster, but when he actually shoots the arrow, it's a single arrow. Yes. So, guys, they're, they're, they're tricking people with the editing in this whole thing. It looks like Bucky takes down uh, War Machine when he when I don't think he does. And then on this one, it's like you got the cluster – and I and then they then they they cut to another scene of Ant Man riding the the arrowhead. Yeah, which I love. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. Can we talk about that line? You said you had thoughts on that. I'm interested to hear what you thought. Yeah, about let's that. talk about uh, real quick about Hawkeye's bow. I hear that in this one, it does. It's a very very long bow. It retracts in a way that he can use it kind of like a weapon, like a bow staff. Awesome. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we'll, uh, talk about the quote. There's a couple ways to take this. I'm gonna play a spoiler alert. This is from that major quote from the movie where he says, I was wrong about you. The whole world was wrong about you. So here's a spoiler alert for, uh, a possible spoiler for Captain America Civil War. 
This is a pop culture leftovers spoiler warning. Today's forecast calls for spoilers straight in your dickhole. You have been warned, spoiler pussies. All right, so, all right, here we go. Jake. That quote, what did what, what did you think? I thought he was talking about being wrong about Bucky. I mean, that's the way I took it in the trailer, hmm. that he has some revelation that Bucky isn't the bad guy after all. Okay. Um, I think he, he... He's either talking about... He, he's either talking about... Um, he's either talking to Bucky, if Cap dies. Mm-hmm. Or um, he's talking about, or he's talking to Cap about Bucky. Right. Yeah, so we're on the same page. One or the other. Yeah. Um, be, I think it's it's going to be misdirection either way. Mm-hmm. But I want to show you guys the picture real quick. So I'm going to pause again mm-hmm. <laughs> and show you guys this picture from the final battle. It looks like um, between that. It's like the you know the. The two on one battle. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, Bucky and Cat versus Iron Man. So let me pause. You think that's quick. the final battle? Between those guys. Oh, really? I thought of that as like something happening halfway through the movie. I don't know. Yeah. I, I kind of had that feeling. And then later on in the trailer where you see him saying, I can do this all day, that seems like it's more like the final. It might be the same battle. I'll be, because that's honestly, true. what I'm about to show you, I don't see how you could get any more climactic than this. Yeah. Yeah. So let me show you this real quick and then we'll come back and discuss okay. it. Okay. All right, guys. So I showed you that picture. Um, I'm not going to post this one on Facebook. Uh, if you do want to see this picture, if you do, oh well, if you do want to see the picture, just send me like an email, uh, Brian at popcultureleftovers.com. I'll forward it to you. But we're going to talk about it here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you don't want to hear it, don't fucking listen. Skip ahead. <laughs> yep. Um, and I'm not going to give you a timestamp because I'm I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up, basically. What, well, what what did what did, the, what did you see in the picture? We saw Bucky laying in the background with what looked to be his arm ripped off, mm-hmm. and Cap, you know, all bloodied and beaten and everything. Going yeah. after Iron Man. Yeah. 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 Do, do we even see Iron Man in the picture? Yeah. He's, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. On the other side yeah, of Cap. Yeah. The, the shield is in front of him. Oh, okay. Right. So you see Cap's shield and then Iron Man. Uh, let me yeah. pull it. I got it. I got it right here. And that armor looks Iron roughly Man, pristine. Yeah. yeah. It looks like uh, Cap's got one arm up. The other arm has got the shield. And it looks like he's pushing Iron Man back. Mm, okay. And then be- directly behind Cap is just a laid the fuck out Bucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One arm is gone. <sighs> Man. And the only way we can tell it is is because he's got the star. You can still see the star on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that, that arm is gone. Right. Yeah. yeah. If, uh, man, if shit gets that serious and that heated, I got to think that that quote is Cap talking to, or I mean, uh, Iron Man talking to Cap. I still think it's Iron Man talking to Bucky. I think that makes him even more, it makes him even more regrettable about right. what he did to Bucky and even more wanting to set the record straight. Right, because if he's not talking about Bucky, he's saying that the world was wrong about Captain America being this good superhero guy, which I don't see that. That doesn't really gel with what this movie's about. Yeah. It would so, paint uh, Ka- or, uh, Iron Man as the villain, for sure, if that was the case. Yeah, but they're they're not trying to paint Cap as this bad guy, I don't think, in this. Winter Soldier, though, is, you know, people don't like the dude. You know? I, I don't, I, no, no, no. You know what? And I said this wrong. I don't think that – I think he's talking to – I think he's either ta- – I'm sorry. He's not talking to Cap at the end. He's not saying – he's either saying it to Iron Man or he's looking at – or he's at the funeral for Bucky and saying it to a dead Bucky. Uh, yeah, he's saying it to Iron Man. Uh, I'm sorry. 
I'm I, I'm fucking confusing everybody. Hold on. No, no, no. Okay. Either Iron, either Tony is saying it about a dead Bucky. Uh-huh. He's just saying it out loud. Yeah. I was wrong about you. The world was wrong about you. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to a fucking corpse. Uh, or he's saying it to a, a, a living, breathing Bucky. Okay. I think it's B. Okay. I think he's saying it to a living, breathing Bucky. Well, and I would say that as well because it's like if he's going to take over the mantle of Captain America, which I think he is. Yeah. I think we're going to lead up to the death of Captain America. So he's he's saying it he's saying it to Bucky. And that multi multi picture deal is legit. That's not a rumor, which makes it even more. Yeah, it's well, a, it's, it, a, it's a nine picture deal. Yeah, it makes it even more implausible that what we're talking about is a dead Bucky by right. the end right. of this movie. Huh. Right. Yeah, uh, okay, so let's, uh, hypothetical. Fucking, uh, Sebastian Stan is now Captain America. He's gonna take over as Captain America. Yes. Are they gonna give, is he gonna headline his own movie? Sebastian Stan. Will Sebastian Stan headline his own movie? I, I see it possible. Not till after Infinity Wars. This is a guy that they don't even let, uh, read like a full, a full script, it seems like, from what I'm hearing. Okay. Yeah, I, I still know. see it possible. I honestly do. I mean, who who was Chris Hemsworth before he headlined a Thor movie? I mean, Captain I, Kirk's dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, for two minutes in a yep. movie, and then he blew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, but on the flip side, like the Thor movies aren't doing the best as far as the box office is concerned. Mm-hmm. True, true, and, and that's why they're bringing in the Hulk. Another thing, it's like they 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 have everything kind of mapped out. They're going with Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I'm sure they're going to go with another uh, third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah. Are they really going to be like, okay, yeah, we want to make one of these third movies. We want to make it uh, a Sebastian Stan movie. No, I I could see him being a supporting character in another film. I don't know if they're going to give Sebastian Stan his own film. Yeah, I still don't buy that we're going to see Cap die and him take over as Captain America in this movie, though, to be honest with you. I'm not sold on that train. Well, I'm not saying that that, that's that's, that's what's going to happen in this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I do think that part of him, the shield bouncing off Cap and him grabbing it, is alluding to that. Also, in Winter Soldier... When he actually uses the shield, I think it is alluding to that. I think I think it's either like an Easter egg, a nod to the fans, a nod to the fans, or it's something that they're planning on going with because we saw like you know Vision like uh, you know flying Wanda away, uh-huh. you know, and that was kind of like a uh, do we uh, do we know if they're gonna have a relationship in these movies when she's fucking like you know kicking his ass or like you know laying? It looks like she's. Taking, hexing him somehow. Something, yeah. 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 It'd be interesting to see if that's the direction that they go with it because as of yet in these movies, we have yet to change the identity of a character while it's still being in the same universe. Hmm. So mm-hmm. I, it'd be interesting to see how they handle it if it comes to pass. Yeah, I honestly think it, even if they kill Cap off in this movie, it won't be a permanent thing. Oh, of course not. And I, I think when we get the next Cap solo movie... Evans, Evans has never been more excited to, to work with Marvel now. Yeah, exactly. I think if we get, if we got that solo movie where um, Bucky is Captain America, I think in that same movie we're still going to have Chris Evans as Captain America. Yeah, he'll show up. Yeah. 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 So did you guys see the picture of, like you said, they were in the uh, cryogenic chamber or whatever? And in the background, it looks like what could be Quicksilver. No, 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 There's no, no, somebody no. back there. It though. looks like a chair. Yeah. People are saying there's... In the tube? Yes. Yeah, I know. Really? Yes. I, don't, I don't think it looks like Quicksilver either. Hmm. Yes. Okay. I may have seen a doctored picture. It looked like a person with light-colored hair. No. Hmm. No, everybody, uh, you know, well, everybody thought that in the collector's chamber we saw... Uh, Adam Warlock? 
Well, not long a, shot. Oh yeah. Um, before it was long shot, people were saying it was. Uh, God damn it! I can't think of him uh, from the Thor series. Uh, oh, Better Ray Bill. Better Ray Bill with yeah. the cape. It, it, yeah, people are. You, anytime you look at a, in a fucking tube, <laughs> in a fucking Marvel trailer, people are going to see. People are going to see what they want to fucking see. Well, right. I didn't know if they were going to try to get it. Like you know, we can bring people back. We can the, go the, back. The, pretty the far. tube looks really old and kind of like like kind of like a like a mustard haze inside of it. And I think it's just I think it's honestly just the chair that people sit in. I, I don't think it's a person inside that tube as there's a, I, I think it I think it'd be fucking stupid for them to have this two on one fight and in the, the whole time there's a cryogenic quicksilver yeah, in a I, tube. Well, like the last thing I want to see is his dumb ass come flying out. Bet you didn't see that coming. Who had not, like who controlled uh Quicksilver before this? Baron von Strucker, yeah. correct? Okay. Mm-hmm. Baron von Strucker's dead. Why would he be in a Russian or a German fucking tube at that point in time? I think the only reason they're there is to find answers. I think that Cap is there to find answers for Bucky, and Tony is just intercepting them and trying to and to stop them. That it's one of those like like I said objectives that they're trying to that he's trying to stop them from this time. Gotcha. So can we talk about crossbones? Yeah, we'll talk about crossbones. Well, what role do you think he's taking place in all this? We know he's got a little bit more of a beefed up role in this, from what I've heard, than in the last movie. Yeah, and in in the comics, it's crossbones that actually um, is alluded to taking the shot that kills Captain America, mm-hmm. and then later on, it's revealed that it was uh, Agent Thirteen who mm-hmm. was being like brainwashed. Right? Do you think crossbones will assume that role in the movies if Possibly. Captain America I mean, dies? Yeah, I think uh, uh, absolutely because it feels like it feels like. Crossbones has not had a major role yeah. in the trailers, and honestly, I think the only reason that they've kind of like revealed him in the trailers is because that most of us have seen the fighting scenes between them. Yes, yeah. yes, and, you know that were that were kind of like uh, they were kind of like released. Somebody had them on like a cell phone and released them online. Yeah, I remember that. And, and we've already been introduced, to Agent Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I think that that's definitely going to come into play. That'll be yeah. interesting to yeah. see. Yeah. It'll, it'll be nice to see crossbones get a little bit more meat to chew on in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it just looks like he's going to come in and get his ass kicked, but okay. I, I highly doubt that that's what they're going to utilize him for. He's oh, cross, on a, crossbones getting his ass. Well, kicked? that's what it looks like. Looks like he's kicking Cap's ass. Well, in no. this trailer, yes. yeah, in this trailer, there's definitely with um with the action figures that we've seen pictures of and everything. There's a lot of emphasis on crossbones mask being all beat the fuck up. Hmm. I've seen it on multiple action figures yeah. and like on the Lego set. Well, if you fight Cap, you're going to get. Fucked <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not going to get fucked up. Right. So. He's definitely he's definitely going to take a beat into the head. It looks like by someone. Yeah. yeah are we, I mean, you think Frank Grillo is going to get any FaceTime in this movie? Well, once his mask gets beaten off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might show it just to, so people can see how fucked up he already was from the yeah. last battle. Yeah. So, yeah, it's possible. But he's on a vengeance tip, so he's gonna, there's going to be more to him for right. sure. Hey, everybody. Hey. hey let's, talk, <laughs> let's talk it. Let's move on. Final, final part that we're going to talk about with uh, Captain America Civil War uh, trailer number two. We're going to talk about Spider-Man. Let's talk about Spider-Man. Yeah. This is another reason I gave it a high taste. It okay? Uh, yeah, I'll jump into it then. Go for it. Fuck it. Do it. Um, love the suit. Yeah, absolutely love the suit. I think the suit's phenomenal. For the people that are bitching about the suit, maybe you haven't seen the high res pics because the high res pics 
It looks great. Mm-hmm. It does look um, great. You can actually see the the fabric, the material. Uh, when you get up close on the high resolution pics, you can see the fabric, the material it looks great. You can see the extra, um, you know, web cartridges and things like that. Um, you see all these fine details in that picture that you don't see in the regular trailer if you're just watching it off your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so if I'm going to rate the suit, I'm going to give it a total Tupperware. The problem I had was like the first that we're hearing of Spider-Man, his voice is he says, Hey everybody. Yeah. And the, the, the voice sounded like it was like added in later. Yeah. And I know that they had started filming action scenes with Spider-Man before they'd even cast Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. He was actually in Atlanta trying out for the part while they're doing action scenes with, uh, you know, the, the, uh, with stunt with guy, stunt or guy that, that was in like a, like a, like a suit or something like mm-hmm. that. So I know that, um, you don't but, like the voice. Hey everybody! It, oh, it sounded it. awful. Yeah. Oh, I like it. It sounded a lot. like it was like it basically. It sounded like I could like just have like Finn Deets Creek record. <laughs> hey everybody! And then I just kind of like input it into the trailer. I kind of yeah. felt like that Vincent Vega meme when I heard it. I was just kind of looking around like, what the fuck was oh, that? I really liked it a lot. I thought it made Spider Man sound like a fifteen year old kid, and that's kind of what I like. Like I Maybe don't know. Twelve. My eleven year old's got a deeper voice than that. <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked it. I loved the Spider Man. No, voice. It, was, it was just his delivery of it. It just didn't sound. I, 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 it's not like I had to hear like a certain quip or anything. Yeah. But on the flip side, it was like I would have just liked to hear him say, "Hey, everybody," mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But it, it, it was more like. Hey everybody! It was just—it was just like, uh, like, uh, uh, just—I don't know. It just felt like it felt like he was nervous to be there a little bit too. I, I really liked it. I, I Tupperware the voice. Oh, I thought it was awful. Yeah. I tossed that voice. Yeah, I really liked it. But you know what? I feel like that was added later. Yeah. Um, and they just kind of like threw it in there. But it it did not hit me like oh my god he said hey everybody right. like a fifteen year old kid this is awesome <laughs> oh my god that's how I was like oh my god <laughs> this kid is like man they could cast him on like Degrassi high you know <laughs> I, I really liked it I thought that was cool it was kind of like teabagging a bowl of ice water it was a little shocking <laughs> what okay <laughs> all right I don't know. <laughs> moving on. Uh, <laughs> Jay, Jay, what? It, okay, because we're, we're we're actually rating like two different things here. Yeah. I mean, like I I Tupperware the suit, but like as far as like, uh, and I'm not blaming Tom Holland, and I'm not saying that he's gonna suck this whole movie. I'm just saying I wasn't blown away by two fucking words that sounded really dry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, that's just my opinion. Jay, what did you think um, about the suit? About yeah. I, I'm totally tupperware the suit as well. Um, it was a bit jarring to see at first, but that's just because we're used to so many versions of this guy at this point in the movie universe that mm-hmm. I was so used to, like, Tobey Maguire. So it took me a little bit to digest it, and then when I looked at the high-res stuff mm-hmm. and saw the detail and, and the fabric and stuff like that that I didn't really pick up without the high-res yeah. image... Um, I'm totally phenomenal. I love the detail. I love the spider symbol. I think it's great. It looks like, you know, classic Spider-Man. What about so. the moving eyes? I love the moving eyes, but what fucked it up for me was the voice because 
I didn't understand why they I, – I love that they showed that. I think that's a cool feature. I think it will give him more emotive, and I think they do it in the comics plenty. So mm-hmm. I, I'm fine with that. Um, oh, okay, another question that I have for you and everybody. I'm going to have you finish your thoughts yeah. here, so hold on to those. But uh, do you think that the eyes uh, – do you think that was reactionary to Deadpool? Do you think this was the thing – or do you think that this was part of Kevin Feige's notes that he had down, or do you think it's reactionary to Deadpool? It's reactionary. I don't think this was part of it. I could be totally wrong on that, but it's – as soon as I saw that, I'm like, they're just doing this because of Deadpool. I, I disagree, actually. I don't think it was reactionary to Deadpool. Because, I mean, a lot of people are comparing the suit to the Alex Ross and to the Ditko. But to me, it's a dead ringer for when John Ramada Sr. took over on Amazing Spider-Man. And that was one of the – I mean, if you look at – if you Google John Ramada Sr. Spider-Man, it's it's this. Okay. And that was one of the big things he brought to it, even more so than Ditko, was the um, expanding and de-expanding of the eyes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you're giving Feige credit for that. Yeah, maybe not Feige, but whoever the creative director of doing Spider-Man was. Yeah. I don't think that's in I'm just Feige's saying, like, hands. Oh, well, I mean, Feige was the one when the Sony leaks came out. They read the emails from Feige to uh, uh, what? Not not Lauren Schuler Donner, but uh, whoever is over at Sony. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but whoever's over at Sony, he had already written notes and sent them to them mm-hmm. through the the Sony leaks. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that maybe he had already had notes on, like, the costume. I'd have to go back and read those notes. They're mm-hmm. online. There might be a note about about it um, where he talks about uh, the eyes moving. Yeah. A big rumor, though, was the fact that um, Peter Parker, uh, as a nod to the character uh, as Spider-Man, those are lenses in the eyes. And if you listen closely, yeah. if you listen closely, you can hear a mechanical sound when they do move. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can hear that. I watched it on my TV because yeah. you can watch it on Apple trailers. Right. And was able to hear that through that sound. Yeah. I yeah, gonna- I, I'm, I'm going to give the credit to Marvel, though. Honestly, when has Marvel in the past, like, gave a shit about what the other popular movie was doing from another studio and then mm-hmm. aped anything? No, 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 no. I, I, I'm it's not, just I'm weird not, timing, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, they, they, they had seen the Deadpool movie and they're like, you know what? Oh my God. Yeah. Why, why aren't we doing this? It works. Yeah. You know? And his, his costume was inspired by Spider-Man too, so. And we can kind of like just throw that in there. It's yeah. not like, you know, and I don't think like most people are saying like, oh, that you're biting off a Deadpool or something like that. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. 50-50. It could be either way. Yeah. I, I agree, but I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards it. They had the idea before even seeing Deadpool. A quick yeah. question about it. Would T'Challa's mask then not do the same thing? Oh, it would not. No? It would okay. not. All right. Yeah. I didn't know if that would serve as an indicator. I mean... No, you I, you don't really need to have him be emotive. Uh, Spider-Man, though, on the flip side, yes, it's, right. it's part of the character. Yeah. With them not really knowing what audience audiences thought about it until just you know a couple months ago i think that's awfully late in the production to try to add something like that in mm. i like it i like it so i i, I don't think that it necessarily has anything to do with deadpool it could be like an oncoming trend i don't think it's i don't think it's too far out to, i i agree to add that in. i agree if if hypothetically they were aping deadpool they had time to do it absolutely yeah yeah that, that's definitely not why i think it's not aping deadpool like they could I, they could do it these special effects teams they they could whip that up in a second mm-hmm yeah, but yeah, I, um, that that the voice was the only thing that was jarring. It's like you said, it, it felt thrown in, especially with the eyes and showing the eyes move. Like, I 
I felt like they're like, okay, we need him to ha- say something at this point, which I would have been fine if he didn't say a word at that mm-hmm. point and just did the retracting. Oh, no, 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 no. no. After, after watching it, after I didn't want him to say anything. I know, yeah. and that's what it is. It's like, it's like, dude, why did you say uh, something? And then why focus on the eyes at that scene? It's like, hey, everybody. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> hey, you know? everybody. Well, I, it probably actually would have had a lot more meaning to people if they would have just not thrown any dialogue in oh, that's what all. i'm saying yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I love the dialogue I, I stand alone here i the dialogue was great it made too. me clap i, I, I loved <laughs> yeah. it you clapped yeah it's it fucking awesome i oh loved it hey everybody <laughs> i thought it was great i thought it was funny it was kind of a little bit meta where oh, he wasn't just saying hey everybody yeah. to yeah. to the superheroes he was saying hey everybody to the audience too i uh, I, I really liked it you really broke that fourth wall <laughs> I was rolling too. <laughs> I think that is why they used that line, though. It was like saying "Hey, everybody!" to everybody. That's right. fine. Yeah, the delivery on it was shit. Yeah, uh, I love the delivery. Uh, he sounded he 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 didn't sound good. It just didn't work for me. I thought he sounded great. Horrible delivery on that line. Yeah, I kind of cringe might... when I hear that line. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it stands alone as being poop on itself, but uh, it's probably just too much all at once, you know. It probably grow on me once you get to hear him talk some more. Hope. Well, of oh, course, yeah. of course. But it's yeah. I want the T-shirt that with Spider-Man hey, on top of that, whatever the fuck, saying "Hey, everybody." <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. That line's gonna grow on me. Oh my god! It's no, gonna- not that. I mean, like him in the movies, like you said earlier. You're not saying he's total shit just because of this, but this no, work. no, right. exactly. Tom yeah. Holland could. Pro- uh, when this, when all said and done, Tom Holland could be the best Spider-Man we've ever seen. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, I don't think you're saying it's gonna be total shit. No, line. I took right. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> fucking, it's just it's one fucking line. I'm. Not, that's the thing. It's like I don't want people to be like, "Oh, Brian tossed it." Yeah, he tossed it because he said, "Hey, everybody." <laughs> no, I didn't toss it. Yeah, I, I, there's a whole movie. There's a whole fucking two hour and thirty minute movie that I still have to watch. I'm looking forward to him going through the Peter Brady phase on film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this fucking voice cracking. Yeah. Shrinks back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're still you're still leaving in an hour. <laughs> I just checked the time. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, I, I Tupperware the suit as well. Like I love the Ramada senior throwback of the suit. First, I, I Tupperware the whole thing. Is this uh, a first suit, second first suit, or second suit? Ah, good question. First suit or second suit? It is a good question. I, I think it's the second. I'm going to say second too. I'm yeah. saying second. Yeah. Like as far as like be- favorite one of all time? No, no. no. I'm asking in this movie, is this Tom Holland Spider Man? Is this his first suit or second suit? Fuck, I don't know. I think a lot of the clues are there. Like we, we've heard that we're, when Spider-Man enters Civil War, he's already fully established, like as Spider-Man, which leads me to believe that he's already gone through at least one inception of designing his suit. I think and he's, he's on I, to the next yeah, one. I think he's wearing homemade suits. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I, I, think, oh, okay. I think that he has a design of a suit that he would like to make. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have the funds to do so, which uh, Tony Stark then comes into the picture. And I'm hoping that Tony does not design the suit 100% for him. I hope this kid kind of like can be quippy mm-hmm. and say, you know what? Yeah, I, I, no, I'm making it. Yeah. I'll use Stark Labs. I don't want to see Tony make him the fucking suit. I agree. That'd yeah. be super I want cool. him to already uh, have the recipe for the web shooters. Uh, for the, you know, for the, uh, for the web, mm-hmm. I want him to already have everything kind of like in his head concocted and then him make it in Stark Labs, not Tony. It would mean so much more for Peter to make for the character. Yeah. 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 I really think Spider-Man's going to mirror his comic like sake in, in Civil War though. I really think he's going to start on Tony's side and end up on Steve's side by the end of this movie. <laughs> we'll see. I yeah. really do. Yeah. That, so, I don't know. Okay. 
I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know about this one. Yeah, um, it's hard to say because, especially since we know that that airport fight isn't the isn't the last act. I think by the time we get to that last act, we've got Spider Man on Team Cap. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know where Spider Man's going to fall into this. Like the, to the to the end of the movie. Yeah, I mean, so are, are you flipping? Are you saying that Spider Man's going to get a bigger role than you thought? Because mm, you originally said Spider Man's probably going to be in it for a few minutes. Yeah, I, I mean, I still don't think he's going to be in it much, but I think. Well, I, I agree. I think I think Black Panther is going to be in this movie a lot more than Spider Man. But on the flip side, it's like they had ever since they started filming in Atlanta, they had Spider Man. Yeah, I do think it, it would be silly though that Spider Man by the end of the movie would be on Team Iron Man. Like, and I, I think him being on Team Cap works towards the character where the public sees like maybe the public sees Iron Man as the hero and sees Cap as the villain, I think it's going to be spun that way to the public, and that would make sense for Spider-Man to be on the team that's spun as yeah. the... I have no thoughts on this one, yeah, to I be quite know. honest with you. I don't know where... You know what I mean. Just speculating where Spider-Man's going to be by the end of the movie. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I feel like at least one character is going to flip-flop sides, and I feel like it's it's like meant to be Spider-Man. Like, yeah. I, I don't think Black Panther is going to be the one that's going to be on Team Cap by the end. No, of the I, I, yeah. If you were going to ask me, like, hey, Brian, what do you, which character do you think is going to flip-flop, I'm going to tell you Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought, too. Because she's Team Iron Man from the get-go, and I can't see her you know, taking a stand all the way through the movie against Cap. Yeah. So if you if you put a gun to my head, I'd say, I'd say Black Widow, number one. Then maybe I would go, I don't know. Do you think they know. could do more than one? Because I mean, could. I could I could see Black Panther backing out once he sees what they intend to do. With, yeah, I with could see I could him. see I could see him do more more, more than one character flipping. Because every fucking movie where you got somebody at a fucking uh, uh, somebody t- giving a speech like "Who's with me?" and all of a sudden like you know one person stands up, then the next <laughs> next fucker stands up. Yeah, yeah. And, like you know, four or five people stand up. <laughs> yeah, Black Widow almost seems to be like the Miss Marvel of the storyline from the comic books, though. Mm. Just from what I've seen so yeah. far. <laughs> Like like Tony's like right hand man when it comes to Team Iron Man, so I feel like a dick for high taste in this because I really loved it. Yeah, I had just two, I had the, just the, the nitpicks and so I couldn't give it a full Tupperware. But I think the movie could be a Tupperware. High tasting's pretty good. It's not like a high taste. It's like a toss it. No, it's not. It's really, I just had the nitpick about and it is a, a nitpick about the his voice and then also kind of like uh, Tony's role in these movies. I just see. I think it's being repetitive. Like, yeah. what is he going to do in this movie now? <laughs> to where in you know in, in in Infinity Wars he feels you know what I mean right. yeah and then like if that line is towards Bucky it's just like yeah. you make a great point it's like the other two movies where yes. he makes this giant mistake and then at the end he realizes Another, it yet yeah. again new revelation yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you were right all along yeah. <laughs> God what are the odds they could kill him he doesn't realize that he's fucked up until it's too late <laughs> no the, 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 you, you know you, you know you know when Marvel Studios kills Iron Man <laughs> it's when it's when it's when Robert Downey Jr. kills his contract. <laughs> that's that's the only way they're going to kill him. Yeah. The, the, the guy the guy fucking shits money. He shits money. Kevin Feige's kids are all going to college because of fucking Robert Downey Jr. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's not going anywhere. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, that's true. fine. I'm just trying. No, to they'll, put, they'll, they'll put the character in danger all day. But until Robert Downey Jr. says, eh, "I'm out." They, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. They'll have him playing, they'll fucking dye his hair, they'll have him fucking playing <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. when he's fucking in a walker. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. Alright, let's uh, take a break. Uh, we'll be back uh, with uh, emails or something. I don't know. Whatever we fucking do. We'll figure it out. Shit. <laughs> 
right, hey, we are back. Uh, do we really hope they enjoyed our uh, Civil War conversation? Or do we do we care? I don't, I don't think we care. No. I don't give a shit. <laughs> don't care. Maybe you got something out of it. Maybe you didn't. I yeah. don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I was telling you guys on the porch, though, that uh, we're not going to see Wakanda in Civil War is what I'm hearing. Right. Yes, right. Yeah. yeah, so they're going to save that for the Black Panther movie. But we're, we're going to get plenty of Black Panther, dude. Mm. I like you. I'm Actually, I'm more excited for fucking Black Panther than I am Spider-Man I know. after that. Man. Yeah, Black Panther looks amazing. Very cool. <gasps> totally, totally. You know what? You know what? Frank, you got to leave in about a half an hour. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we were going to jump into emails, but I knew you had some good pop, bad pop. So we're, we're going to split good pop, bad pop into two parts. Okay. First part is going to be uh, Hammer Time, good pop, bad pop. Cool. So it's all about you telling us what you've been watching, reading the last whatever the fuck since you've been on. Well, that was last <laughs> That's a week. Yeah. yeah. It's a week. Yeah, but before yeah. that, who knows? <laughs> like two months, maybe? No, it's good to have you back, man. It's always good to have you here in the studio and Definitely. shit. Definitely. I'm glad to be able to be in back. The, in the fucking, in, in the fucking uh, kitchen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the, studio. in the studio. In the dining room. Yeah. <laughs> At the table. Good resonance. All right. It's time, for, uh, it's time for an abbreviated version before we get to emails of Good Pop, Bad Pop. Uh, yeah. It's time for more leftover reviews with Good Pop, Bad Pop. All right, this is a Frank Hammer centric version of Good Pop, Bad Pop, and then we'll, then we'll jump into your email. So, what do you got for yeah. us, Frank? Uh, last Tuesday, I picked up The Division for the Xbox One. Mm. Uh, it's a new game by Ubisoft, and usually it's a math game. Huh. What? No. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's the sequel to Multiply. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, my god! The next level. You yeah. get that Fractions expansion pack for 40 yeah. more bucks. That's a, uh, it, it's one of the uh, the Tom Clancy's uh, branded games. So ah. the story's very military-centric. And that He's dead. Is a story. That he is. Oh. Tom Clancy's dead. Holy shit. Jay. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm not attracted to Tom Clancy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. Hold I on. have standards. Jay, <laughs> but Jay he, he's dead. And, and I heard. I know. And, and hold on. You don't fancy Tom Clancy? <laughs> he wasn't a very attractive man. I don't know. You, you don't want to perform a little bit of necromancy with Tom Clancy? <laughs> <laughs> Do the dick dancing? Necroclancy. With Tom Necro, Clancy. Necroclancy. <laughs> Dude, that would be an awesome game. Holy shit. Yeah. Where, where they bring back a writer from the dead. <laughs> and then Jay fucks him. <laughs> Stop Jay from fucking him. <laughs> he had 16 players right. online. All right. So you, uh, you picked up the, the, the division. I'm surprised yeah. you haven't made that uh, joke. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's the divide those legs and multiply. What is that joke? Frank doesn't I know it. No. Me plus you divide the legs and let's multiply. Sure. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck off, right? Like, like you haven't fucking told, like you haven't fucking told turd jokes all fucking episode. Oh, I have, I have. Yeah, you no, gave, means I can smell my own. You gave us like you gave us like the fucking like the seventy second fucking herpes joke and your fucking Rolodex of bullshit jokes. And now you're looking at me with your with your, with your one good eye and, and like Jesus. All right, let's talk about the division. Jesus, I'm done. Fuck We're you. Good, dude, fuck you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I love you, Frank. Um, um, Frank almost vomited there. I, burped, I was burping. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I got to compete with the farts. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> so, so anyway. Hey, everybody. It's a... Uh, Fuck Brian's tangent. Anyway. <laughs> it, it's a uh, loot-based... 
cover shooter. Some lube based? Loot. Loot. Oh. Loot. I was like, whoa. So, Jay, this sounds definitely right up your alley. Already lubricated. Loot based Nicker Clancy. <laughs> Always a problem. Jay likes space? Well, like you have to pay lots of money down the no. line? With the, no. de- with the dead bodies, Jay has to microwave the lube. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's tips. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a good 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't, no, no, don't no, overbang. Don't it. start banging right away. No. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Then you get yourself, your dick's gonna look like fucking Deadpool. Yeah, you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta wrap them in some warm towels first. You don't wanna get it too hot. You wanna oh, burn no. your dick. Frank's back. Yeah. <laughs> there you all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. No, really, really. Let's uh, let's move on to emails. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right, guys, it's time for emails. <laughs> I'm kidding, Frank. Fuckers! You started uh, the bumper. <laughs> go ahead. The division. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a loot based cover based shooter. So Destiny is more like uh, Call of Duty, where it's more of a shooter than anything else. This is way more of an RPG. Um, it took me a little bit to kind of get a handle on what kind of game I was actually playing because things like headshots and that do matter, but it really feels a lot more like kind of like Mass Effect 3 where it's a third person, you're shooting, it's a lot more stat based. Uh, if you're a higher level than somebody else, you're going to just rape them no matter how good a shot they are. And um, almost everything drops some kind of loot or another. Either it's uh, like ammo or... Uh, parts for guns or guns themselves and where this game is kind of like destiny and kind of where a lot of these shooter types are going you get different perks for different mods and stuff you do to your weapons and that and as you complete missions you unlock different wings of your home base which gives you access to different other perks and it's it's all very you know futuristic military type stuff like uh you have uh enhanced cover where the cover lasts longer it doesn't disintegrate as much under gunfire and if you do take damage you don't take as much or you deal out more Mm -hmm. um you can kind of customize your own class because you can mix and match any of these perks that you want to uh, so you can kind of set yourself up to like deal a whole bunch of damage or be even like a medic of sorts. And um, the the game is uh, an open map. Jay doesn't so, like medics. He just wants them to die. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, God damn it, another victim. Kill the medics. <laughs> Always take them out first. <laughs> Jay, anytime Jay drives past a hospital, he just shakes his head. <laughs> Let but them man, die. When he drives past a fucking morgue, he's like grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. All right, back to the division. Uh Sorry, Frank. No, Jesus, was that another fart? <laughs> no, that was my elbow again. Thoughts. It sounded like a toot. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You're just a beetle. Fuck. Oh, man. Taco Bell. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Taco Bell and my ass. <laughs> All right, Frank, the division. But, no, it's... <laughs> Go back up. I know lots of uh, I know there's army members who play it. Joe Bruno's been posting up videos and stuff of him going to town on that. And uh there is a multiplayer aspect and like, you know, you against other people and you can team up with others. I haven't got that deep into it yet. I mean, I've put about 3 or 4 hours into this thing and I haven't had any time to spare beyond that, but it's pretty deep. I mean, uh, your guns and stuff, you can break them down into materials with which you can craft your own weapons later. Uh, there's a lot more flexibility and you feel like you're being rewarded far more often than in games like Destiny. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you put an hour into this, you're actually getting some shit out of it. 
And uh, the story's not too bad. What, what, what's, what is this available on? It's on uh, PS4, PS4, Xbox One, yeah. and PC. Okay. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people are falling all over themselves. I picked it up because somebody said, if you like Destiny, then you'll like this. And one of the problems that Destiny has, and Jay, you'll know, you get towards the end of the game, and then you really start having to lean real heavily on other people to do stuff. And sometimes yeah. I don't necessarily like doing that. Right. I don't like talking a whole lot when I'm playing. So it, it seems so far like you can just go it alone for quite a bit. I know that the multiplayer aspect does carry about like a third of the game, but... Because it it is different than things like Destiny. It's not like you go in there, complete noob, you get shot in the face before you even see the guy and don't know what's up. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't run and gun in this game. You got to use cover. You got to use strategy, tactics, cover your flank, shit like that. Sounds like it'd actually be really fun. It is. It's pretty deep. And the more I play it, the more I get into it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of like, uh, you know, I used to love playing like Halo, like solo and shit. But like when I played like multiplayer, it just felt like a bunch of like fucking bunnies hopping around shooting each other. Jumping you know around, I mean? yeah. yeah exactly. It was just like a bunch of fuckers hopping around. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it's like, no, that's what it is. Yeah, I know, that's yeah. what it looks like. It's, it's a bunch of fuckers like hopping all people over the fucking place. People play Call of Duty a lot, bitch, about people who jumping all over the place. Like, yeah. So you don't know. get shot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, in this, there isn't even any jumping. You can do like a roll to try to evade gunfire. Yeah. But the biggest thing is, is like when you're in cover and you, you spy like a spot further ahead on the map where you want to get to for cover, it, it has little thing that pops up where you're wanting to go that says A or whatnot is it's A on Xbox One. You hit and hold it and then the, the like little timer goes off around it fills up and your guy automatically moves from where he's at in cover and runs like in a squatted run to mm-hmm. the next place of cover. So I mean if if you kind of slow yourself down. That's where I had trouble at first was I came in thinking this was going to be like a fast run and gun kind of thing like Destiny. I kept getting my ass handed to me even by these low-level motherfuckers. And uh, it wasn't until I was able to slow myself down and realize, okay, I mean, this is like if you were in a real war, you wouldn't just sit there and just come running at somebody, you know, who's got a shotgun. You'd mm. want to try to shoot from cover, you know, use any advantage you can to stay alive. Yeah. So, uh it's really cool. It's neat how they made it to where different mods, even on every single weapon you get, you could put shit on that gives you different things like more health and stuff. It affects the other attributes. So uh, it's it's really huge, and it seems like the customization options are limitless because uh, you got it on your guns and in your own perks for you know, like you know, custom class and whatnot. So hmm. I, I like it a lot. I, I give it a Tupperware. All right, yeah, awesome. That sounds a lot funner than stuff like Destiny. Like, I I love Destiny, I do, but I feel like there is no strategy. You're either like really good at sitting somewhere and sniping people, or you're not. And that's pretty much every fucking shooting game I've ever played. So this actually, you have to do stuff in order to survive. I like that a lot better. Like, give you an idea. I had like this M4, and I was from cover, and I'd bounce out, put a couple rounds into somebody, and then have to duck back because they're going to be firing right back. Right. And just popping out here and then, they're watching for, like, the light of their scope when, like, a sniper scopes up, hmm. knowing how long it's going to take between shots. It's it's really a thinking man's game. That it's not like cool. that Twitch fucking, because I don't have eight hours a day to sit because I got responsibilities to play and get good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it feels very accessible. Like, you can jump in because of all the stats and stuff. You come across somebody lower level, it doesn't matter how good they are, they're just going to get mowed down. Right. Mm, the, sounds uh, cool. It, it does have a couple of drawbacks, but they're in the process of fixing them. And in these massively multiplayer games, you kind of got to accept a little bit of that because they don't realize things are a problem until they come up. They've got hit detection on at all times. So you come across another character, whether they're on your team or not, 
like their physical presence, you actually bump into them. Whereas, like in Destiny, if you're in the tower, can you fuck like them? <laughs> Good question. No. It, 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 it came into a problem where they got some trolls where everybody's got to filter through a social area and go through one doorway to get out. And some motherfucker sat there doing like the jumping jacks emote to block people from getting through the doorway. There was oh, no way they annoying. could get through it. I just think it'd be fucked up in a game like you're running around and all of a sudden you bump into another character <laughs> and then you can you bump maybe again and yeah. things yeah, get, you know. one bump leads to another yeah. all of a sudden yeah, you got Neil Patrick happen. Harris in the back of the car in White Castle <laughs> fucking rubbing one out in the back of the seat so, yeah, yeah, I don't know I, I got, it's kind of curious I've always wanted that in a game yeah right. they have some fuckers actually you can look up online and see pictures of people actually forming lines you talked about like to, building weapons and shit yeah. I didn't know if you could do like a whole like uh, fucking Demi Moore Patrick Swayze ghost scene where you're building the <laughs> Oh my god. Building the fucking the weapon. Not together. <laughs> together. No, not that I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing quite like that. Next thing you know, but you got uh, a little, uh, action going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, story. Some stuff, too, real quick. Uh, you get these areas where there's... Building weapons together can be sexy. Hell yeah. It can. Fuck yeah. They got, they got these areas where things have happened that you have to go explore and investigate. And, uh, there's little, the tr- digital traces left behind called echoes. Mm. And you go and access it. And then all of a sudden, um, you get like a digital imprint of what happened there in the past. And you can hear the audio. Two characters that bumped right. each other. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You too many times. Fuck. All of a sudden you see like two characters, like an image of them butt fucking each other. <laughs> they must have been really going at it. Look at this echo they left behind. <laughs> Oh my god, there's echo splattered all over these walls. Yeah. It got fucked so hard it left a digital imprint. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I of the game and any of the issues it's got, they're going to work out. And I, I think it's really fun distraction and differentiates itself from other shooter types yeah. while still being able to join up with a bunch of other people and get after some loot. So cool. Yeah, yeah get after me, Quagmire, K W A G M Y R E on Xbox One and PS4. Wow, both fucking plat, both fucking consoles. Did you buy it for both consoles? No, I only got it for Xbox One. I ain't got the money like I used to when I own my own business. When you bought Destiny five times, <laughs> that, that is an accurate number. That is an accurate number. <laughs> All right, Frank. I know you got to leave soon. Did you want to stick around? Stick around a little bit more. Yeah. You good? Yeah. You, I got. I got like another twenty minutes. All right. You let me know. All okay. Right, we're gonna stick around. We're gonna do emails now. So we're gonna be moving on to emails. Mail, motherfucker. Ah, leftovers of the universe. Mail, motherfucker. Ah, pop culture leftovers. All right, lady. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Ah. <laughs> I'm not talking to you guys. No, I'm talking to listeners. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> you guys already know this. This is kind of cool, Frank. I don't know if you knew this or not, but we're going to be going to C2E2 next week. The yes, gentleman that actually was singing that fucking tri- uh, that uh, bumper, Mr. Jared Gafford, is going to be joining us. Awesome. Yes. So he's going to also uh, Jared Gafford of the uh, Joe Schmo Comic Show podcast is going to be joining us. That's I can't wait to meet him. Yeah. King of the selfie. King of the selfie. Oh <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot <laughs> of those. Oh my god, he he outdoes fucking Bieber and the Kardashians. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. Thank God he's not doing nude selfies. <laughs> God, so. I had to unfriend him on that one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting uh, Jared Gavin. Yeah, he's a cool dude. I know he's super hyped to meet us, too. Yeah, so. can't, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. All right, first email comes from James Hogan. Uh, James Hogan from Ireland. Mm. Every, every once in a while, James will let us know he's still listening. And I like that. Yeah. 
Every nice. once in a while, you don't hear from somebody like a Cameron Wilson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Cameron Wilson used to be like our long running like email gag, and now it's a hola. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like every once in a while, I'll bring up Cameron Wilson on like a certain episode, and then he'll like he'll like uh, either message me or something and let me know. Yeah, I'm still listening. I'm still alive. I'm still listening. Mm-hmm. He'll probably don't... send one in that just says, "Hey, everyone. <laughs> hey, everybody." <laughs> <laughs> but 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 he he doesn't want to communicate with us anymore. Ah, okay. On a regular basis, like he used to. Kind of hurts. But James bit. Hogan, he's letting us know he's still with us. He's still alive. Nice. nice. He says uh, it's titled "Always Five Stars for Me." So yeah. <laughs> What was that? What was the snicker there, boy? <laughs> Always. Always. He's, 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 got, he's better than we are. <laughs> hey, Leftovers and off-mic producer Brian. <laughs> uh, when, remember when Dave and Pop Culture Leftovers Hunger Games was a thing? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Anyway, love it. <laughs> Didn't that cannon already go off? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nice Nice combo, Frank. Wow. (laughs) That erased a hundred fart jokes. (laughs) (laughs) If only you would have called it a herpes cannon. Uh, But he says, hmm, anyway, loving the podcast lately. Great fucking shit, guys. Keep it coming straight to my dick hole. (laughs) Love you guys. James Hogan, Ireland, out. Nice. Yeah, nice. Nice email. Thank you, James. Yeah. From Ireland. Ireland. We got people listening in Ireland. Yeah. Ireland. You know, Ireland. <laughs> oh, what am I going to do today? <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to listen to the old pop culture leftovers. <laughs> uh, you know? from Ireland, not a leprechaun. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You might be sitting around eating Lucky Charms. <laughs> fucking listen to That's our so show. stereotypical. <laughs> That's funny. Everything like Ireland is just like you walk outside and it's all green and like every clover is four leaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, think, I think it's just like that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think he's got a coffee cup that says "Me little pot of gold." <laughs> okay. Oh right. man! Uh, wah, wah, wah. He just got into the pot with the cannon joke. <laughs> yeah, he should be like George Costanza and just like leave when he leave leave, leave when he's on top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like thank you, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you should have said that cannon joke and then just ran away. <laughs> later <laughs> next email comes from uh jeffrey Tuhig. uh mm. jeffrey's been a long time listener mm-hmm. hey leftovers jeff here i dropped the jeffrey because it was too formal for a show like yours mm. i can't wait jeffrey sounds like a little boy's name jeffrey doesn't, jeffrey. Sound, doesn't sound formal Mm-mm. it sounds like jeffrey once jeffrey's balls drop <laughs> he becomes jeff <laughs> Exactly. You know what I mean? Congratulations on the ball drop. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound too formal. It's like when mom's at the door and she wants, you know, little Jeffrey to come back and eat SpaghettiOs and shit. <laughs> and a bologna sandwich. Did he with, 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 with no fucking crust. Oh, no. Mommy, mommy's already cut the fucking crust off. Makes me gag. You know, yeah, little, 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 little Jeffrey's over at the park and shit. You know, playing, 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 uh, whatever, what the fuck, with his little friends. Mommy's, hopscotch? Yeah, hopscotch and shit. She, she's on the porch and she's like, Jeffrey! <laughs> little Jeffrey, come home! It doesn't sound, he, I think he's got a flip flop. I don't think it sounds too formal. Uh-uh, that was the butler on, uh, Fresh Prince, right? Jeffrey? Jo- uh, no, that was, uh, Joffrey from Game of Thrones. He was the butler on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right? What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Je- was it was it Jeffrey? I think so. Yeah, I, I think it remember. was Jeffrey. 
Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe if you're English, it sounds more formal. Jeffrey. Yeah. I'm Jeffrey. Hello. Jeff- Jeffrey. Hello, I'm Jeffrey. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> right now? <laughs> hey. Hello. Let's go find some birds, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you got a stain on your knickers there. <laughs> God. Now it's just Jeff. Now it's just Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah, when you, Jeff. Uh, yeah, when your balls drop, you become Jeff. <laughs> Jeffrey's like little boy. Yeah, it is. It really yeah. is. Jeff, two balls. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many fucking Jeffreys uh, Jared from Subway used to text. Oh. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> <My> eat fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a big group text. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. says, uh, good Jeff, uh, Jeff, I'm going to call him, I guess we call him Jeff now. All right. Hey, leftovers, yeah. Jeff here. After all this time, I've been calling you Jeffrey Tuhig. Two balls. <laughs> <laughs> but after all this time, I've been calling you Jeffrey. Now you're wanting me to call you Jeff. It's easy enough. It's like, no, he thinks he's like, well, who do you, you think you're a fucking prince? You're going to give me a symbol next? <laughs> <laughs> be just a picture of a pair of balls. <laughs> God. <laughs> a pair of really low-hanging yeah, balls. Yeah. yeah. Like old man balls. I <laughs> uh, can't, wait, can't wait to hear about the trip to C2E2. I will be hitting WonderCon to drop off some graphic novels I produced for some friends of mine. I will be at San Diego Comic-Con also, and maybe Denver Comic-Con with WizardCon tossed in. Jesus. Yeah, you can't make C2E2 to meet us? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, Everything all, but. Every, every, everywhere but us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Pop Order Electro is going to be there. I'm skipping that one. <laughs> he says, I will shoot you reports from them. I am totally invested in 112263 mm-hmm. and will read the book to see what was bothering Jake. Mm-hmm. Until Civil War, toss the Batman v Superman and keep your Gotham. Be well, Jeff. He signs it Jeff now. Jeff. Yeah. Jesus. He's so highfalutin now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah, uh, Jake, you, you told us off air you're done with 112263. Yeah, I'm out. I might, I might. Like marathon it all once it's over and done, but I just can't take it every week. I'm, I just hate watching it at this point. See, I'm glad I didn't read the book, dude. I'm digging it. Yeah, me yeah. too. I'm loving it. Read the book second, if at all. Mm-hmm. That on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's still yeah. great, man. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. I'm Last like... episode was good. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, probably a shit storm for you, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next email comes from Todd Massengale. Uh, Talked about him last week. Mm-hmm. He had an email uh, that they read on Hollywood Babylon with mm-hmm. Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith. It's awesome. Now he's emailing a shitty podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, Leftovers. Todd, Massive Gale. Massengale here. <laughs> Is that something? Did we, talk, did we call him Massive Gale? Is that not did that we, I know of? Did, is that like an old thing that we did, or is he like? Is it like he's saying that he's like massive Gale? I remember the first time he emailed that I cracked up laughing because it we all like, did. It was yeah. Mass and Gale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I remember. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, just be like, hey, uh, Todd Doucheboy, massive. Gale. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, that makes sense. This whole massive Gale thing. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'd want to do what I could to differentiate from yeah. that, too. Right. <laughs> Todd Massive Gale, Massengale here. I uh, just wanted to give my thoughts on the new Ghostbusters film coming out this summer. One thing that really bugs the shit out of me is the look of my favorite ghost, Slimer. In the original film, he looks much more realistic in comparison 
to this 2016 re-bullshit where he looks like a video game Saturday morning cartoon piece of shit. Wow. Yay. Wow. That's a wordsmith there. <laughs> You're like, like a poet, sir. Yeah, I, can I, you want me to, I'm going to read that again. I love it. In the original <laughs> film, he looks much more realistic in comparison to the 2016 re-bullshit. Where he looks like a video game character, video game Saturday morning cartoon piece of shit. <laughs> oh, Shakespeare. I love it, Todd. Oh man, the reboot looks like a CGI fest slapstick comedy, which is really sad because the original takes itself way more seriously. When your special effects are gonna be basically nothing but CGI, to me that's nothing special because the mystery is over. You know right away it was achieved with a computer. Practical effects will always be far superior and way more special because they make you think and wonder how it was achieved. Ah, interesting. Refreshing. I saw Dross talking about Ghostbusters reboot, and he was saying that, that they um they use a lot of practical effects for the ghosts and stuff. Really? Yeah, he was saying that it's a little bit of both, and that uh, for a bunch of them they were they did, they did practical things when they could. Sounds like you don't know shit, Todd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, called you out, buddy. <laughs> He's got the whole two minute, two hour movie like down, watching a two minute trailer. Right, right. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't see the practical stuff from the trailer myself. No, you hate the ladies. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just call it, Frank. No, for real, for real, for real. You hate the ladies. No, kudos to them. I just, I hate all these fucking Hollywood reboots and shit. And it does look like bad video games to me. Yeah. From a guy that plays video. <laughs> hey, I would know. <laughs> I didn't see. I, we see Slimer for like what point two fucking seconds. Real quick, yeah. yeah. Like I didn't. I couldn't. He looked like Slimer to me. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I honestly, I think like I'm gonna call it, dude. It's it's like people like uh, there are gonna be people that just say, "Oh, I hate the ladies. I hate Melissa McCarthy." Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna have people that say, "Oh, I hate the CGI." They just want to hate it. You know, people that hate it all. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I hate ladies and I hate CGI. <laughs> oh. I really fucking hate CGI ladies. <laughs> oh, God. God damn those CGI ladies. They're so hot, but they're so unattainable. Uh, <laughs> every, every time I fucking watch The Matrix and the lady in red, I just... Oh, God damn it, that fucking bitch CGI in the red dress. God I, damn it. I'm not impressed by her, Neo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking CGI ladies. Yeah, fucking the CGI worst. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> next thing, hey, next week we're gonna bitch about uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh man, just the rabbit is so fake. She looks oh so God. fucking fake. Oh, God. <laughs> they should have used practical effects on that goddamn cartoon. Yeah. Shit, I wanted to see your fucking uh, r- drawn in pencil. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Those ghosts don't look like the ghosts I've seen. Oh. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts unless they're in fucking CGI. Yeah. <laughs> And then I got I got a bitch all day about that stuff. Come on, guys, come on! It's Slimer for Christ's sake. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, you're right. It was like point one second. You had to pause it to just see the you know the ghost. Yeah, if it's so, if it's identifiable as Slimer, then it, then it's it's good, so, right? So did yeah, agreed. Shit yeah, takes a whole lot of they forms that still identifies as shit. Well, Jake, you're kind of saying like they could have totally redesigned him. Yeah. True. Yeah. To where he was, uh, you know, unrecognizable. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We all knew it was Slimer in, in point one seconds. So did, how is that a fail? Okay. Did Ryan Drost? Did he go into like how the practical effects at all? Or did he, no, he was just, just. I think he was just combating people saying um, it looks too CGI heavy yeah. for all the creatures and everything, yeah. and saying that listen, it's not all going to be CGI ghost and right. everything. Right. So I don't know. 
I didn't think the effects look. I'm still. I'm not, I'm not in the camp that the CGI looks terrible in that trailer. Yeah, no. I, I don't think it looks terrible. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. I, no, I actually thought. I do. I know. I know. Yeah, fuck I know. the ladies, right, Frank? <laughs> fuck, fuck the ladies. Oh, it's ladies. It's not, it's not my. It's not my fucking seventy uh, year old Ackroyd. God, God forbid we don't get fucking uh, fucking uh, arthritic fucking Bill Murray in the movie. I, w- I wouldn't want it remade with them either. I wouldn't want it. Fucking remade Harrison at all. Ford can't even fucking stay in shape for a Star Wars movie. What makes you fucking think that Ackroyd is going to be able to? Ackroyd will be winded. <laughs> and, I mean, and the original has visual effects too. I mean, yeah, they're not shooting real shit out of their fucking guns right. and shit. Like, well, no, that's but, all digital effects yeah. and shit. Well, right, but Slimer was still a puppet. They just messed did it, with did him. Did it really burn you up, Frank? Did it really just burn you up? No, I just didn't special like effects? I just didn't like it. I thought it. they looked pretty good. I thought they looked pretty good, too. Yeah. I, I, was, I had no qualms about it. You know? I was looking more like I wasn't like like sitting there pissing and moaning. I think it blended in well with the trailer and everything. And yeah. on the flip side, I thought the character designs for some of the ghosts looked really good. I, I really liked the long legged ghost that you saw, and yeah, and, you know, and I liked that that one ghost that was kind of like yeah, it was kind of like a uh, paying homage to the to the librarian ghost. Yeah, and, and I, it shouldn't look that. identical. It shouldn't be the same fucking exactly. ghost. Exactly. But it shouldn't look worse either. I, you're comparing apples and oranges, I think, though. Like, it, I, I don't see, like, I don't know. I didn't think it looked terrible. I didn't either. No, no not at all. Know. No. I'm not going to base my uh, decision on that either. So I, I thought the trailer was fine with, with or without the CGI. But that's what you expect. I mean, that's what we get these days. So Mostly. I'm not going to change the industry. <clears throat> all right, Frank, before you leave this next one, uh, I want you to stick around for it, and then we can wrap it up after this, if that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. cool. Scott Shooty, old man Shooty, get off my fucking lawn, <laughs> Shooty, says, uh, sends us an email titled, Who's Gonna Bite It in the Walking Dead Season 6 Finale? Hmm. So we're going to talk about Walking Dead right now. Okay. Cool. Uh, good evening, leftovers and badass guest. If you have the have one this week, <laughs> all right then. I guess Frank. <laughs> I don't know. I guess Frank. Have we ever had a badass guest? Uh, Dan, maybe. Dan would Dan West be badass guest? He's kind of badass. Badass guest Dan West. <laughs> We've had bad guests. Badass. Let's <laughs> just call him Badass West. We've had guests, <laughs> guests to our asses. Oh no, yeah. We've had bad, <laughs> we've definitely had bad guests. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, I have been loving me some Walking Dead and gearing up for what may be the greatest season finale this show has had yet. I say this because my boy Negan is coming and when he arrives not only will the shit hit the fan and turn the show upside down but some people are gonna fucking die mm-hmm. however lots of chatter has been going around on just who will kick the bucket in a glorious way and i wanted to get your insights and predictions this email does contain spoilers so pussies beware <laughs> This is a Pop Culture Leftovers spoiler warning. Today's forecast calls for spoilers straight in your dickhole. You have been warned, spoiler pussies. First, there is our buddy Glenn. Uh, He bites it in the comics. And if the show wanted to be true to this, well, then we can all watch him get his brains bashed in while Maggie screams in horror. (laughs) However... We all got Glenn earlier in the season, thinking he was dead when he wasn't, so killing him off so shortly thereafter feels soft and lame, like Melvin's dick. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Hey, now. So, I'm not a fan of The Walking Dead pulling a Melvin's dick on us, and I am putting Glenn to the side for now. 
<laughs> Next, there's Morgan. Poor mixed-up bastard. Oh, Morgan can kick some serious ass, but he is too concerned about trying to make peace that he fails to recognize exactly who he should spend that amount of energy on. While I do believe that Morgan is on a nice story arc for his character, it would be in kind for him to try and negotiate and get slaughtered or step in and take a death for the team. Do I buy they will kill Morgan off? I am not sure. But his end would have less impact than my last thoughts. Finally... We have the one character that, if you were to kill off, the internet would erupt and uh, pantiles, pantilis? What is that word? Pantiles? Women everywhere? I don't know. Pantiless? Pantiless? Pant- pantiless? pantiless. <laughs> well, he, he didn't put two S's at the end, mm. so I was thinking pantiles. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when those pantiles erupt. Yeah. <laughs> Jews, what a mess. Jews, Gentiles, and pantiles. <laughs> Pantiles women everywhere would no, pantyless. <laughs> pantyless women everywhere would be crying for months. Yeah, Dixon's vixens would flip the fuck out. Yeah. Yes, I am speaking of Daryl Dixon. In a recent interview, Norman Reedus and Andrew Lincoln were joking around when Andrew referred to Norman as Kenny from South Park. <laughs> now, two things could be inf- infer- uh, inferenced uh, from that joke. One, Kenny is redneck white trash, and nobody can understand what he has to say, just like Daryl. <laughs> The second is that Kenny used to die in every episode. Imagine, you killed Daryl, you bastards. My ex-girlfriend is like so many other trashy women who simply can't get enough Daryl. She even has a Mrs. Daryl Dixon t-shirt. Nothing would make me happier than to see him get the better part of Negan's barbed wire bat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a vengeance Daryl kill. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like Daryl. I like him a lot. But no other death would have as great an impact and cause such an uproar. The internet would melt down. And wouldn't we all like to see that? <laughs> Uh, cast members have already mentioned that it was hard going in to film the season finale. They couldn't sleep, so we know something big will happen. Just curious what you guys think of my top three, and perhaps there are few more likely candidates for elimination that I haven't mentioned. Regardless, let me know your thoughts, and stay out of my fucking yard. (laughs) He did put thoughts in all caps for you, Jake. Nice. All right, guys, so, uh... Everybody at the table that does watch Walking Dead, uh, and I'm not knocking you, Jake. Oh, no. I'm just saying everybody that is watching it, the three that he has, are you buying one of those three? Or are you going to go with your own candidate for a, a death? Because we all, you know, I played the spoiler warning. If you're still listening, fuck off <laughs> if you don't want to know anything. But, like, who do you think's going to bite it? Because, spoiler again, in the comics, Glenn bites it. From Lucille, which is Negan's bat. So, what the fuck? Uh, who's gonna, who's, who, who, we know there's gonna be a death. We know there is gonna be a death, at least in the finale, if not the penultimate. Yeah. So, who's gonna die? Oh, I wanna shit. know your thoughts. Frank, Jay. I, ha- I have a couple people in mind. <clears throat> um, but for the ultimate, for the ultimate death at the end, I still say it's Glenn. I think they foreshadowed that plenty in this. Yeah, Daryl has also been kind of foreshadowed, where he's kind of been in the background this season, I felt like, and 
like kind of being pushed away a but little every, bit. But every comic book fan is expecting Glenn to die. I still think Glenn's going to die. <clears throat> um, there, there's just so even little little scenes where they just show him talking to somebody, and then the last cut of that scene is still Glenn's head in that shot. I think there's little little hints that Glenn is still going to going to get it. Why well, I, fa- I agree with the whole Melvin's dick thing. Like why fake it? So just a moment ago to then just do it for real. Why not just do it for real if you were planning on doing it in the first place? Right. Like why do the giant Melvin no, no, sticks no, no. to, to lead well, people you, off the scent? You you can't kill Glenn before the iconic scene in issue one hundred. Yeah. Where Glenn dies, you have to keep him around at least for Negan. Yeah. Okay. You have to. And it's almost getting people accustomed to the fact that he is going to die. It's almost like that episode set people up to get through the grief and shit in the morning and say, okay. And then when it happens, like, all right, we already went through this. Yeah, now he's definitely gone. Now, Daryl would be more impactful and it would be a better twist. But I, I don't know if they're looking for that. I, I still think Glenn is being set up, and I think there's little, little hints. Not even like, not even like in this episode where he sees like the people who's had their skulls bashed in. I, that's, that's like a big one. But I think there's little, little clues that I think he's gonna be getting clobbered. I don't think it's Daryl or Glenn. I agree with that. Well, let me tell you my two other choices, and, and this isn't the penultimate, this isn't the big deaths or anything, but I think, I think Abraham might possibly be on the chopping block. Um, he's been kind of re- this last episode. He was fucking ridiculous. I did not appreciate like his character in this last episode as much as I have before. It's almost like they're you know he's on his way out to me as a character. And then Tara, who's you know telling Denise that she loves. I'll, I'll tell you I love you when I get back or whatever. Or when you get back. Tara's not impactful, though. She's not impactful. This has to be one of the original characters. She's not impactful, but they gave her enough to where people will be upset that she died just because she's kind of having this love affair okay. thing. So I think she might be gone, and I think Abraham, but I think Glenn is the ultimate. I think it's going to be more impactful than Abraham or Tara. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I don't think it's going to be Glenn, and I don't think it's going to be Daryl. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to go into those reasons, or do you want to hear what Frank has yeah, to say? Yeah, go ahead, Frank. Um, they like to flip the script quite a bit from what happened in the comic, even using the same method of death while flipping characters. In yeah. season three, I think it was, or four, when uh, the governor beheaded Herschel, it was actually Tyrese who got beheaded in the comics at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Herschel ended up dying later by the governor oh, in and, the same in and, the same riot. But Andrea's still in the comics, right? Yeah. As far I stopped reading after issue one hundred, yeah. but I mean, as far as I know, she's still there. Yeah, and then Judith actually died when Lori was trying to escape from the governor from the yes. prison. So in, yes. it, I don't think it's a baby. I've heard that rumor, but I don't think it's I mean, Judith. Yeah. yeah. Um, Glenn, I think what they pulled earlier in the season has less to do with Glenn specifically as opposed to trying to line you up for the idea that these people can die. Right. Uh, it, the the same tone and everything is there, but I think they're going to flip who gets it. Um, I, I think it could be Michonne. They, mm. they, they're really setting Rick up to have like this massive fucking vengeance trigger going. So he and- just loses <laughs> Lori 2.0. Lori 2.0, <laughs> and now they're they're gonna take one of the uh, t- take Michonne away from us, right? That that that's kind of what I'm leaning up on. I think uh. it, I think it's Michonne or Abraham mm. because Abraham, like you were saying, he was kind of being a dick this last episode. Yeah, but they also have things like the episode just before that where you want to kind of in, get endeared to him. Oh like, yeah, where he's cracking jokes talking about when you poured the bisquick, did you mean to make the pancakes? Yeah, and um, 
I think him trying to separate himself, it could be part of his character arc trying to make you give a shit about him before they whack him. But I think Michonne is where it's headed myself. They're doing a good job of tying her real close to Rick, and you're going to see a fucking battle royale with Rick and Negan, and uh, that's the best way to set it off. Anytime they kill a character in The Walking Dead, it feels like they're wrapping up that character's story arc, and they focus a lot on <laughs> said character. So it feels like they wrap up that character's uh, story arc, except for T-Dog. Yeah, right, he right. just kind of died. Yeah. Which we didn't learn a lot about T-Dog until Glenn kind of opened up after his death. But Daryl is not going to die, people. I can promise you all day, Daryl Dixon is not going to die. Yeah. Because... Producers have said they have asked producers about Daryl falling in love with a character. Mm-hmm. And they said Daryl will not fall in love with a character until he cannot take it anymore. Yes, Daryl will find love in a future season, but he will not take it. He will not uh, re- reveal his love for a character until he can't take it anymore. I think we're seeing the steps of that being taken right now with Carol forming a relationship with. With that uh, that Alexandrian guy, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So I think when Daryl catches wind of this, he's going to start realizing that he does have these feelings for Carol, mm-hmm. Carol that they've been building up over the past, you know, like you know, uh, four or five seasons now. Yeah. So, do I think that Carol's going to die? Probably not. Probably wow. going to keep her around. Definitely keeping Daryl around. Um. Abraham, I think that we haven't finished his character's story arc yet. I feel like he's got like this whole kind of like <laughs> side romance that he's wanting to have, and it, it feel what's the, what's the girl's name? That Rosita? He, not Rosita. He broke it off with Rosita, yeah. and the girl that he walked the wall with, uh, Tyrese's sister. What's uh, her name? Sasha. 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 It feels like he's wanting to get with Sasha. It feels like that whole thing is kind of like another thing. I can't see them taking away. And it seems like Sasha is scared to get into something with him. But it, on yeah. the flip side, they do have chemistry. Yeah. I can't see them taking away Abraham's life. Another character that Sasha might have feelings for when she's already lost Bob. Okay. Okay. I can um, see that. That's good. But I feel like the character has to have some impact. I don't know if Morgan's going to have enough impact. Yeah. But that's the only character I can nail it down to. Carl's safe. I, I, you know what I mean? I yeah. Think, I think Daryl's safe. Unless they wrap up. If for some reason, if they can wrap up uh, Daryl's feelings, if they wrap up Daryl's feelings for Carol within the next three to four episodes, if they can wrap that up, Carol's dead. Okay. Yeah. Because they finished it all. Right. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, she's been a badass, and this last week you could see her kind of weakening a bit, like under the strain of it all. Yeah. And she started figuring out how many people she's killed. Mm -hmm. Like, it's finally starting to get to her, everything that Morgan's been saying. We finally saw Glenn kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn's never killed the living. Yeah. Although, uh, I did have a thought about that. I mean, would he not have actually been trying to shoot people when he was trying to defend the prison? He was penned up between the two pallets shooting at people. Or is he yeah. like a stormtrooper? We never saw an on-screen death. That's true. And that, that and it's a little different well, shooting a gun at somebody than trying to knife him in the sleep. The same thing, too, for Heath. I mean, he was Glenn was fighting with Heath in this last episode, uh, which had a very John Carpenter feel this yeah. entire episode. Was, oh, yeah. Such a fantastic episode. <laughs> it was good, yeah. Uh, n- another episode directed by Greg Nicotero. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, anytime he's directed this season, it's just been phenomenal. But... Um, this last episode you know Heath didn't want to stab those guys and Glenn did it 
Um, I felt like we felt like they were justified after we sho- they showed like the the the, the collage the, of brains. Well, from Lucille, yeah, 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 yeah. So I felt like you know, even though Glenn hated doing it, like I think that was kind of like a way to like make him kind of feel okay with it. I guess right. like yeah. they, they did they they were killing bad men. Yeah, but that's a great depiction of the struggle too, because but Heath was shooting through the door, is what I'm saying. Right, he, Heath didn't stab somebody straight through the fucking face. It, it's one thing to shoot back at somebody who's shooting at you, but yeah. another thing to knife somebody while they're yeah. asleep. Right, yeah. and that's what separates good people from bad is the the bad ones will do whatever it takes, and the good ones they can at least still feel guilty about it, even if they've resolved that that's the only thing they can do. I have never felt bad about shooting somebody from behind a door. If I don't have to see them go down, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't feel bad. You know what I mean? Right. I just walk out the other door. <laughs> I could see Brian on D-Day, like, running with his eyes closed. Not happening! Not happening! But it is almost like Morgan's becoming this, like, cancer in the group. Like, he's getting these ideas out that, okay, we need to spare people and stuff, when that has gotten them in trouble before sparing people. Maybe you shouldn't. It, maybe it's what's going to get him killed. Exactly. Um, the only thing I would say is he's obviously building a cell yeah. or something, so yeah. I don't know where that's going to play. I felt like when Tyrese died, they really had finished that character's off. Yeah, like absolutely. He, he came to terms that he cannot, he's not, he's not made for this world. Right. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so like they came to, he, he came to terms with this character and that's what took him out. I felt like there's still way more character development for Daryl, especially with like the love interest that they've, the producers have, ar- producers have already alluded to. Right. Right. Unless they wrap that up within the next two to three episodes. Episodes. Daryl's fine and Carol's fine. Right. They're starting to work on some stuff with Rick and Daryl directly, too. We haven't seen that in a while where uh, they flipped positions that Daryl doesn't think that they should find people anymore and Rick now does. Yeah. Right. So yeah. They've, they've got to go through that some more. And yeah. then I, I think also with that same kind of moral struggle, uh, that that's where uh, Morgan kind of serves his purpose, where – that that's what separates you from the good from the bad is mm-hmm. like what are you willing to do to yeah, make this happen? See, it's, it seems like everybody on the set was like so upset that a character died. Yeah, had you guys heard? So about- it's like Morgan. I mean, he's been. I mean, they they like him. Yeah, but it, it seems like somebody that's been on the show for like the past like you know you know five six seasons is going to bite it. And and it, it, that's when that's when like yeah you know what it might be Glenn. Yeah. Who knows? But. I just I don't I I don't know if they're you know that I, I don't want to think that it's that obvious. Right. Had you heard that when they come out with the season on Blu-ray, there's going to be scenes in the Blu-ray version that are cut from the show because they can't show it on TV. I'm thinking some of it is going to be the violence and the graphic depiction of Lucille <laughs> getting used. Yeah, it's and, terrifying to me, man. It's yeah. terrifying. And I, I thought I thought the pictures are graphic and violent. I know. Fuck. I they, mean, that's the last. The the way I want to go is not having my head bashed in right. by a fucking baseball repeatedly to the point where he's still sitting there going, man, man, man. That's fucked up. Yeah, that was bad. Like in comic version, that was bad. Yeah. And they, they drop shit on the cast all the time. Like, they don't tell people until it's somebody's last day that, you know, they're going to die. They, oh, want yeah. that, they want that emotion. Right. Yeah, and to have that happen in conjunction with now you're going to watch... I mean, they had that fucking what cast made of uh, Merle when uh, Daryl 
knifed him. Yeah. yeah. If you're looking at somebody who looks like someone and someone's viciously beating it with a bat and if it looks real, that would fuck with Dude, it. are you guys digging Jesus? Oh, I this love Jesus. Cool. He's cool as shit. Yeah, he's one I of my favorites. That, dude, yeah. Every fucking episode, you can always get get a Jesus joke in there. The, fir- <laughs> the first time when, when he stole the truck, I was like, Jesus took the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> and then and the second episode when he came in and he killed those guys, I was like, Jesus saves. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Every episode, there's a, I can't wait for him to cry. Jesus wept. <laughs> I cannot wait. There's so many memes that you could make. Yeah. He's just, I really want to hear his backstory because he's so out of place in that yeah. world. Yeah. But he's a, he's a badass assassin at the same time. You yeah. don't fuck with the Jesus. Yeah. So I'm really interested in his character development. Yeah. I think he's going to take the place of whoever they're, they're getting rid of. Like he's going to be the, uh, you know, the next character to take that place. Yeah. This is kind of what they do. You know, I mean, when people die off yeah. or whatnot, they replace them with someone. And that's why immediately I thought Daryl, if they're bringing Jesus in, okay, who's Jesus going to replace? Well, it'd be, it'd be Daryl. Daryl's the badass killer of the group, even though, like, yeah. sensibility-wise, they're not the same. But Daryl took out a tank. I know, I know. Dude, he Darryl. blew up motherfuckers on the street with a rocket launcher. And, yeah. and that's what I also learned from this season, is Daryl is way more badass than I expected out of Daryl. <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of the speech that Beth gave him when they were drinking moonshine. Uh-huh. And she was like, at the end of all this... You're going to be the only one alive. Oh, fuck, yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was funny yeah. when uh, they, they stopped Abraham and uh, Sasha and Daryl, and they took one dude took Daryl out to the back of the truck. Wrong guy. Oh, yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, he ain't come back. Well, I loved how it tied into like the, the scene where um, Abraham was on top of the building, and he was actually – he was the one who was reaching out to grab that RPG. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that where – where the, the do you remember that the 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 rocket launcher was on the end of that like that pole or something? It was like oh, scaffolding. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. 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 he was trying to get out to it. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, yes. I remember that. I loved how that all tied in. Yeah, that was great. That yeah. was great because I didn't know where they were going with that. And I was like, yeah. that's a great way to tie in a fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's interesting. It's interesting. But they're playing with this whole Morgan thing with with Carol now, and and then of course they played a little bit with Glenn, like thinking really thinking hard about killing this guy, and I think. I think he's like a virus in the group right now, and he's going to hurt the group. So I, I don't know. I don't Glenn? know. If he's, no, Morgan. You said Glenn. Morgan's Morgan's the one that's kind of you know yeah giving this viewpoint that we shouldn't do this, and and now you have Carol that's like, well, maybe I shouldn't do this either. Yeah. But so. it was kind of proven with the guy that I can't remember her name, the nurse gal who's now their doctor, Julie. Julie. Yeah. Uh, that wolf. He ended up going back and saving her. By that the way, kind of proves that I love Julie. Oh, she's yeah, great. she's cool. Great she's, new character. She seems like somebody who isn't sure of herself at all and doesn't isn't sure that she fits in. But it's like a roller coaster. She knows she's on this ride, and it's like, oh well, here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that when she when she grabbed her balls in that other episode, and she's like, no, <coughs> you know, let's, let's save some lives. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When she was, yeah, not one to do it at all. She's one of my favorite characters right now. Yeah, like there's so many different ways to look at it. Like you could say, yeah, Morgan fucked up in keeping that guy because he nabbed her and tried to steal her but then at the end when dude could have saved himself he tried to save her and that's how he got killed right. the wolf that she was with mm-hmm. so i mean it still kind of shows that i mean nobody's beyond redemption yeah but on the flip side he endangered julie's life this is correct yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he did not give her a choice yeah mm-hmm. I, I i can't see there being a black and white way to look at it if you don't it's like kind of like what the governor said if you don't kill you die right but at the same time it's like where do you ride that line do you become the aggressor and take out other people who might be threats or do you play defense and then wait until it's absolutely necessary which case it might be too fucking late mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's a tough call. It's a tough call. I, I still think Rick is in the right. When somebody's strong-arming a community like Negan is, I don't see any problem with, with Rick being like, well, we, we need to take this guy out. Right. He's trying to strong-arm this other community. We're actually trying to talk to them and work something out. So it's still – it's not a Rick Tatorship. Everyone's like, oh, Rick Tatorship and all this shit. No, it's not that at all yet. He's being very sensible for their circumstances. Well, I think Morgan's the one that's not making sense to me at this point. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah. I think Michonne has kind of reined him in a little bit. Uh, you know, she knocked him out. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're they're yeah, bang, they're, bang they're, they're, yeah, they're knocking some other shit out. <laughs> Dude, honestly, <laughs> hey, if Rick wasn't gonna fuck her in that scene, I would. Right? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> my God, I know. Oh my God, I don't, I don't, I don't care how fucking like dirty these people are. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Like they haven't showered and bathed in who knows how long. Mm. Oh my God, <laughs> I know, I know uh, what you're saying. Yeah. The you, tension. The <laughs> adapted pretty good, I'm surprised about, is uh, fucking Father Gabriel. Yeah. This last oh. episode. That was cool. He's, he's actually starting to fucking I did, find the balance. He's I did have a problem. Scripture. I did have a problem, though, when Rick handed uh, Judith over to him at first. I was first. squeamish. I'm like, that's a little early. Because just like in the previous episode, he was just like basically saying, shut up. Right. Yeah. He was yeah. telling him to shut up, like, in, right. you know what I mean, before the midseason break. Mm-hmm. And now he's like trusting him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's he kept saying I can do this. They really didn't show a whole lot of him actually having to do anything super weird or necessary to have to yeah. protect her. But I guess that was like their way of saying, okay, he's proved himself, and now he can do this. And he did prove himself. He went out with them, and uh, dude was sitting there fucking wounded, and he's quoting scripture. Oh my! <laughs> he gave God. him like right till the last second, and then pop. Dude, that was badass. Yeah, Yeah, loved it. I didn't care about that character until that scene. It's it's really cool because here you got uh, like a Catholic priest. I'm assuming Catholic because the dress, but uh, you know, supposed to be anti-violence and everything, and he seems to be blending better into this world right now than a lot of other people. Like he's found his weird place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It was a great episode. Yeah. It was, it was fucking cool. It's getting great, man. Yeah. And, it, really and it's it. a total cliffhanger because I'm, fuck, the next episode's right. going to be uh, even better. Yeah. Man. Oh, my God. Michonne's standing there naked uh, with that fucking sword. Uh, <laughs> and it just, <laughs> like, fuck, you oh think, my God. You, you think, oh, now, Jay, just wait until she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, dude! She's like so fucking athletic and fit. Oh man, yeah. Any girl that can wield wield a fucking katana, I'm down. I'm Jay down. just chop her arms and her jaw off, and <laughs> let her wiggle a little bit. Now you're perfect, <laughs> just, just like she did with her cadavers. Oh man, oh yeah. My god, he's like, hey, Carl, come in here. Look at this. This is awesome. Can you hear us? Coral! Coral! Get in here, Coral! I can barely see, Dad. (laughs) Get a little closer, Carl. (laughs) It's Coral. Yeah, Coral. Coral! I love those jokes where uh, Rick was crying, he's telling bad puns to fucking Carl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh. Yeah, man, a great season. What do we so got? Fun. Like four episodes left this season? Yeah, I think that's it. Three or so. four? Something yeah. Because like yeah. we got Game of Thrones hitting up in April. Usually those two hand right off one to another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't, uh, God damn it, Frank, don't kill off Michelle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not now. <laughs> Just no. wait a little bit. No, I, 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 call I need a few more Michonne sex scenes. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Maybe that's what's going to be on the Blue Blu ray version when they come oh, out. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll wear that disc out. 
Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, it's, no, like, like these, these, it's so fucked up because like these women in The Walking Dead, it's like half the time like Maggie hasn't bathed in I months know. and shit, and it's like, uh, uh, fuck it. Yeah, they're no. so hot. Right. They no. look, they look hey, weird. Hey, tag me in. <laughs> you still wouldn't want to go down on them. <laughs> There's no scaping no, of any kind. Fuck That's a good no. point. They're That's not. Amazing. They're not shaving. I mean, what the, <laughs> that and fuck. What are they doing for rags? Hey, no. Shit? She she uses the katana sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's even hotter. <laughs> Damn. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank. I know you got to go. Yeah. You guys definitely got to go. All right, uh, Frank. Say goodbye. Bye. Oh, come on. <laughs> say a proper goodbye to our listeners that, that actually like you. Bye, everyone. <laughs> there's, there, there's, there's a sliver of them out there that like you. <laughs> Uh, fuck, man. I got pressure on me. I don't know. Bye. <laughs> I'll be back at some point. All right. I, I don't know. Wow, thanks. That was great. Yeah, That's so reassuring. What a, what a, you have such a huge presence and impact. <laughs> <laughs> you will be missed. <laughs> Bye. I'll be back at some point. Bye. Yeah, you sound like, like Roger Rabbit. <laughs> All right, hey, we'll be back after no messages. (laughs) Jake, you had so much (laughs) thoughts. So much, yeah, whatever. So much to contribute. Walking Dead, yay. Jake Jake was like, "I'm just gonna play Hearthstone." (laughs) Oh, I should (laughs) have. If you could go back in time, I could go back in time. You could turn back time. All right. Share. Oh, you're still recording? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oops. <laughs> no, that's that's going to be a new bumper. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Thank God Frank's gone. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, shit. God. Between video games and Walking Dead, I'm like a yawn fest over here. It feels like you haven't even been with us. I don't know. I know. I should have left and went and got something to eat or something. Uh, yeah, I wanted to point out, though, in that uh, last episode of The Walking Dead, oh. uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, the, the three heads that were lined up. Mm. Uh, the third head was uh, Johnny Depp's head. Yeah, I had no fucking idea. And I, I don't know why. I guess I'd have to look up. But did uh, Greg Nicotero, did he do work on fucking Black Mask? Did he do bl- the the makeup for Black Mask? Mm, trust you, I yeah, can we'll find out for you real up. quick. Yeah, and I'll uh, while you're doing that, I will look up the next email. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know <laughs> what? We got a lot. We got some. Uh, we got emails from a lot of new listeners. Mm, that's kind of cool. neat. Yeah. Because I get sick of hearing the same fucking voices. Right. I get sick of banning the same people. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm glad that I banned old Special Kale. Yeah. I know that son of a bitch would have a ton of thoughts about the old Spider-Man fucking uh, reveal in uh, Captain America Civil War. I spared you from two or three emails from that guy. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Are you you looking? Yeah, about the Johnny Depp thing. Yeah. Well... You could have just looked up Black Mass and seen if Greg Nicotero was on there. Sure. <laughs> Can, you know what? I'll look up shit in tandem. How about that? Sure. You want me to pause? Yeah, go for I'm it. I'm going to pause it. 
All right, yeah, so uh, I don't know why the fuck he used Johnny Depp. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, huh? Yeah, I guess. I thought, like, maybe he did, like, makeup for Black Mass. It looked like the Johnny Mass, or the Johnny Mass. It looked like the Johnny Depp from Black Mass, though. Yeah. Uh, like, because yeah. I, I saw Google images of what his head looked like, and it looked like him from that movie. Yeah. He did He did uh, makeup for Kill Bill Volume 1, uh, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, I guess The Green inferno hemlock grove this is the end uh breaking bad savages mm. shit i don't see any johnny depp book of eli <laughs> jennifer's body with megan fox oh, he didn't fix her fucking thumbs <laughs> no no maybe he his who made her thumbs Key special makeup effects supervisor for Drag Me to Hell, the Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, he's always been with. Huh. He's always done work for Sam Raimi. I, th- I think he oh, did I, stuff for Evil Dead Two. Even I did not know that. Yeah, I, I did not know that. Oh, wow. that, is, that is weird, wild stuff. There. <laughs> <laughs> Death Proof and Grindhouse, Hostile Part Two, The Chronicles of Narnia. Ooh, wow! Special make special makeup effects show supervisor. As, eh, God, this guy whores out his fucking makeup. <laughs> Surprised he doesn't work, work for fucking like uh, Maybelline. <laughs> Jesus, maybe it is Maybelline. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to these fucking emails. Next email comes from Cisco. Cisco yeah. kid. Uh, come on, Flash! <laughs> come on, we gotta make a Flash joke. Oh yeah, <laughs> this guy knows everything. This Cisco. Apparently. If we got a, if we got a problem on the show, he'll fix it. I'm sure he invented emails. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's your loyal listener, Cisco from Los Angeles, California. No relation to that pussy on the Flash. <laughs> Is he the guy that wrote the thong song? <laughs> Cisco? Yeah. <laughs> I love and appreciate all of the countless hours of entertainment you guys give. I first heard of your show through the League of Geeks, and I and wish you would collab more. So he's wanting us to... That's something we've talked about. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not going to bullshit. That's something we... Th- I mean, it's just trying to find the right time, because everybody's in different time zones. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve's in California, and... That'd be a late, late night of podcasting, I think, for us. Yeah, we have blurbs of it every now and again. Yeah, we've had Sean on. We've had Steve on, too. We've had Steve on on the Ant-Man episode. But you know what? We've never fucking had a Lil on. No, we have not. Unless he was back in the day when he was on the show. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I I still, me and Lil, we still text. We still talk. And I still text and talk to Sean and Steve every once in a while. Every once in a while, it's funny, man. Fucking Sean will fucking call me out of the blue. And be like, what'd you think of that last Batman v Superman trailer? And, Is he in love with that shit? Oh, he loves it. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, the, yeah, I'll, I'll tell him. I'll be like, I'm still skeptical. And, like, yeah, it, Sean just wants to hear me fucking just, just change my tune. <laughs> Maybe you will once you see the movie. We'll see. Yeah. We shall see in two weeks. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of theirs was when Uninvited Brian showed up, <laughs> like me on my mom's pregnancy test. Oh, oh. I love how long your show runs. It lasts me through the week. I listen to it so much my girlfriend complains. Oh. I listen at home, in the car, and at the gym, and finding myself laughing alone like a madman. <laughs> your show has the best bumpers and for the longest time, I thought your intro uh, intro was sung by Jay or The Offspring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still convinced the gangster as fuck yo bumper is rapped by Brian. Yeah. <laughs> 
You guys all have some great voices and can't help but laugh with Jay's contagious laugh. You guys all seem like really cool dudes and can't comprehend some cannot comprehend someone not liking you. Your loyal band listener, Cisco. Uh, he's at uh, at syscool85. So it's uh, if you want to follow Cisco, Leftover Army. I totally encourage you to get on Twitter. Follow each other, get in these discussions. Syscool? Syscool. It's C-I-S-C-O-O-L-85. I'll follow this motherfucker right now. <laughs> yeah, if I'm not following him on the Pop Culture Leftovers page, I need to change that. If you're not following us, Syscool, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. He might be. I don't know. I already follow him. He already follows me. Yeah. What do you know? Nice. You know, uh, it's, so thank you. Oh, he follows you already? Yeah, we follow each other nice. already. Nice. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I like so what he did with his name there, Sis Cool. We'll follow each other. Aww. <laughs> Take me on this journey. Uh, Next thing you know, we'll be fucking docking, right? <laughs> Whoa. Damn. Wow. Wow. Well, maybe. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. That's the noise I make, at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we've got Wilderness John. He's one of our one of our listeners. Oh, did he email? Hold on, hold your ho- <laughs> hold your horses there. <laughs> he did. He yes, did. Yes, we do. But 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 here, this is the problem with 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 with, uh, with with not with Wilderness John, but now we've got a new like I guess like a new character. Oh, someone trying to take over his game. Yeah, somebody somebody try to jump in here. Uh. We've got Spaceman John. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Spaceman John. Spaceman John. I don't know. Like, am I so like he gives himself the name of Spaceman John? So should I use like a different voice for Spaceman John? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. All right, here we go. <laughs> What's it gonna be? I'm excited. Hey, fuckers. No. Can, can I use this voice? voice? Sure. Is this good for Spaceman John? John? <laughs> yeah, it's just we we need to not talk while it's going on. <laughs> hey, fuckers. Spaceman John here, telling you guys. No, I can't do this. This is not Spaceman John's voice. It's like Alien John. Yeah, yeah, I'm not digging this. Okay, hold on. Okay, so do I have like? Should I talk into it like like a space? Oh, I like it. I know what you're thinking. Like a funnel. Spaceman would like to kind of like talk in like a like a space suit. Jay, do you have, like, a fishbowl I can throw over my head? <laughs> no, I don't. Sorry. Right, Get that Mysterio cosplay for a few years ago for I Brian. I guess I'll just talk into this cop. Yeah. Right. Hey, fuckers. <laughs> Spaceman John here. <laughs> telling you guys not to be so surprised by my cousin, Wilderness John. He's a total nerd. I don't, I'm not. I'm not feeling... I can't talk into a fucking cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's understandable. It's for drinking. Anyway, yeah, it's for drinking. It's not for talking. No. But we got an email here from Spaceman John. Hey, fuckers, Spaceman John here. Should I use a voice? <laughs> yes. Like what voice? I how, should I, how should I do Spaceman John? I don't know. Oh, All right, hold on, hold on. You ever seen the movie Space Cowboys? Yes. I haven't. <laughs> but if I think of a space cowboy, mm-hmm. they're going to sound a little bit like John Wayne. There you go. <laughs> Hey, fuckers, Spaceman John here, (laughs) telling you guys not to be so surprised by my cousin Wilderness John. His cousin, huh? A total nerd. (laughs) 
ever since he built that movie theater while Star Wars was playing, he has been pretending he lives on Takadana <laughs> and sneaking around, building bases in the forest with his bare hands. But actually, thanks to him, I'm listening to this amazing podcast. It gets pretty boring here in space, so I've been listening to past episodes on movies I've seen and liked. And I really appreciate your views and opinions. By the way, guys, I totally Tupperware that scene in Guardians of the Galaxy where Gamora and Star-Lord are in space. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I go out there, it's cold as shit. (laughs) And And I'm glad it was portrayed in such a scientifically accurate way. <laughs> also, getting a wing job from a bald ego is not as great as Wilderness John makes it out the scene. So food so food for thought. Keep up the good work, guys. Once again, great podcast. I will for sure be looking forward to every episode. PS Houston Control keeps Houston Contr- Houston Control Center keeps bitching about the amount of data. It takes to download your show. <laughs> I love it. Keep them coming. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Spaceman John, over and out. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I like yeah. that guy. Seems like a reasonable not a big dude. Spaceman John fan. Yeah, I'm not. No, you guys don't like him? I'm not really digging Spaceman John, though. No. I don't think the Guardians of the Galaxy is scientifically accurate or not, and I'm not even in space. No, honestly, like, a lot of people were bitching about that, but I did find out that it is pretty scientifically accurate. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like, you can hold your breath out there in space. It'll freeze you for a little bit, and then, I don't know. That's, yeah. what, that's what I've read, okay. but I don't know. Mm. I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson. No. <laughs> Spaceman no. John said so he's out there. He knows. Yeah, you're banned too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can eat the peanuts out of my shit. <laughs> you're banned. <laughs> banned. All right. Next team. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that was uh, Spaceman Band. <laughs> Next email comes from uh, Andy Babcock. Uh, hello, leftover fuckers. Wow. Yeah. Hey. Comes out there right with it. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to chime in quickly with some recently retro good pop, bad pop. This is not quickly. This is a fucking long email there, Andy. Jesus Christ, Andy. Settle the fuck down, chief. (laughs) Jesus. Quickly. First the bad. Finish the latest season of American Horror Story. What a total piece of garbage. I am a fan of the series, but this season, shit the bed. It felt like they dropped and replaced plot lines every other week. Sarah Paulson's character was awful and a waste of a fine actress. Finn Wittrock played two completely different characters that was more confusing than anything. It was like they dropped an unpopular character and stuck him with another role mid-season just to have the original character show back up. Yup, it was that confusing. Uh, spiky dildo creep had no explanation or backstory at all. Jeez. He was just there for shock value. There's the demon baby that didn't fit anywhere. Honestly, James Cromwell is the only redeeming part of this season. Did you watch the whole season? No, no. I dropped off after, like, fucking episode two or three. Two for me. I thought Evan Peters' character was amazing, though. How, how, but how much, how, how far did you get in with his character? I watched the first five episodes. Yeah? Yeah. I liked his character a lot. Yeah, if it was so damn good, why didn't you stick with it then? Well, I said I just liked his character. His yeah. character wasn't enough to... Yeah. 
No, I, I agree. That's kind of like how I felt with Agents of Shield. Like fucking, I love Mockingbird. Yeah, but it, she was just not enough for me to keep with the whole series. Exactly. I think this was probably the second season I wasn't a big fan of, and this season was just absolute crap for me. I didn't dig it. Yeah, yeah I liked the second season quite a lot. Oh, I hated it. I dro- actually, but I dropped off after the pilot. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Uh, also, this season of Agent Carter is a big letdown too. Uh, I would like to hear what you guys think if you watched it. Well, I didn't finish the first season, so I didn't start the second season. Yeah, I finished the first season, but didn't watch the second season yet. Yeah, so it's more than me. <laughs> uh, and I taught. Well, Frank actually watched like the first episode of the first season. I don't think he liked it. Of Agent Carter? Yeah. Of the second season? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we talked about that on the Suicide Squad episode that just me and Frank did. Mm. Okay. Uh, and I toss Whiskey Tango Foxtrot simply because I took my wife on a rare date to see this thing hoping to get a side-splitting Tina Fey movie. Instead, we both felt let down by a merely decent drama. Good pop. Well, Gotham is back and off to a great start this spring. I like the Victor Freeze and Hugo Strange characters, and Torturing Penguin should turn out into some good. Uh, torturing Penguin should turn into some good TV. I have not watched the first two episodes of Gotham since it came back. I started it. I got like five minutes in, and then like fell asleep. <laughs> not saying that it was bad. I just did not watch it i just was tired yeah, that makes sense i'm gonna watch it because I, I, I i'm all caught up except yeah. for the last two episodes for the mid-season break yeah i'm way behind on that i just yeah i just uh, i have to like force myself to watch that unfortunately i don't really like i i, I after uh after uh old girl left after uh barbara keen left uh-huh. i had a lot of fun with it actually okay after fucking uh fucking faux joker was gone and barbara keen was gone i was actually digging it man yeah when it when when it went on with uh, Gallivant uh-huh. and that whole thing, I was actually having a lot of fun with it, man. And I actually am looking forward to seeing how Mister Freeze plays into everything. So I I don't force myself. This is definitely better than Agents of Shield for me. Right. I'm not saying it's perfect. I just think of it as an Elsewhere Elseworlds Batman story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, lastly, I was wondering why Marvel's biggest three Jokers, Deadpool, Spider Man, and Iron Man, all wear masks that cover their mouths. Is is it that drawing them joking and still looking tough is hard? I noticed when my wife pointed out that my kids' Avengers action figures all look pissed off. <laughs> if these three jokers had masks that showed their mouths, would their action figures look pissed or smiling from a wisecrack? Thoughts? <laughs> yeah, Jake. No, hold on. Whoa. Yeah. Pull that thought back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's it's interesting to point out that they all have masks, even though they're like the, the wisecrackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess they would be smiling if they had mouths, you would think. Mm. I don't know. Action figure mouths are always pretty terrible, and action figure resemblances are always terrible. Yeah. So maybe they would look pissed off. Yeah, I, I like the mask. I just think they look cool. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see any problem with the mask at all. Yeah, I think it's a stupid fucking question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think with like Spider Man, the mask is like an escape. Like where when he puts the mask on, he if he feels like he can say wisecracking jokes and everything like he can step outside of his normal like peter parker kind of stuffy self and just let it all loose you know yeah, yeah i Putting, think i think it's a dumb question i don't care if they smile or not it doesn't bother me either way yeah <laughs> that's unfortunate that he tossed uh whiskey tango foxtrot by the way i i, I do agree with him though that it was mis mislabeled as like a, a funny comedy when it really wasn't that at all yeah yeah so yeah i'll i'll probably red box that one mm-hmm so, all right. Next email comes from Noah. Ah, 
Noah. Yes. Yes. <sighs> that, that so refreshing. <laughs> no. When he's, I mean, it's nice that he took time out from building that fucking yeah. ark. <laughs> busy dude to write into us. Yeah, <laughs> was talking to burning bushes and whatnot. <laughs> I was, you know, last night I watched like the first forty-five minutes of uh, Wayne's World. Oh yeah, I saw that on. on uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, Brian's been watching Wayne's World. Yeah, awesome. Well, what does that have to do with Noah? Noah's arcade, motherfucker. That's right. what it has to do, you son of a bitch. Don't fucking don't. What does that have to do with Noah? <laughs> you don't know your fucking Wayne's World, you son of a bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> Get with it, you stupid fuck. Yeah, I had a, I had a fucking point. Don't you hate that? Oh, I know. Fucking I know. Uh, people and yeah. their shit. <laughs> what, what does that have to do with Noah? Yeah, you're watching uh, Wayne's World. What's that have to do? Yeah. Well, let me... Why don't you fucking slow your goddamn horses, you <laughs> son of a fuck? You silly I'll fuck. tell ya. You shoved those fuckers. Yeah, I did. Shove that straight in your dickhole. <laughs> Asshole! How was that watching it again? You know what? It's it's weird because it's like I loved Wayne's World growing oh, up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Huge fan of Wayne's. I know World. you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like some of the jokes don't hit anymore. Yeah. Like a lot of them do, and I, a, a lot of like a lot of comedy. Like I can see like a lot of Apatow stuff kind of like playing off this now, but like inspired by it. But like some of the shit just does not work. Like when he's like not right i'm like not jokes just do not work anymore <laughs> yeah and it's like you know it's like that, that's like a joke like your fucking grandfather would tell now right yeah right. it was on the edge of not working when it came out yes. <laughs> yeah true <laughs> yeah but even more so pronounced now yeah. right right so, yeah but it's it's still a good movie yeah oh yeah i love it not <laughs> Oh, you tricked me. God damn it. You fell for that one. I did fall for that. I did. (laughs) And it's like... Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like uh, some of the some of the stuff is like I wish they would have went with more because like you know they give Ed O'Neill such a small part in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like oh my god, I want to know more about that fucking character. Yeah. His character was hilarious. His character was great. <laughs> eh, so back to Noah. Yeah. <laughs> First off, fuck you, Brian. You sound like a douchebag. In oh. some, actually, most of your opinions are stupid, Jake. Dude, I've never heard of Funko Pop until I listen to the show and what the fuck man do you actually keep those weird ass looking things in your house what the fuck (laughs) Jay man I honestly tune out every time you start talking so I really can't say anything about you Frank wow (laughs) Frank Frank who all that being said I fucking love you guys I fucking love the show so much I listen every week and I will continue to listen every week such a great job. I've actually been listening to two episodes a day to try to catch up from the beginning. I have a very boring, lonely job. Great podcast. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that you don't give a fuck what people think or say or try to say to have... Oh, wait. And I don't love that you don't give a fuck what people think or say or try to have sponsored bullshit. Professional-sounding shows. It's fucking number one in my book. And I hope it continues for as long as possible. Hmm. And then he puts P-S, but he spells it like P, P-E-E, and then he puts E-S-S, like P-S. Oh, I there. Yeah. Mm. This guy. Yeah, that guy. Fucking Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for Noah. What's that? Can I put two of my Funko Pops on his arc? <laughs> two of each kind yeah. one male and one female <laughs> so they can repopulate yes yeah repopulate i see what you did there 
He goes, uh, <laughs> Funko Population. All right, he goes, P.S. Brian, stop shitting on yourself so much. You're a fucking fantastic showrunner. Yeah, it's like, a, did he, does he mean that literally? Like you're shitting on like, yourself? Like I'm sitting here, like, basically, like, in uh, fucking, like, man diapers shitting on myself <laughs> during your episode. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I wish you'd stop shitting on yourself during <laughs> the episode. That's fucked up, right? <laughs> Yeah. You guys have to smell it's that gross. shit. It's gross. Yeah. It's fucked up when I'm on the changing table and Jay has to change me. <laughs> I was never going to bring it up, but now that Noah has, yeah. Jay, Jay fucking, he uses baby powder like a mother. <laughs> Doesn't he? Yes. Perfect pour. Jake, oh, fuck, Jake's always sneezing and shit. God, we have to pause. We have to edit that out. All my sneezing. God, I felt. I smell like a stripper. <laughs> you ever notice that the strippers smell like oh, baby powder? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. God. Anytime I smell baby powder, it's fucked up, dude. I kind of get turned on. So. You'll have that. You'll have that. No. <laughs> Thank God I've never changed the kid. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, no shit. I'll tell you one thing. I've never. Have you guys ever changed a baby? No, I have. I've no. never changed a baby in my entire life. I won't even hold them. I'm terrified. I don't. I no. I always hold my niece and my nephew when they were born. I held my nephew first mm-hmm. one time. I said, "Take your pictures now." I'm never doing it <laughs> until he's like a little bit older and yeah. I feel more comfortable. And then my niece, when she was born, I held her one time. And I said, "All right, take your fucking pictures now, because I'm never gonna do it again until she's older." Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, my mom had my brother when I was 19, so I, I helped out a lot with all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've changed my share of diapers. Yeah, I've yeah. never changed a diaper, and I'm proud of that. Yeah, I never. It's not will. fun. Never will. <laughs> it's not fun. Not breeding. <laughs> so he basically oh. he tells me to stop shitting on myself here. Basically saying that, yeah, I'm having, like, bowel movements yeah. during that the episodes. Cause rashes and yeah. stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. Very uncomfortable. I know, very uncomfortable. <laughs> you and your buddies really helped me get through a long, stressful day. I I know you don't know me, and this is my first time emailing. Don't, why mention it, dude? Yeah. We know that we don't know you either, dude. <laughs> yeah, let's get this straight, Noah. We're not buddies. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah this is not your friend pal this is a fucking this is professional right yeah. like I like I haven't known Jay for 30 plus years right no uh-huh. it's just business just business <laughs> we fucking as soon as like no dude it's so fucked up cause like as soon as I hit stop on the recording like nobody's talking yeah. we're all like texting other people <laughs> our real friends our real friends exactly checking in with everybody it's like it's like the second ha- second uh, act of uh, basketball we're like <laughs> We're just, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're just talking to our agents and shit. But he says, uh, yeah, stressful day. I know you don't know me, and this is my first time emailing, well, any podcast. So this is his first time emailing any podcast. Wow. He, nice. felt, he felt compelled to fucking uh, to, uh, send us his, uh, his thoughts. Oh, thoughts. Which... which uh, <laughs> Noah, you could have just kept them to yourself. We could have just we could have kept like the original agreement where we don't know you and you don't know us. Yeah, we've been fine. I like that Lovely. agreement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could just like exist, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but he says, but I sincerely consider you guys friends. Oh no, I feel like a dick. Uh, God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Sorry for the long email. I'll shut up now. Thank God. <laughs> Your friend and loyal listener, Noah. All right. Yeah. Go so Noah. Walk your ass back on that ark and <laughs> go Make back like to a tree and leave. Yeah. Get back to that arcade. I need some quarters. You know what the fucked up thing is? You know, like, uh, there, there are names out there in history mm-hmm. that, like, you wouldn't name your kid, mm-hmm. right? What's the number one name you wouldn't name your kid? Moses. Adolf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, the Jones family has a, a beautiful baby boy. You know, father's passing out cigars with, wrapped in like little blue paper and shit, and they're all smoking out on the front porch, and they're like, ah, so what are you going to name? What are you going to name the little future slugger? <laughs> Adolf. <laughs> That's not happening. No, no. All right, so his parents are like, yeah, what are we going to name our kid? Noah. Yeah. Mm. You know what Noah did later on after the whole Ark thing? He ended up getting drunk and fucking his kids. Yeah, he went crazy. It's Is that the, how it goes down? It's in the Bible. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Didn't he? Didn't he? It's yeah, it was yeah. very upsetting, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Read, 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 the, read the Bible. Yes. Noah, Noah gets drunk and ends up fucking some, like like uh, a little bit of incest going yeah, on. Yeah, don't skip anything on that one. Yeah. <laughs> he, he actually, he didn't bring it on. Like, he got they got him drunk, and then they took advantage of him, right? He liked the drink, though. Yeah. He liked the drink. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. 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 I didn't see that part in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. R- Russell Crowe wasn't banging his daughter. No. But it did happen. <laughs> yeah. Know your Bible, people. <laughs> yeah, know, your Bible. know your Bible. There's a lot of fucked up shit in that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> they skim over that during the uh, sermons, generally. Hey, Noah, you wear that name proud, Chief. <laughs> Don't have kids. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Next email comes from another new listener. No, I, I God, I hope Noah doesn't hate me now. Oh, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's sounded like he hated you a little anyway. He's real strong at the beginning. Yeah, nah, he was just he was just fucking around with us, right? Yeah. He can yeah. take a little. Yeah, give a little, take yeah. a little. Yeah, give, give a little, take, take a little. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of push and pull action. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. God damn right. <laughs> Next email comes from uh, Jason Kanakis. Ah, mm. is that Greek? Kanakis. Kanakis? Is that a Greek name? Sounds like a strong Greek name, yeah. Kanakis. A little bit of Greek going on there. Yeah, like I a think. lawyer kind of name. Kanakis and Sons, you know. <laughs> yeah, all what? Yeah, all, all, all lawyers are Greek. Kanakis and Kanakis. <laughs> that girl has nice Kanakas. <laughs> oh, I like go. to kiss her Kanakis. Oh, I know. <laughs> It's, it's uh, titled "Finally," an adult pop culture podcast. Finally, <laughs> finally, <laughs> we, we fill that void. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fuckers! Hey, <laughs> hey! Everybody. Why do all the emails start that way? <laughs> they think that it's our thing. It's a trend. Yeah. Like, who else are you gonna? E- and you know what? If you're gonna get that out of your system, who else are you gonna email calling them fuckers? Right. And we're not gonna get offended. No. Hey, fuckers! I'm pretty used oh, I'm to gonna, it. I'm gonna be so offended if they call me a fucker. Oh man. <laughs> We're fuck trumpets. Oh yeah, hey fuck trumpets. <laughs> this affects my day to day life. <laughs> you doing okay over there, man? Oh, just my eyes feel a little bit irritated. I'm okay. Really? Yeah. Do you need some like Visine or some shit? Why do you have some? I wish I had Visine. <laughs> I have eye drops. I can. Do you? Yeah. Do you want to take a pause and get some yeah, eye drops? If you don't mind. No, let's do that, dude. Yeah. yeah. All right, hey, yeah, uh, pause there. Jake, you feeling better? I am, I am. Good deal. I'm all flushed out. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, uh, uh, yeah, we were talking about... Uh, we, uh, what were we talking about? Jason Kanaka's email. Oh, yeah, Kanakas. the nice Kanakas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I like it. I like a good pair of Kanakas. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, motorboat and a pair of Kanakas. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Memories. That was, a, that was a very lecherous laugh there. <laughs> oh, oh, the Kanakas. Yeah. Hey, okay, I got a question for you guys. Uh, you guys, ass men or breast men? I'm an ass man. Yeah, I'm a breast man. Ah. 
God dang it! I, I, you know what? I'm looking for the perfect package. Yeah, I right. enjoy both. Like there are moods when there are times where I'm like an ass man, and then there's times I, you know, I'm breast man. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, like what do women have to say? <laughs> like, yeah. what, like oh, I'm a dick man. Yeah, they, yeah. dick or balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have much to choose from. Yeah. Dick or balls. <laughs> yeah, I think women just go to like uh, like uh, ass man or like. Uh, like a or like a, like a six pack man. Ah, mm. that's a good point. Yeah, it's, yeah. The six pack. Unless you're watching Marvel movies, they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've often wondered that. Hmm. Got to work on you know. Got to accentuate your positives. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Whatever that is for me, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Yeah. So Jason Kanaka sends us uh, an email. It's titled, Finally, an Adult Pop Culture Podcast. I didn't read this, did I? Mm, no. But no, so. I didn't. We got to the finally part. Yeah. yeah. He says, uh, hey, fuckers. Hey. I can't tell you how awesome it is to be able to type an email where I can actually start out like that and mean it in a good way. <laughs> I recently started listening to your podcast after The Force Awakens and had to write in. I've wasted way too many hours trying and failing to find a podcast that wasn't drummed up by a bunch of 20-something virgins living in their parents' basement, <laughs> arguing over the proper Pantone color of Smog's belly scales. <laughs> At least, I suspect, this podcast is a group of guys who have actually seen a real vagina, not just a cartoon one in some Japanese tentacle porn comic. Oh. They were hammering into a sock over. <laughs> I enjoy the combo of actual pop culture insight, adult bullshit humor. Holy shit, you guys can tear off on tangents. Yeah. And I feel like I'm listening to a bunch of buddies talking trash over a beer. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically that's what's what we're going doing. on right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen my fair share of vagina. <laughs> it's true. I've seen, I've seen a few. Uh, <laughs> I've seen some tentacle porn too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't seen my last vagina. There's always a future vagina for this podcast. There is another. Yeah, there, <laughs> there is another. <laughs> yeah, there's there's always going to be another vagina. For They're me. out there. Yeah. I do have to say that I accidentally introduced my coworkers to you thanks to an errant Bluetooth tooth uh, Bluetooth speaker connection. I forgot about. Just as you all hit a full-on necrophiliac rant, of course. <laughs> Fortunately, it was a Friday, and most of the asshats still remaining were like me, and we, end up, we ended uh, up sending a few more listeners your way mm. after they stopped laughing. Wow. Hopefully not over the corpse-fucking thing, but hey, a listener's a listener to you, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll take all the corpse-fuckers we can get. Yeah. Low standards. <laughs> as long as they don't bog us down with the fucking emails, right, Jason? <laughs> Which corpse would you rather fuck? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> There's no wrong answer. Last, <laughs> Last dance with Mary J. Yeah, yeah. I'll close with an opinion question. Realistically, wouldn't being a badass Sith be preferable to a Catholic priest? Like a Jedi? I imagine some Sith hanging out in his black robes at closing time at some dive bar on Coruscant, picking up some strange alien blue chick tail to crush 
while the Jedi are at the temple figuring out which Padawan looks hottest in their robe. <laughs> Whoa. That's a, that's a new take. Maybe that's how they find the Force-sensitive ones. Oh. They're, they're the ones that don't get into back of their spaceship van after getting Jedi mind-fucked. <laughs> Hell, the Jedi get in trouble if they try to bang one out or have a family. Talk about setting yourselves up for a bunch of weirdo members. Mm -hmm. The Sith seem like a party all night. Fuck some people up in a fight. Eiffel Tower, a chick. Then sleep till noon type of group that occasionally tries to take over the galaxy. Sounds like my type of group. Your thoughts. (laughs) So basically he's saying that we want to be part of the Jedi or uh, part of the... uh, Part of the part of the Sith Lords. I mean, by his description, I want to be part of the Sith. <laughs> if yeah. we're going by his like imagination of how it is, <laughs> yeah, it, there's no choice. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I've often struggled with this question. I don't know. I flip flop all the time. Sometimes I want to be a Jedi, and sometimes I want to be a Sith. I, I don't see why I have to choose. You know, I can be the middle guy. That's yeah. fine. That's a pussy fine. answer. No, I mean, it's true, though. Like, sometimes I agree with the Jedi. No, no, the pussy answer is Sith. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I agree with the Sith. It's it's hard not to. No. Guys, I'm Darth Bryan for a fucking reason. Yeah. I'm going to be a Sith all day. All day, every day. Seriously, I'm not retiring my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Jedi in the streets, Sith in the sheets, right? Seriously, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the thing is, it's like, I guarantee you. It's sad, though. But, you know, Luke's been on Oct 2 that entire time, and it's like, Sure, he's got to knock the dust off that dick. <laughs> he ain't been using that thing. Is that no. why he was so sad? <laughs> he sees he sees a woman. And he's like, oh god. Do you think you can use? Can you use the force to masturbate? That'd be kind of cool. Hmm. That's question. the ultimate stranger. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gives new definition to force choke. <laughs> That's my kind of force joke. I like it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but like, 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 you know, that's the thing about the force. It's like, would the force let you do that? Yeah, or is that a dark side trade? I think the force is going to look the other way while that's going on. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. Old Ben. Old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> you force whack off one too many times. That's the path to the dark side, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it does feel kind of like a, a Catholic, like, guilt kind of thing, almost. Like, yeah. don't do that. You'll feel, you know, you'll go to the dark side. Mm-hmm. It does kind of feel like that. That's why I lean, but I don't know. Yeah. I like the nobility and the honorability of the Jedi, but I know that's not reasonable at all. Like, you can't do that. No, it's like, the whole, like, uh, the uh, non-sex thing. Fuck that. Yeah, no, uh, Don't fuck that if you're Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't fuck anything. Don't fuck, can't fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think the Sith do have more fun. Absolutely. I think that's a given. They they laugh a lot. <laughs> For Palpatine, do they? I miss Palpatine. Yeah, he was laughing his ass off. I don't know, man. He was laughing his ass off, but like like in his uh, in his private time, do you think Palpatine's like tugging one out? <laughs> I don't no, know. I think he's buying blue chicks. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, he's into the blue chicks. Yeah, I bet Maul was getting plenty of tail. Oh man, he seemed like it. Yeah, seemed like it. And getting tail was what made Darth Vader. Yeah. So. God damn, that's a good yeah. question. I have to, I have to think about that deeply for a while. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, I'd be a Sith. I'd be getting some ass. <laughs> I don't have to think about it. 
I'd be a Sith all day. All day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's easy too. I don't want to. You know what I mean? There's too, too many rules. Too many yeah. rules. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I agree, dude. I or I'd be like, you know, this ain't your daddy's Jedi. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, break the mold. Exactly. I'd be like, dude, I'm like starting up my own Jedi. <laughs> fucking. Fuck either of them. Just be a fucking bounty hunter. You know what kind of bounty I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> anyway, Jason Kanaka says, I'll preemptively ban myself for diarrhea of the mouth for the length of this email. Love the show and go fuck yourselves, Jason. Ah, okay. Okay. All right, thank you, Jason. Does he have the power to ban himself, though? No. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, that's kind of your court, right? That's my, yeah, it's yeah. my ruling. Right, he doesn't. He... This whole fucking trying to take advantage of the system and ban yourself bullshit. There's no fucking loophole here. <laughs> so he's not banned. He could be. That's what he, well, he's he's banning himself. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not, but then he might not even send an email again. Okay. Hmm. We might never hear from this guy again. I'm fine with that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who asks me, it's like, oh, do you want to use your dick or not use your dick? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use my dick. If that, that means I'm fucking evil, you can call me Darth Adolf. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I choose to not use my dick. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to retire my cock. <laughs> you had a good run. It's better for me this <laughs> yeah. way. You, you had a good run. Let's fight the good fight for the Jedi. No. No. No, if it, if that's what it comes down to, yeah, you know what I mean. Like last day of Jedi training, they're just like, "All right, well, you know that that thing in between your legs, fuck it, ain't got a use now." <laughs> I'm like, okay, no, I'm not signing up for this shit. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Dude, Maybe that's what happened to Kylo. I don't dude, know. I, I am on. I am on the fucking phone with Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, what are you guys offering? Yeah. What are you guys offering over there? You can fuck all you want. Lots of pussy. <laughs> yes, yes. Good. Come to the pink side. Yeah, yeah. that's why the lightsabers are red, right? Literally. Yeah, yeah blue is blue balls. Yeah. That shit hurts. Yeah. Fuck. Ah, last email comes from. Wilderness John. Oh, oh yeah. last but not least. Last but not least, Wilderness John. Leftovers. Stars. <laughs> I got to get in the character here. Hold on. Work it out. Yeah. Star Wars news is the main reason I listen to this stupid fucking podcast. Whoa. Oh, that hurts almost. <laughs> So he's talking about last week, I was just like, you know, like, I can't believe the fucking Wilderness John, Mr. Wilderness himself, why would he, why would he watch Star Wars? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's kind of breaking the fourth wall here, letting us know what, what's the deal. Yeah. He's, he's all about the Star Wars. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this, guys. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's break it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. He says, fuck. I love Star Wars. <laughs> And I just love listening to Brian lose his shit over Luke being the new Yoda. (laughs) When I was just a little tugger, I would watch the original trilogy on VHS over and over. I love how each movie was better than the last. Return of the Jedi will always be my favorite. I realize that I'm in the minority. However, I refuse to apologize for loving this movie more than I love Empire or New Hope. 
the final duel blows my wookie dick off <laughs> every time every fucking time <laughs> and when lando and nine numb pop out of the death star in the millennium falcon i ejaculate inside of a real falcon <laughs> I just wanted to let all of the self-hating Jedi lovers in the leftover army know that Wilderness John loves Ewoks just as much as you do. Nice job with the Ewok origin, Jay. That was truly inspiring. <laughs> God damn it. He leaves us with this. Fuck the prequels, Jake. Oh, no. Wilderness John. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, what's this guy know? He likes Return of the Jedi better than Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> Are you picking a fight? Yeah, I'll, no. take, I'll take Wilderness John on. Oh, my goodness. How tough can he be? <laughs> I'll wait till he's distracted by fucking an eagle, and then I'll fucking come up from behind, fucking choke his shit out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to flip-flop. I, you know, I love Wilderness John. But I'm not going to flip-flop and say I love Return of the Jedi more than Empire. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. Wilderness John, he just must not talk to many people. <laughs> <laughs> Out there in the wilderness all by himself with his VHS tape. <laughs> you know, I, I, think, uh, I think Endor just reminds him of home. <laughs> so that's why. <laughs> Jeez. And he's an Ewok lover? Oh, man. His his man cred went down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he created the entire race. It's his children. Oh, yes. So. Oh, God. Thank you again, Wilderness John. I still love you, Wilderness John. We all love Wilderness John. Absolutely. All right, guys. uh, We're going to move on from emails into good pop, bad pop for the week. It's time for more leftover reviews with Good Pop, Bad Pop. Good Pop, Bad Pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read. Uh, we rate these things. We've already gone over the rate rating system. Uh, toss it, taste it, or Tupperware. Um, I, I guess I'll start off with uh, Good Pop, Bad Pop this week. I just want to talk about one thing that I've already talked about on the show before. But I did watch the uh, mid-season premiere of uh, Last Man on Earth. Oh, yeah. How was that? Fan-fucking-tastic. It was so good. That uh, came back last week? It did. It was a uh, Jason Sudeikis-centric episode, which mm. they introduced his character into the uh, season finale for season one, and they've kind of been alluding to his character. This was 100% Jason Sudeikis. Uh, it did have a flashback scene of a younger uh, – uh, what's his name? Phil? That's the character. Not, yeah, Phil. Yeah, the main character. Yeah. Um, of, uh, of, uh, Will Forte's character, but it was a flashback of him as a child. Mm-hmm. And the child actor that they got to portray Will Forte as a child was none other than room star Jacob Tremblay. Oh, wow. Shit. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I didn't catch on at first. I was just like, I know this kid. I know this voice. It's because he had his haircut. And I know you saw his haircut in the movie. Yeah. But like it, it took me a while, and I was like, "Oh my god, this this young kid that plays young Phil is so good." That's a good get. And then all of a sudden, I was like, "That's fucking Jacob Tremblay from fucking Room," and it was it was all Jason Sudeikis, and I think another character, uh, I think his last name's Boone in mm-hmm. real life uh, from uh, Sons of Anarchy, mm-hmm. and uh, he. 
he was the other character in this episode. But man, it was a Tupperware. Uh, Last Man on Earth just continues to be one of my favorite fucking sitcoms. It's just so different than anything that's out there. If you're not watching Last Man on Earth, it is fantastic. Hmm. Yeah, I think Hulu's got all the episodes too, so it's easy to catch up. It's not like some Hulu shows where it only has the last four episodes. Mm-hmm. Like they have the whole library. On That's Hulu. great, awesome. That's great. Uh, last Man on Earth, Will Forte, and then Jason Sudeikis in this last episode. It was all him. Uh, a new episode will be airing tonight on Sunday when we record. I cannot wait for this. I awesome. cannot wait for this. I, I love this show. So Last Man on Earth, cool. Nice. Um, what do you guys have for me this week? I, I've got more, but one more thing. But I want to know what you guys have. Um, I don't have much this week, but I did. Go and catch uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay. Uh, I know Jay saw this as yeah, well. Mm-hmm. I saw it as well. Yeah. I'm a little worried about this. I, I, I feel like, you know, like I was uh, listening, uh, I was watching a uh, text thread with Aaron from uh, Nerd Porn mm-hmm. uh, podcast, and he was saying that you just need to kind of go in cold and not really know what's going on. So I don't want to be spoiled too much. Do you guys think I should leave the room while you guys I think talk we, about I this? think we can keep it yeah, pretty spoiler-free and short, to be okay. honest with you. Do you think that's a benefit to our listeners? Yes. Or? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I will trust you guys. Yep. Yeah. Um, 10 Cloverfield Lane. It is um, a new movie starring John Goodman as one of the main characters. Um, shoot. Let me get the... I, my shit is loading slowly. John Goodman is Howard. Mary Elizabeth Weinstead is Michelle. And John Gallagher Jr. as Emmett. Um, it is directed by Dan Trachtenberg and is, um, JJ Abrams doesn't say that it's a sequel to the original Cloverfield. He kind of calls it a sister movie to that. And what I read he says he meant is that he would like to do multiple Cloverfield movies. And by putting Cloverfield in the title, you kind of know what tone and like genre of a movie you're going to get. Yeah. So I know a lot of people have been trying to like, after seeing this, like, make the connections between the two movies. But J.J. Abrams says that those connections don't necessarily exist. Right. Maybe they will, and maybe maybe future movies, he says, might connect the two. But as of now, don't strain yourself trying to figure out how this movie and the original Cloverfield connect. That they're more just, like, sisters in, like, theme and thematically. Blood relatives. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> Um, the short plot rundown is after getting into a car accident, a woman is held in the shelter by two men who claim the outside world is affected by a widespread chemical attack. Mm-hmm. So and that's the that's the basics. That's the basics of it. Um, I don't know what you thought about this, Jay, but I was actually a little underwhelmed. Really? Yeah, I thought John Goodman's performance was an absolute Tupperware. Mm-hmm. Like he was just fucking amazing. But I had issues with the main girl character that kind of bothered me and took me out of this a little bit. It, really? Yeah, it, it was close. Like, it, it's a higher-end taste it for me, mm-hmm. but it wasn't perfect. I, I didn't like it more than the original Cloverfield. Um, I thought it relied on a couple, like, cheap scare moments, which I wasn't a big fan of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I had some serious issues with this movie. I, I Once Brian sees it, I can break down what my problems with the female character a lot more okay. i know i know uh aaron from nerd porn absolutely loved this movie yeah i saw him going spastic for it on facebook yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah I, I i absolutely fucking love it it was it was phenomenal i mean this is a tupperware city hey that's my word dude. yeah sorry <laughs> sorry that's it's trademark it's trademark i owe you some money <laughs> but it was absolutely phenomenal to me um yeah, you don't need to see Cloverfield to see this. You can go in cold, and that's probably best that you don't, so you don't sit there and wonder what the fuck is the connection. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, God damn it. I loved it. I love the female character. Um, I, and I, I'm interested to hear why you, why you had problems with her. Yeah. I thought they're like, uh, when she, she, at one point she explains a little bit of her backstory uh-huh. and I thought that that played in co- conflict with all the decisions she makes in this movie. Okay. Like it seemed like she was desc- describing a character that wasn't her. Okay. And that she's a completely different person than that person she described in that flashback story. Well, I And that was kind of frustrating to me. I think I think she evolved in this like greatly, yeah. obviously towards the end she evolved. Um so I I don't know, I didn't get that at all. I felt like that was something that she also picked up from from Emmett, the 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 other male character that wasn't uh, John Goodman, yeah. who was also in this area with her um so I, I feel like she kind of learned from him about you know they talked about their regrets and stuff like that so man god damn I, thought, I thought she was actually kind of a mary sue like not to steal the max landis stuff but <sighs> i didn't feel that yeah. at all i thought I, I thought she was i i i mean we get no explanation as to how she's basically jane bond whenever she needs to be uh-huh. jane bond meets fucking macgyver what? And I, I didn't think that fit the character very well. I thought it was just kind of ridiculous how she was just so, like, adept at any situation she was put in. She definitely did. She definitely did adapt. I, I, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with that. I felt like, you know, when you're put in that position, um, what are you going to do? And I, According I, to her, freeze up. Uh, except, she, except any time. I don't feel then. like she fr- I don't. I don't feel like she froze up, though. But that's what she said she did. When she would encounter a situation like this and her own story about herself, which then never happens in the six to eight times it should happen in this movie, according to her own past story of herself. I feel like that's... Okay, I I mean, yeah, you you make some great points, but I feel like that's that's a little nitpicky. I I feel like if they would have left that whole story out, I could have bought it. I, I had no problem with it. From the very beginning, her character, I was with her. I was with her the whole time. And so I felt very, very like in there with her. I, I felt connected to that character. I felt like her backstory was great. John Goodman's backstory was fantastic. Mm-hmm. All these characters. Um, but what what I really loved about this was it was I, I haven't seen anything like this. I, I, you know, going in, I'm thinking this is a monster movie. This is like Cloverfield. It, it is a monster movie. I mean, absolutely. And and even down to little things that are not. Um, you know, of course, you see monsters destroying big cities and shit, and you 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 see them toppling down buildings and crap like that. I felt like they got the essence of that just with human characters in yeah. this room or in this bunker. They're all in a bunker the whole time. That's not spoiling, and you know, I, I that's not spoiling anything major. They're in a bunker the whole time, so they're they're in this one claustrophobic. Well, I knew they were in a bunker. I didn't know they were in there the whole time. They're in there the whole time. All right, spoilers. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I thought this without, that doesn't ruin the movie. Without her verbally saying her backstory, which to me is in complete conflict with everything the character does afterwards, right, but I would have Tupperware this movie. But I think I think she kind of uh, I think she kind of changed herself when she met the other guy, the the Emmett. She met this other guy that you know kind of fought his way into the bunker. And before she met Emmett, she's fucking MacGyvered it up right, right fucking away. She knows everything to fucking do, even when fucking like shit is hitting the fan. I, well, I, I'm not saying that. Well, I, I, 
to me, like, I would do the same fucking thing. If I had the opportunity to do what she did... I'm not saying you wouldn't, but you wouldn't tell me a story about how you're unable to... How you came to learn these things. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, she literally, in a story, says that... Like, this is not a spoiler at all, but, like, she witnesses a father um, abusing a child, and even though she wanted to act and put a stop to it, she she says she always freezes in panic situations and can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And that, but that's the story she gives us as an audience. Yeah, but there's that, there's the. But then in this movie, no, dude, she's in multiple extreme situations that are more extreme than just sitting on the bylines watching something happen. This shit's happening to her. I don't know, dude. And it's like at every step of the way. So she basically like overcomes these with like no struggle. No, there's struggle. I don't. I see. I'm not. There's a lot of struggle. I guess I need to watch. I don't. I don't think there is much struggle. I, I think anytime she's in the in the face of danger, she's like perfect. I don't when, agree. When when they kind of establish that the character is not that type of a character to react that way. Yeah, and and they, they, she gives her story like halfway through the movie, and even when she gave her story, I was like, what? What character are you describing? Mm-hmm. And then it becomes the second half. It's even more ridiculous than the first half. Yeah, especially like the last half an hour. It's ridiculous. I I didn't get that at all, and maybe I just wasn't paying attention to that. Without that story, I Tupperware this movie. I would totally just buy her as as who she was mm-hmm. and facing the danger without her explicitly telling me that when she has to face danger she freezes up, but I, yet never doing that once in the movie. I have no problem with it. The, this this it was just a huge writing flaw to me. I don't think so, man. In this day and age, the simple shit that she did that was not in her character was something that you could look up in two seconds on the internet. Like you would have seen it. Like at some point in your life, at her age. She saw this stuff and knows how to deal with certain circumstances. Yeah, but if she's I don't and I don't think she's freezing up and panicking just watching something bad go on when the shit's happening to her, she's gonna think about shit she was looking up on Wikipedia and I know, but that fast in, to it. In in her circum and I can't God, I can't get too deep into it. But in her circumstances, no, I think no, that's totally ahead. I'll block it out. Go no, ahead. I think it's totally reasonable in her circumstances to switch into that mode and be like, okay, what do I have to work with in this situation? This is where I'm at now, and what do I need to do at this point in time? Even though she didn't have all the facts, she didn't know what was going on necessarily, I still feel like she she did something that wasn't out of the ordinary necessarily. I would have Tupperware this movie without that scene. Ah, it, it, well, I, I get you. And, and regardless, I still think overall – the the film itself was so different. It was so different from anything I've seen or expected that it's almost it's it's, al- a, it's a high taste it for me. I really liked it. Yeah, it, it was it was super creepy. It was super funny at parts. It yeah. was super tense. It was oh. super exciting. I just it was sloppy writing to me with that uh, part. I don't think so. I don't think so at all because of that. Because of the way they take you on this roller coaster where you're. You know, like, I, my jaw was open so many times where I'm just like, what the fuck? And my jaw is just left hanging open. And then there's moments in between that where I'm just laughing. And yeah. I'm kind of chuckling. I was the same Uneasily. Way. I uneasily. Was the same way. Uneasy chuckles at certain parts where I'm just like, okay, I'm laughing at this. And then they take me on this other tangent. So there were so many moments in that where I didn't notice that. So, you know, even though maybe that is a weak point in the movie... It didn't overall take away from how great this was written and and 
executed by all these actors. Without that scene, it's a Tupperware for me. Uh, if you cut that scene out, the movie's a Tupperware. Okay. I, I, it's I, I, like I the movie's you. disagreeing with itself a little bit there to me. I, I didn't get that at all. This was phenomenal. This had so many fucking elements in it that even down to this isn't a monster movie, but you're dealing with these human beings, even down to little things like the door the door screeching, you know, yeah. that's like a, that's like a fucking monster, you know, monster howl. Oh, this movie was filmed incredibly. Yeah, I just don't understand why it, that one that one part was so sloppy. To okay, me. Uh, and maybe if I see it a second time, I'll I'll be on board with that. I don't know, but I was so in because she's put in this position from the very beginning. Like I'm hooked onto that. I'm like I care about this character. Oh God, what the fuck is happening? And then she's put into this realm with people that you don't know whether or not to trust them. You don't know what their motives are. You know, they're telling you you can't go outside of this bunker because you'll die from the poisonous air or whatever. Yeah. So, but that aside, that aside, John yeah. Goodman, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I have one another flaw with this movie, but it's impossible to tiptoe around it, so okay. I, I won't talk about it. Okay. But it has to do with John Goodman's character. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck, I thought he was flawless. His performance was flawless, but oh. just, I don't know. John Goodman's performance, like, that aside, the, the, the pluses and minuses, the dead eyes, the, the way he responded to people in this. Like, you don't know. You don't know, like... At some points you're on his side, at some points you're not. Yeah. You don't know what this character is all about. Uh, from what I'm reading here on Rotten Tomatoes, Jake, you are in the minority, sir. 90% fresh by the critics, 85% mm -hmm. by the audience. Critics' consensus says that this movie, 10 Cloverfield Lane, is smart, solidly crafted, and palpably tense. 10 Cloverfield Lane makes the most of its confined settings an outstanding cast and suggests a new frontier for franchise filmmaking. Uh, I'm not really in the minority. I'm, I'm hardly tossing this movie. I'm giving it a high taste. Right, right. Is, oh, I mean, is that I, what you gave it? Yeah. Oh. It's still a red okay. tomato for me. Okay. Like, it's not a green splat by any means. Because everything that I'm hearing from you sounds like you tossed it. No, no, not okay. at all. I'm just complaining. I'm just, I know that everyone is just nothing but great things to say about this movie. And I just kind of feel like I don't think the movie was perfect. Oh, man. Like, it, wasn't, it wasn't a 10 I'm out of 10. I'm just sorry. Like, from, like, what I'm hearing from you, it yeah. does not sound like a high-tasted review. It me. was a 10 out of a 10. And I'm just, focus I'm just focusing on the one thing that bothered me. Yeah. But it, I thought John Goodman's performance, I said it was a Tupperware in this review. Yeah. I mean, it's a Tupperware performance, you know? Sure. Like, I feel this, I don't Tupperware, you know. But am I crazy, though, Jay? Does it sound like Jake's, Jake's talking about this and it does not sound like a fucking high-tasted. Ah, it I, was, I, I know, it, it I, was a high-tasted, though. I mean, the, it was funny. It was super tense. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen next. I yeah. was super, it was super exciting. He's, he's picking apart one point. But that one point did leave a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth when all was said yeah, and done. And, and I didn't notice it at all. So, I mean, maybe going back, I'll notice it now that we've talked about mm -hmm. it. But overall, God damn it, this was amazing. I, yeah. I fucking this love got, this, this movie. As far as the critics are concerned, it got 123 fresh ratings and only 13 rotten. Yeah. I give it a fresh rating, too. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry. It just it, yeah. uh, like going back and listening to everything you said, it did not sound like that. So I mean, she is I like I said, just without this one scene, which is like two minutes of a scene, you throw it out. I'm giving this movie a Tupperware. You'll okay. have to talk to me. It's about just contradictory. Yeah. with what happens, and it's just kind of weird to me. Okay, like, I saw no flaws. There's plenty of this movie is mostly smart, but that one part just seemed it just seems sloppy to me. That there's I don't see any reason to even include that story. Okay, like no reason. There's no payoff. 
payoff to that story, if it's the payoff is that she's overcoming the way she used to be, the movie makes no effort. But to- there's there's a reason why she turns. You know what I mean? There's there's a big event, and that's why she she changes character at that point. That's when she makes the move to be somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not the character that we're accustomed to from the beginning. So basically, it's like they they, they set up this character the way she should be, mm-hmm. but it's like it's time for character development and time for character change. And that there's a scene that 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 she becomes the person that she she should have been the first go around when she was. I, I feel Just like the, a more frail character. She's Mary Sue from point from point A to point Z. I don't agree. I, I I agree at the beginning, but I feel like there's a turn where she kind of puts things. Well, either she is or she isn't. Right. The only time she isn't a Mary Sue is in the story she dictates to the audience. Okay. I don't agree with that. I don't know. I just didn't pick up on that at all. You know, I it, I see what you're saying, but I felt like logically the story explained where she is progressing through this through this movie i feel like it totally explained that with one event and then everything changed for her because she realized that that was reminiscent of her own you know shortcomings you guys you, you both like the movie just uh jake didn't like one part and, and i took her the and, fuck out of yeah. this you should see everybody should fuck i'm gonna I'll, I'll go see, i agree everyone should see this i'll go see this on tuesday yeah. it's you should definitely see it in the theater too okay, i don't I think it'll have the impact yeah, and i don't think you're shitting on it i think you have a good a, a good uh, viewpoint that I didn't see. So yeah, it's just I didn't I didn't expect. All it. I heard was him shitting on it. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't shit on the whole thing. I mean, it's because it's no. Yeah, he goes back to like, oh, I like John Goodman, but like every, everything. Else. I know. I said more than John Goodman. I said the movie was super tense. It yeah. had great jump moments. It was super funny. Yeah. The music was fucking astounding. The guy that does the music did the music for the Battlestar Galactica remake yeah. TV show. And he just like, oh, it's a career-defining music moment for him. What I think is absolutely brilliant about this is you can take any, like, Godzilla, whatever, horror, uh, uh, monster movie, and you could put it into the situation. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily that somebody's a monster in the situation. It's just that there are are clues to this is – God damn it. It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. Even there's a there's a room that she's in, right? Yeah. Okay, this is one thing. There's a room that she's in, and there's a door that makes this fucking noise every time they open it. Yeah. That, to me, was like the monster just, you know, yelling. If you're watching Godzilla, that's a monster, you know, roaring. It's a door. Okay, yeah. there's little things in that, and the whole movie is like that, where this is a monster movie. This is a Godzilla-type monster. No, I, I think you're probably talking about things that Jake likes, too, but Jake had, like, this one other... Well, and honestly, Brian, it, it's much easier for me to complain about the one thing I didn't like without spoiling this movie than it is for me to expound on what I loved about this movie right. without okay. spoiling this gotcha. movie. Okay. Yeah, I don't fault you at all, man. I understand. I, I see you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying now. It's just, like, listening to you, like, go on about I the movie. Can't, I can't I gush about the fantastic stuff about this movie okay. without... Like it's spoiling. Even, yeah, like my complaint doesn't really spoil the movie. Right? No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. But, but like, if I go, if I make my list of what was fantastic about this movie, can I be the tiebreaker next week? Then yes, sure. Okay. Yes, I, I'll watch it and I'll let you know my thoughts. And it's good because uh, what I'll do is I'll actually I'll watch the movie and I'll go back to, and listen to this conversation on the episode. Yeah, because you are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'll yeah. be. Like I said, I I loved this movie. It was a high tasted for me. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm trying to be 
like I'm trying to have my Tupperwares be fucking well blam. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And I don't yeah. want to sell my Tupperware short. Yeah. And when I yeah. when there's yeah. this one thing that yeah, really, Mockingbird uh, Part Two. Oh, it's, it is a Tupperware. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I it totally, was a great finale. Yeah, Sicario. Absolutely, man. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. I, I, did, I did not Tupperware Sicario. I know. I know. I'm mocking you. Yeah. Mocking Jake. And for the same mocking, reason. Mo- mocking Jake. I didn't two. Tupperware Sicario for the same reason because it just it. I was bored for a lot of it. I know. Mockingbird Part 2 is just fucking awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking it was. awesome. Oh, my God. What a fucking climax. I didn't Tupperware Part 1. It was. It, oh, man. It was so good. It, just, <laughs> it brought it all back home. But Sicario, yeah, right. It high taste it. <laughs> I know. I high taste you know it. The mean? biggest shit you could possibly give a movie. It's a high taste it. Well, no. I mean, when you, <laughs> no. I mean, no. When you're, when, you're, when you're comparing the pinnacle of success. Yeah. Mockingjay Part 2. Yes. To Sicario. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in one hundred percent. I stand by that. No, I, I mean, I know, I know you're you're trying to like no. mock me for the opinion, no, but no. I stand by that one hundred percent. This is not mocking Jake Part Two. Yes, this is not. No, don't you take it there. Don't you turn what I'm that saying. That is the way you're saying it, though. <laughs> I know. It's a hundred percent what you mean. <laughs> I, th- I know I am. I'm, try- I'm trying to get a rise out of you. I'm trying. No, it was a high taste. It. Yeah. This movie is an eight out of ten. Okay. For me, ten out of ten. It has to me. be a nine or has to be a ten to be a Tupperware. This movie's an eight out of ten. Mm. All right. Mm. Let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on from uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane into the uh, pop culture. Eight leftovers. Cloverfield Lane. let's move on to the pop culture leftovers news what no no Uh, did you guys have any more good pop bad pop uh jay go ahead uh dude i well i did uh i got about six episodes into young justice 2 this is real quick No, go ahead fucking amazing amazing this is i i just watched uh flash paradox uh flashpoint uh Paradox. Oh, nice! And then I watched. Isn't that great with Tom- yeah. Thomas Wayne? And, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. It's and then I watched Justice League War. Oh, nice! Yeah, this is better than any of those, and I fucking love those. Yeah. God damn it! I mean, th- this the way the characters evolve in a fucking cartoon amazes the shit out of me. The storylines. These these storylines could have stretched out forever if they would have continued this. Yeah. So it's a real shame that it's not on anymore. I hope to God they they do bring it back because this was great. I I was blown away. I could not stop watching it. Fucking Blue Beetle, Black Manta. I never fucking cared about that character before. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. And just the character development and the maturity of this show and the storylines, everybody should watch this. This is better than – and like I said, I love this too. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't watched enough DC animated films to really have a good gauge on it. I love those too, but this fucking far exceeded It's that. really good. Yeah. It's so good. It exceeded yeah. Justice League Unlimited for me, and I fucking love Justice League Unlimited. Wow, really? So, I mean, and you get that. You get Justice League in this. You get plenty of Justice League. Yeah, you do. Man, I am blown away by how good this is. So I, I'm glad that you brought that up. I w- it would not have been on my radar otherwise. So fucking thank you. I love this show. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way through back through it again too. Please do because I want to talk yeah. about it. I yeah. want to talk about it with you. It's so good, dude. Did you did you what did you want to talk about Flaked at all? Yeah, I watched that. I watched did that you? pilot. Okay. Yeah, I've watched the first four episodes of okay. Flaked. Okay. Um, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Will Arnett. That, mm. that I mean, I'm talking going back to fucking uh, you know. 
Arrested Development. Yes. Uh, I even went to the theater and watched uh, Let's Go to Prison. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big fan of Will Arnett. I'll support anything he's done. He has made some shit. I didn't like the Christina Apple uh, Christina Applegate series that he was in. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not enjoy that. I still stuck on it and mm-hmm. watched the entire se- series, but I was not a big fan of that. He's done some stuff that I haven't liked. But uh, I did watch uh, the first four episodes of Flaked. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, basically, Flaked is about uh, Will Arnett has uh, chronic dandruff. So, <laughs> is that for real? Yeah. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's about it's his character has chronic dandruff. It's uh, he's tried everything, head and shoulders. He's gone. He's tried medicated plus, Pert plus medicated treatments, things like that. He just he can't shake the flake. And that's like, that's really the theme of the show is like, his character's just, he can't shake the flake. Like, everywhere he goes, it just looks like fucking like Christmas town and shit. And this like, show sounds terrible. It's crazy. <laughs> like, if there's a gust of wind, you see, like, it's all special effects. I know, like, people that love Ghostbusters, the original, you don't see a lot of practical effects. Mm, practical it's effects. all CG dandruff. It's all CG dandruff. So I know, like, people that are bitching about, like, the CG ghosts and Ghostbusters probably will not like this. <laughs> but, but for me, I thought I thought they did a really good job with the, with the dandruff in this. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked I, for me it looked it looked realistic. It looked uh, you know what I mean like you know what I mean. I I don't know what to believe. You're taking this so far. Is this, <laughs> is this really the plot? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, it, you know uh, he's tried different concoctions. I he, I mean he's even like they they even had a part where you like mix Selsun Blue with Pert Plus. Right. Absolutely. And T like, T Plus. Yeah. <laughs> he called it Selsun Pert. <laughs> Per plus salsa. Yeah, and uh, he tried that. It did not work. Still, the dandruff, you know, and... Uh, a lot of dry humor. Dry. Dry. <laughs> as in, as dry in scalp. Dandruff and flakes, dry scalp. This, sh- uh, it's it's an interest. It's uh, You think it's like a weird take for a character. Like, let's talk about this character that's just been like, conf- like it conflicted his whole life with like, you know, chronic dandruff. Right. Yeah. Like, this is a crazy character to take on. Uh, but this this series does it in such a way that <laughs> I successful. really I, I, <laughs> I'm totally bullshitting you 100. percent That was a great bullshit. This has nothing to do with dandruff <laughs> at all. Uh, happy early April Fool's Day. But no, it has nothing to do. No. Fl- flaked has nothing to do with dandruff. I don't think there's any dandruff. Huh? Not even a little. Not even a little. Um, no. Not even a little. No dandruff at all in but, the series. Um, <laughs> it uh, it is a. Uh, it is a Will Arnett uh, vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, creators of this series are actually Will Arnett and Mark Chappell. It stars uh, uh, Will Arnett, um, David Sullivan as his buddy Dennis, uh, Ruth Kearney as London, who is just an absolutely gorgeous. <sighs> She's hard not to look at. She is a. <laughs> She is very attractive. I love her. Uh, yeah. Lena Esco as Kara or Kara. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Wisdom as George. I believe he's the cop. Uh, George Basil as uh, Cooler. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Mark Boone Jr., who I talked about yeah. earlier. Uh, from Sons of Anarchy, and he was also in that episode of uh, Last Man on Earth. Mm-hmm. He's in this. He plays Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said you watched the pilot. Just watched the pilot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me get this out there before you talk about the pilot. I tossed the pilot. Uh, yeah. Well, that I was gonna. That's why I wanted to talk to you about that. I didn't know if you had watched it anymore. I had only saw that you watched the pilot. So I watched the pilot. Mm-hmm. I was like, I fucking love Will Arnett. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know this show even existed. Yeah. So I saw that you had watched it. I was like, oh fuck, I'll check this. It out. It dropped on March 11th, mm-hmm. and so uh, what channels this on? 
Netflix. This yeah. is a Netflix original. I okay. think Will Arnett is basically making a living doing uh, Lego Batman uh, and then doing Netflix series like Arrested Development, Bojack yeah. Horseman, and now Flaked. Yeah. Uh, but, but it looks like Flaked is kind of like his baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tossed the pilot, man. Okay. Yeah, I, I am in agreement. I low tasted the pilot um, because I didn't know and en- I didn't know enough to fucking toss the series or anything. But I was like, this pilot wasn't that great. Yeah. The the humor and everything. This is this is for Will Arnett by Will Arnett. If you're not a big fan of Will Arnett, you're gonna fucking hate this. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed enough of it to where I didn't toss it. I thought this had potential. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how it plays out in the other episodes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's enough for me to watch it again. Watch more of it. So no, it's like the first episode. It's almost like he basically. It's like they got Will Arnett and like he's their big star. Yeah. And it's like he just like uh, it's basically like he let an idiot fucking do everything else. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Everybody else in the fucking pilot episode, subpar acting, mm-hmm. subpar uh, technical. Uh, <laughs> Horrible. Everything, te- technically, it's awful. Yeah. Really? Uh, cinematography's <laughs> awful. It's hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, even the audio, some of the lines just mm-hmm. feel like they're like like dubbed in or subbed in. It's weird. It's fucking weird. It just it's very awful. half-assed yeah. in a way. That yeah. pilot episode is such a rough watch so rough that I almost didn't want to watch the second episode. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, But being a fan of Will Arnett, I watched the second episode this morning and absolutely loved it. Awesome. Uh, even more so, I went to the third episode and loved that even more. Yeah. Got to the fourth episode and I'm just like, you know what? I cannot stop watching the show. It gets better. Okay. Um, uh, I am going to give this uh, series a very, very high taste. It. If not by the end of this, I'm going to Tupperware it. Okay. I am invested 100%. Uh, they they introduce new characters that you really start to like. Kirstie Alley mm-hmm. ends up playing. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, she plays uh, Dennis's mother in this. Okay. I haven't and, seen her in forever. Yeah. Uh, she's in this and she plays Dennis's mother and then it really starts to flesh out the character of Dennis in this. Okay. But um, Will Arnett's character basically, uh, let me just start it this way. They live in, he lives in Venice Beach. He rides around on a bicycle. And the reason is because this character 10 years prior to that was a, uh, an alcoholic, uh, went behind the wheel one night and uh, his big story when he does his meetings, he's like, uh, he, he's had, he's had sponsors yeah. and, and now he holds meetings for other alcoholics. His story is that one night when he was drinking, he hit uh, another driver and took someone else's life. A little kid, apparently, yeah. yeah. So, um, this is, uh, it, that first episode, they packed a lot into it. Yeah. They, 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 they show you a lot of different characters and I didn't feel like you really got to connect with any of them. I mm-hmm. thought they threw too much at you without really understanding like who anybody is. And, yeah. And it just felt like, like, like it felt like for me living in the Midwest and then showing these characters that are in Venice Beach, they live in such a different world than we do and they interact with each other in such a different way than we do yeah. that I didn't understand like where they were coming from. And he, he, he lives in this totally different life than I have. Mm-hmm. I think it really took me two to three episodes before I started to like figure out who these characters were and like how they interact with one another. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. How took- many episodes are there? There Eight. are nine episodes. Eight okay. or nine. Eight yeah. or nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I, uh, I, I, there's episodes that I Tupperware and episodes that I taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, high, uh, high taste. 
Uh, the first one I toss, the rest of them are, are high taste its and Tupperwares, but it, it's getting good. And this whole series might be a Tupperware by the time it's all said and done. I, I'm going to continue to watch this. Okay. I really enjoy it. It's something that you should stick with. I, I think you're going to see a huge improvement in the second episode. Okay. Uh, there's things that you can relate with, like, uh, the whole Dennis character. He's like, uh, he's, he, he wants this London girl. Uh huh. But on the flip side, there's more of like a spark between him and Will Arnett's character, uh, be- between her, between London and Will Arnett's character. There's yeah. a spark there. Right. And we've all had that with like, you know, with like women uh, where like uh, like this this certain girl, like she either she either likes your friend. You're trying to or, help your friend out. You're trying to. Yeah, you're trying yeah. to be you're trying. To, but on the flip side, you know that she's got a thing for you. Right. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So we've all been there. And I, I think this show does such a great job of showing that. Um, and it's also starting to flesh out the character Dennis when they bring in his mother. They introduce his mother. Okay. With she play, that's played by Kirstie Alley. Right. Um, I I am starting to really really enjoy Flaked. Cool. Well, because he's such an unlikable character in yeah. the pilot. He's he's like this sad clown, washed up dude that's trying to connect with the hipster crowd of venice yeah you know get in touch with the younger people and at the same time he's just this washed up fucking alcoholic that killed somebody yeah so yeah. it's hard it's hard to really latch on to that but uh, god damn i love will Arnett enough where i'm going to watch this regardless but that that's right. reassuring that once, it does once you get to episode four and they go to the spa and he really opens up okay to, he actually opens up to one of the characters about that um about that night okay and it makes you actually look at the character differently. Mm-hmm. Whether that whether you look at that character in a good light mm. or a bad light, that's your choice. That's your choice. Right. That's good writing. That's great writing. Yeah. You can look at that character and say, Okay, yeah, you've tried to better yourself and you but you still took a life. Mm-hmm. You're a drunk driving piece of shit and you still took a life. Yeah. Or you can look at that character and be like, this is the side of those people, those people that I hate, that I hate, that I read about. This is the the side of those people that I don't get to see. Right. And that's why it's so jarring, because you're not used to people like yes. his character is. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing's really tackled this mm-hmm. in this way, in my opinion, that I've seen. Yeah. And so it's your choice. You can You can either kind of like feel sorry for this character... 10 years removed from drinking or you can still think they're a piece of shit and that's up to you right. as the viewer. Well, my question mm-hmm. is if you're a viewer and you take the side that you think he's a piece of shit, will that deter from how much you like the show? I'm not 100% in love with this character yet, Jake. Okay. <laughs> so I'm still watching. Okay. Because when I was that because I'm start because as I'm be- between the first episode where they announced that he that he killed somebody, mm-hmm. They don't really touch upon it until the fourth episode, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. When he starts bringing it up again, I look at him differently. Okay. I look at him differently. Mm-hmm. Is it a is it a comedy? This show? It's uh, dark, okay. dark comedy. Dark. There are moments of comedy where mm-hmm. I, there's times where I laugh out loud. Yeah. Okay. But it's very dark, man, and it's got it's got dark subject matter, especially. Yeah, it sounds it. And so it's like I haven't not I have not made my mind up. Uh, about this character yet because i actually start to look at will arnett differently 
I haven't even heard. How do you guys hear about these new Netflix shows? That Netflix are- actually sent me an email. Oh, okay. So since I subscribe to Netflix, I'm on their emailing list. They I, sent me like, oh, was- you know, Netflix suggestions, and like they sent me like flaked, and so I was like, the very next day, I started watching the show. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I get on that list. I mean, I subscribe to Netflix and I have my email. I'll tell you what, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll leave it or forward it to you, or just text you. All right, cool. I would appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes I'm like, it's like three weeks later, I'm like, where'd this fucking Netflix show come from? Right, yeah, I wouldn't have known about it unless I saw his viewing history. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea about this even coming out. But it, it it is the ultimate, like, sad clown yeah. fucking story. It's like, yeah, there's humor in this, but it's like, man, should I be laughing at this situation well, or not? I, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean... uh you know, and it also deals a ton with like relationships. And, oh, absolutely. You know, he's got he's got something going on with this girl Kara, and then he's got uh, another uh, relationship going, a possible relationship with maybe London, because mm-hmm. there's definitely a spark between those two characters. Yeah. But then they also introduce uh, Heather Graham has a character, right? Oh, nice. Yeah. And so Heather Graham gets introduced into the series, and she is great. And you know what? Heather Graham is just still. She just looks. She's still stunning. She still is stunning. Fuck man. yeah! Just, yeah. just, a, just a gorgeous girl, and she's such a fantastic actress. I think she should get more, more roles in Hollywood. I think hopefully this series will kind of like put her back into the spotlight. Awesome. So you know, uh, you know, I'm going to continue to watch this. I cannot wait to watch all these episodes. I hope it gets a second season. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing like this. I've never seen anything like this before. Uh, and it, you know what? Honestly, uh, if you don't agree with my rating of this, that's Dude, I, I I 100% understand. This is a, this it's is not a, for everybody. Sounds like a hard show. It's a hard show. Yeah. I, I have not made up my mind about this character yet. There's there, because I don't uh, any like drunk driving and shit like that. That's it's pretty a, fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, and, and he's a fucked up dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it's hard to laugh. It really is, but you do laugh. Yeah, there are times. There's humor. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's a weird show. It's, it's a weird really show. weird. It's weird. Hmm. Definitely. So weird. yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I'm going to watch the rest of the get caught up with you at least. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to uh, unless you guys have anything else. Good pop, bad pop. Related. Nah, I'm good. Nope. All right, move on to uh, news. Hear ye, hear ye, read all about it. It's a lot of a news, and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangster as fuck, yo. It's gangster as fuck, yo. All right, looks like Will Arnett, he is not doing a series about dandruff now, but it looks like he's going to be doing... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was fucked up. Did you believe me for a second? You know, it was crazy. I, I did, like, the whole, like... At first, I was like, ah, Brian's making a joke. Yeah. And then it went on so long. <laughs> the long joke. I was like, you can't be dragging this joke out this long. It's, it's This show really has to be about dandruff. And then, and then again, I was like, no, he's laughing about it. He's just joking. And then he right. still kept going. <laughs> And I'm like, man, I, again, I think he's really, this is really the shit. <laughs> so I like, I like went like back and forth like twice on that. Dude, I was really trying to keep a straight face there. <laughs> yeah, like the one point you broke, I was like, oh, he's full of shit. Yeah, and then I, you went on for another like minute and I'm like, man, this yeah. shit is legit. Yeah. I started, I, I started, I started cracking a grin. Yeah. You saw it. Yeah. It came through. <laughs> it came through. All right, guys. Uh, early in the week and I actually, I posted this on, uh, Facebook because, uh, comic book resources posted this but they got this new story from showbiz spy okay yeah showbiz pizza oh yeah okay Show- oh, billy bob billy bob mm-hmm. yeah fucking uh what was uh what was the what was the grillin's name <sighs> no i don't remember that much they, oh what were they called they were called the uh rock explosion 
Right? The band? Yeah, I cannot the band remember from the Showbiz band's Pizza. Name. All I remember is Billy Bob. <laughs> they were called they were called like Rock of Fire Explosion or some shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to verify that for I'll you. I'll buy that. <laughs> the band was called like Rock of Fire and there was uh there was the little uh what was her name? The little the mouse. There was like a bird girl. There was a bird. They were scary. That's There's all I Billy know. Billy Bob. All animatronics are scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you hey, if you know what Chuck E. Cheese is, but before Chuck E. Cheese, yeah, there was Showbiz Origin, Showbiz Pizza, mm-hmm. which I think was far superior to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, be honest with you, dude. I fucking loved. Yeah, it was Rock of Fire Explosion. Fuck yeah, I man. know my shit. Shook Did my you, ass hey, off. Hey, of that. hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> there's a guy. There's a guy that actually bought. Uh, did you guys ever see the Showbiz Pizza fucking movie, the documentary? No, no. I'll I'll fucking let you guys watch. This I want to watch that. No, it talks about it talks about the um it talks about like Showbiz Pizza, how they came to be, mm-hmm. and it talks about the demise of Showbiz Pizza. And it talks about people that grew up with Showbiz Pizza that are still obsessed with it. There was a guy that actually was so fucking obsessed with it that he bought. Some of the last remaining showbiz pizza animatronic puppets. Oh wow! And it, he and he he put it up in his fucking basement. Number one, this guy's a fucking dork. Yeah, <laughs> a creepy dork. He's a fucking dork. But on the flip side, it's really cool because he can program these fucking animatronic fucking puppets mm-hmm. to do whatever he wants to with any music. So he actually takes like if you go to YouTube, you can watch fucking like you can watch the Rock of Fire explosion, like the gorilla and the fucking like the mouse and shit. Yeah. And they're fucking jamming out to fucking nine inch nails and rap music. <laughs> and this guy fucking he programs him to do this shit in his basement. It, it's dope. It's actually fucking cool as hell. I, I bet. That sounds cool. Yeah. I'll fucking I'll show you this shit when we take another break. Okay. Okay. This I'm down shit's with dope that. as hell. Yeah. But anyway uh, this has nothing to do with the news story. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about it. Right. I'll show you guys that fucking documentary because it's awesome. <laughs> okay. It's really cool. Is it short? Uh, it's about maybe it's it's kind of like uh, if you like uh, uh, Fistful of Quarters, The King of Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll oh, love God, it. I love that movie. You'll love this. Okay. You'll love this. Okay. I have it on DVD. I'll let you guys watch it. Awesome. Um, because it's part of our childhood. We, oh, we yeah. all went to show mm-hmm. this pizza right here in Peoria. I mm-hmm. loved it. I was pissed when they sold it to Chuck E. Cheese. There's a place that still has the animatronics, uh, the Showbiz Pizza animatronics still up. It's not called a Showbiz Pizza. It's kind of like, I think it's called like a pizza barn or something. It's like in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And you can drive there and you can still see all these characters that you grew awesome. up with. It's the one place that has it. Or you can hang out with this creepy fuck in his basement. <laughs> or just watch the documentary. Or watch the documentary. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, Showbiz Spy reports that Tim Burton gave this quote about Beetlejuice 2. Oh, yeah. The film is a go and has been approved by Warner Brothers team. We have talked with the cast members we wanted for the film, and they are all on board. This includes both Winona and Michael, talking about Michael Keaton. We have the script in hand. Everything is in place. All we need to do now is get ready to start filming. So that was uh, confirmed by Showbiz Spy. Well, moments later, we learned that a spokesman for Tim Burton told MTV News that Beetlejuice 2 is not in development. And also the filmmaker didn't even provide the statement to Showbiz Spy. So it was clickbait. Uh, Yes, it totally was clickbait. Fuckers. Bullshit. Yeah, Yeah, because he's got his plate lined already. Like he's I forget what the name of the movie he's doing now. But after that, he's doing the live action Dumbo feature for Disney. That's oh. still on the docket? Yeah. Still doing that? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. 
Like, guys, that's all I had for news. <laughs> I mean, that's really all I have. We're going to move into Marvel news next. Okay, that's we're gonna, cool. Wow. We're going to take a break, though. All right, that's cool. Fine. All right. You're not cooking. Yeah, dude. Pork chop sandwiches. Oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Go. Get the fuck out of here, you stupid idiot. Fuck, we're all dead. Get the fuck out. My God, did that smell good. Detected. There's no going and you tell me do things. I done running. G.I. Joe! Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're back. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Yeah, dude, so I showed you guys that fucking... It, yeah, the band's name from Showbiz Pizza was fucking Rockafire Explosion. Yeah, yeah great name. That's awesome. What was that? Uh, you look up... I, you just look up Rockafire Explosion, and then there's they, they do Lock It and Drop It, and then what's the other one? The best was the one you showed us, which was a, um, oh shit, who's singing that song? Fucking, uh, god damn it, I can't remember the guy's name. It's Usher. It was an Usher song. Yeah, Usher. Was, uh, up in this club or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit, where is it? No, not that. Oh shit, we're sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It snuck up on us. <laughs> that has a lot more meaning now. <laughs> yeah. And if you missed the premiere, catch up on Crackle. Ooh, Crackle. Ooh, okay. Crackle. Hey, you know what I was watching on Crackle? What? Uh, um, Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Oh, wow. I haven't seen that shit in forever. Damn. Check this shit out, dude. I was watching fucking Crackle the other day. It was a couple weeks ago, and they got fucking uh, Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Mm-hmm. The first episode, uh, it's got this new girl comes to the school. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's oh, not new girl, but uh, one, like Parker Lewis's best friend is like into this chick, and it's uh, Mila Jovovich. Oh, oh wow! But then like two days ago, two three days ago, I'm watching fucking uh, um, Married with Children, mm-hmm. and the foreign exchange student is Mila Jovovich. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Damn! Yeah. And escape her. She yeah. was hot back then. No, yeah, yeah she's still up, hot now. Oh, I know. But, like, yeah, wanted. If you look up uh, Rockefeller Explosion, um, Love in This Club, mm-hmm. yeah, here it is. Oh, it doesn't help. You need the visuals, though. You gotta have the fucking visuals in this shit. Oh, God, dude, the grill is all playing the fucking keyboard and shit. Yeah, it's awesome. The backup singers are amazing. Oh, God, if you grew up on Showbiz Pizza, man, if you fucking grew up in America on Showbiz fucking pizza... Dude, you gotta watch these. Fucking you should videos. post that link on, on our Facebook. It. Yeah, I'll post that shit this fucking week. That's man. amazing. Like Wednesday or Thursday, I'll fucking hit that shit up. All right, yeah. So uh, moving on from news, we're gonna move on. You know, we already talked Marvel, but we're gonna talk a little bit more Marvel news. So we got Marvel news this week. guys moving on to marvel news uh, i read an interesting article this week from cosmic boo uh cosmic boo <laughs> cosmic boo hey boo cosmic tits cosmic knockers cosmic knockers <laughs> i read a <laughs> nice one jake <laughs> i like the callback <laughs> 
Uh, read an interesting article this week from CosmicBookNews.com. Uh, take this article with a huge grain of salt, please. <laughs> I don't want people are going to get excited when I read this. When I read this, you, you know, there's going to be people out there that are just like, "Oh my god!" I'm going to flip this fucking table. Uh, when read this. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it's happening. I've been waiting my entire life for this. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! What is it? We're not sure. Here it is. I'm going to read it. We're not sure how legit this rumor is. That's how it starts off. That's always a good way to. Start. Oh, that's a good sign. We're not sure how legit this rumor is, but it's being said. Marvel. And Fox Studios are mending their relationship and are planning on an Avengers X-Men movie for 2020. Oh, shit. I'm flipping the table. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> Hold on to your drinks, guys. Uh, this rumor comes from Pete's Basement Facebook. <laughs> reliable, Swock. I'm putting the table back together. <laughs> totally reliable. <laughs> this news, uh, this rumor comes from, Pete, <laughs> from Pete's Basement Facebook page yeah. via Mike E. Sutton on Facebook. <laughs> oh, Marvel and Fox are in the process of making up, the post reads. They are currently bringing a movie to us by 2020. The movie would feature the Avengers and X-Men. In the comics uh, comments following the post, fans question the legitimacy of the information, with Pete's Basement offering up that Mikey Sutton owner of paper cuts in Seattle, Washington, is their source. What's, mm. what's paper cut? I have no, I have no clue. Idea. Is that like, a, like you get your hair cut there? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the paper cutterly. <laughs> the hair cuttery. <laughs> Sutton followed up by posting he thinks the big announcement will be made at next year's Comic-Con mm. as the deal is still going through. Won't be public until the deal is done, Sutton offered. Have a feeling they'll drop it in San Diego next year. Marvel and Fox have been reportedly at odds over the film rights to the Fox-owned Marvel characters Wolverine, X-Men, and Deadpool, Fantastic Four, with Marvel CEO Ike Perlmutter even going so far as to order the cancellation of the Marvel comics containing the characters, as well as not having Disney produce Fox characters for merchandise. Marvel Studios president and producer Kevin Feige stated about a year and a half ago that anything's possible and questioned about an Avengers X-Men movie. Quote, so I would say not anytime soon. Would we be in a position to team up with other studios that have a few, uh, a few of our characters because we have so many characters ourselves? But I would never say never, Feige said. Likewise, at one point, X-Men producer Lauren Schuler Donner stated she would be up for a crossover between the two franchise, uh, franchises as well. I would love it. I would love it, Donner said. I personally have close ties to Marvel because of Kevin Feige, because Kevin worked for me. But to take our characters and mingle them in the way they were written, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I Tupperware the idea. Like, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but... Are you trusting? I tossed the source. No, the source yeah. sucks. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this ah, is. Pete's basement. Uh, <laughs> reputable. Uh, 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 hair cuttery and yeah. uh, Mikey Sutton. Yeah. Trusted sources, but still. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Did I really say Mikey Sutton? Is that his fucking name? Mikey. Hey, Mikey. Yeah, gonna... We know that guy. Yeah, Mikey likes it. <laughs> we all know Mikey. <laughs> he likes anything. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. 
So no. I don't, I don't, I'm taking it with a huge grain of salt. Yeah. 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 Wow. Mm. I got fucking salt pellets for that news. <laughs> I, I, is it just the fact that Deadpool is such a success that we're reading fucking clickbait? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, probably. Or, yeah. I think these rumors are always going to exist until it, until someone big shoots it down or, or supports it. Mm-hmm. Do you think it, it, it could happen, though, eventually? Yeah, I could see it yeah. happening as like a last-ditch effort to fucking revitalize profits for superhero movies if they, stop, if they start dropping. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see it. One last big hurrah. Yeah, but I don't see this happening in Phase 3. No, I don't see it happening by 2020 by any fucking means. Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah, we're only four years away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Not till they've exhausted all of their options, I would say, probably. Yeah. I mean, by that time, we're going to have a new Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, are they? Uh, is Marvel going to have to reboot to introduce the X-Men? Hmm. Hard saying how they'll do that. Not with time travel and stuff like that. They don't necessarily have to reboot, but well, I mean, with the Fantastic Four, what they could it, what they could do with Fantastic Four is just basically it's like like uh, they could just show us like a newspaper clipping saying like uh, oh uh, these uh, these superheroes uh, they vanished from like 1963. Yeah, mm-hmm. they vanished from 1963, and like holy shit, like they've come back. But like the X Men, like. Mutants haven't existed in this universe up until now? Right. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, hard saying. I don't buy it, though. Yeah. I think it could happen in some far future. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, past 2020. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's move on. That's it. <laughs> I mean, we I mean, we pretty much spent our entire load uh, with Marvel News talking about uh, DC. Yeah. Uh, DC. Oh, God. Thank God we didn't do that. No, we're, no. With, uh, with uh, I'm, I'm drunk. Uh, with uh, fucking uh, Civil War. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I'm talking about let's move on to DC News. <laughs> Can we talk about Marvel News there? No. Okay. We, we, got, we got to talk about DC News. Okay. Oh. Last night, Batman destroyed Marvel boy. <laughs> right. And now the leftovers are going to destroy DC News. It's time for DC News, you fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> All right, starting off DC News this week, I got uh, DC emails. The first DC email comes from Joe Vitale. Hey, Brian, Jay, and Jake, quick email. On the last show, you mentioned Zack Snyder saying Jenna Malone wasn't Robin, Carrie Kelly, or Batgirl. I think he's being sneaky with his words. He never said she wasn't playing Barbara Gordon or Oracle. Mm. Personally, I think she will be playing Barbara Gordon pre-Batgirl Oracle, unless only unless on the rated R Blu-ray cut. Uh, the reason for the R rating is that it shows the Joker abusing, torturing, torturing or paralyzing Barbara, a la Killing Joke. Just a thought, Joe Vitale. Hmm. <laughs> I would hope they don't show that. I don't even want to see that in a rated R cut, to be honest with you. I don't need to see that. Yeah, I don't put it past um, Snyder being sneaky, too. We see all kinds of filmmakers and actors and actresses doing that kind of shenanigans. Yeah. Or denying one thing and then finding out later it was all a big foo-ha. I mean, yeah, I mean, we had fucking, uh, what's-his-face? Uh, Momoa? No, uh, dude that played Zod. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon. Talk, Shan, uh, Michael, Michael Shannon. Shannon. Yeah. Talking about how he's not playing fucking Doomsday. And he was. And he's fucking, one week he's saying, yeah, he's wearing flippers and he was stuck in a porta potty and couldn't get out. And next mm-hmm. week he's saying, I'm not playing Doomsday. Right. 
apparently he is. <laughs> I would not put it past Snyder to, yeah. to, to lie to the audience about what they will and won't see. Yeah. yeah. Whether or not it's the killing joke scene, I hi- I highly doubt that. Yeah, but is that going to make it rated R? Is that what's going to make this? I, it's that too, could if it was real. It's too much, though. I don't need that. No, no. I don't think anyone needs that. Yeah. That's the scene they're going to leave out, that that's what's going to make it rated R? That's fucked fa- up. Oh, I, we know Jenna Malone was cast in the movie. Yeah. They're going to leave her out. I can understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. That like the reason they'd leave her out is because of a fucking scene like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can I can understand that, mm-hmm. but I don't know. What are uh, you guys thinking? I mean, I don't see that. I think I well, mean, then who the fuck is Jenna Malone playing? I'm not arguing. I just want yeah, to fucking I know she still could be playing Batgirl, and he's lying to us, and we're, we're also not going to get the Killing Joke scene. Yeah, I, I think a little bit of ba- of both things, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see bringing that character in that way at what, all. What, what, what makes what what makes this a rated R cut? What are they kicks leaving to out? the head? Kicks to the head, <laughs> like MMA. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know if that's the ticket. Kicks, Superman man dropping hella f bombs. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck Batman. all you people! <laughs> Go fuck yourself with that kryptonite. <laughs> Kryptonite the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would, what would make it rated R. I don't. I have no fucking clue. But I don't think that's the scene. I don't think they're doing that. God, I mean, that's such a. Uh, I mean, it's so controversial that like when when the book came out, it's like Alan Moore didn't even expect it to be canon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it you know people took to it so much that you know it became canon. Yeah, bunch of sickos. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, it's just it's just the epitome of what the Joker could do, taken to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. So, like, whether or not they feel like they need to do that in the movie universe, I personally don't think it's necessary. But maybe he does. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but like, how much are they going to be pulling from from uh, that source material? I mean, we really thought, you know, going into this, that they were really going to take from, uh, you know, the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, mm-hmm. really doesn't sound like they're going to take that much from it. Right? No, no. Other than Superman and Batman fighting, fighting. each other, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Are, is Joker even slated to be in this movie? Not that I know of. See, that's the thing. You know, I thought the first appearance of Joker was actually going to be in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. That we were going to get Batman in that movie. I thought mm-hmm. that's like the only tie-in. I didn't think that we were going to get, that they were going to, you know, oh, we're, we're, we're cutting scenes from Batman v Superman that are actually going to have uh, the Joker involved. Right. I didn't think that. Uh, the only thing that made me think of the Joker was the graffiti. You know, with the graffiti on the Superman statue, false god. It looked like the same writing that was used on the Robin suit. Joke's on you, haha, Batman. I was thinking Riddler. Yeah, isn't there some cheeky line about clowns in one of the trailers? Because there's graffiti uh, that shows, like, the question mark, too. Okay, I didn't see that. Okay. Right? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. That's possible, too. Hmm. Immediately made me think of the Robin suit, and I thought that was Joker graffiti, and he's still doing it in the... You know, Batman, Superman. Yeah, what about this fucking Jason Todd fucking rumor that fucking uh, Joker's Jason Todd? I fucking hate it. I I highly doubt he's Jason Todd. What did you say, Jake? Well, isn't there a a cheeky line about there being clowns that, like, one of the characters says in one of the BVS trailers? He was talking about people dressed in masks. 
I don't. I don't remember. I, I, I think I, I inferred that too, though, that he was talking about the Joker. Yeah, yeah. I think they they imply that the Joker exists in this world, but we don't ever see him. Too many clowns dressed in masks. Yeah, was the line that was to the effect. That's not yeah. the exact line, but yeah, yep. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know shit. I so. hope not. I fucking hope not. Yeah, what are we fucking Pete's basement? <laughs> A trusted source, <laughs> like Pete's basement. Hey, my name's not Mikey Sutton. Yeah. <laughs> what are we fucking paper cuts? <laughs> uh, yeah, get fifty percent off your first visit. <laughs> Supergirl has been renewed for season two, guys. Wow, nice. Yeah, you guys, are you guys enjoying the series? Still not watching. Love it. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, you fuck you, Jake. <laughs> you ain't watching this shit. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm two episodes behind. Okay. Right. But I have been watching the entire series and absolutely, really, I, I've been enjoying it quite a bit. I'm going to watch it, yeah, at some point. For I, sure. I think I'm going to skip ahead and watch the uh, Flash Supergirl race episode. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Flash episode, we got the synopsis for the March 28th episode, which will be the Supergirl Flash crossover. Have you guys, uh, have you guys read the mm-hmm. crossover uh, synopsis? I've not. I just saw like the poster for it. Uh, it is called World's Finest. Uh, here's the synopsis. Kara gains a new ally when the lightning-fast superhero The Flash, played by Grant Gustin, suddenly appears from an alternate universe. Mm. So yes... This, it's an alternate universe. Guys. Okay. So they're okay. not set in the same universe. That's cool. Uh, and helps Kara battle Sioban, a.k.a. Silver Banshee, mm. and Livewire in exchange for her help in finding a way to return home on Supergirl Monday, March 28th, 8, 9 p.m. on CBS Television Network. So um, it looks like Grant Gustin's going to be helping... Uh, Kara fight uh, Silver Banshee. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, I think that uh, she's going to need him because Silver Banshee, that character, she can uh, she can uh, basically kind of like move through sonic waves and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know anything about that character. Yeah, it's it, originally uh, Silver Banshee is like a Superman um, foe. Okay, but has made appearances in the Supergirl comic, so I think it makes sense here. Um, but I think it's like, uh, that character kind of, kind of like, kind of like, I guess kind of like a, uh, like electro kind of like move real fast Mm -hmm. through like, uh, it has like, has like a banshee scream at a higher sonic wave, but can also move through sonic waves or whatever. Okay. So maybe flash is like the way to kind of keep up with that character. I don't know if it's more like, I think like the, the, the poster actually just pays homage to that cover. I don't. Right. Know, I don't think they're gonna really gonna be racing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I Look think cool. it's, I think it just pays pays homage to that classic, you know, mm-hmm. fucking like uh, Silver Age comic. Yeah, I liked that poster. I liked it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm really looking forward to the crossover. Yeah, I, I wish I was caught up enough. I, I think I'm gonna watch it regardless of how caught up I am on that. But yeah, I'll definitely be checking out that episode. Flash is the only character that's showing up from the CW. So okay, don't, don't expect to see like you know Cisco or Caitlin or you know Joe or Iris or any of those characters. It's going to be all Supergirl characters. You know, uh, with Jimmy Olsen mm-hmm. and Wynn and. Uh, all those characters. Um, it's just going to be Flash that's entering this universe. Cool. I'm down with that. That's cool. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. That, that it's getting a second season, too. Yeah. Yay. 
How far? Are they, how, <laughs> how far are we in on the on the first season? Are we almost done with that? Almost done. Yeah, okay. with the March, the Flash thing's the finale, and it's at the end of March, right? Yeah, March twenty uh, eighth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think we've only got uh, you know maybe a couple episodes left. Okay. You gonna go to the panel at C two E two? Yes. Yeah. I probably will. Uh, I I definitely I wanna I wanna I wanna meet Melissa Benoist and then her co star co star. So uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. That is that'll be neat. I'm a big fan, man. Uh, like I had a lot of problems with kind of like her acting at the beginning of the season, but mm-hmm. um, she has had a couple roles where um, she Martian Manhunter. Uh, Martian Manhunter actually uh, actually like kind of like uh, changes his appearance to, mm-hmm. to look like her as uh, uh, Kara, mm-hmm. and uh, when he when when he does that, she has to act like the character. Mm. And she does such a good job. Okay. That's cool. I think she's got a pretty good range, man. That's okay. always a good test when that kind of shit yeah. happens. I think her the, the weakest. I think the weakest part of her performance where she's gotten better. I think she's great when she's kind of like playing Kara. Mm-hmm. I think her weakest performance when she started out was actually being Supergirl, being mm-hmm. the hero and throwing punches and doing the action choreography. Yeah, she's gotten better at that. But I think like she's really good at playing different characters and being kind of like a kind of like a goofy character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. All right, guys. Uh, other DC news: J.K. Simmons has been cast as Commissioner James Gordon for Justice League, according to the Hollywood Reporter. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> are we rating this? We can. Yeah, I, I toss this actually. Okay, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. It's not just the um, oh, he played you know Jonah Jameson in Spider Man, and yeah. now he's Commissioner Gordon. I don't know. It just the whole thing seems ridiculous. This is a Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. How much time do we have for Commissioner Gordon in a Justice League movie? Just w- apparently a lot if we're hiring fucking J.K. Simmons. Well, hold on. Al- let's, let's leave that aside then. Like, what if this was just a Batman movie and they cast uh, J- uh, fucking J.K. Simmons as, uh, you know, Commissioner Gordon? I like that a little better. It, it becomes a taste it, but I'm not, like, blown away by this by this at all. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like... I want Commissioner Gordon to seem a little bit more like street smart mm-hmm. and like be able to like hold his own. Like if like three thugs approached him in the fucking alley, I want a guy so that you, I, you t- you're tossing this. I, I toss it as now in, okay. in your example, if it's in a Batman movie, yeah, I'll taste it. Okay. I like it a little bit better. Fair enough. But mm. I don't know. It just seems silly. I think he's a great actor. I love JK Simmons. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. I just think it's not good casting. Yeah. Jay, I I taste it. I mean, I I fucking you know. Don't get me wrong. I love Gary Oldman. I think that's a hard ghost to live down. Is his portrayal of Commissioner Gordon was fucking spot on, perfect for me. So this is hard. This is hard for somebody else to step in. I don't know who else would fill that uh, that spot, but I, I think he's a good choice. I, I I mean, I think there's worse choices than him. So it's a taste it. I'm not tossing it. I'm not Tupperwareing it. I'm not excited about it necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Commissioner Gordon is, you know, to me, is just as regarded as Batman. So yeah. I, I I need him to be a respectable character, and I need them to do it right. Yeah. Um, He kind of has a look. I think he could do it. I think he could pull it off given the right material. So I'm not totally tossing that. Yeah. I low taste this. Mm-hmm. I low taste this. I love J.K. Simmons. Loved mm-hmm. him as uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, me too. Uh, loved him in Whiplash. Um, I uh, I love him in the uh, the fucking uh, the, the the farmers commercials. <laughs> 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 Was it farmers insurance? Or yeah. Bump, 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 bump. 
<laughs> we are farmers. Yeah. Bum, ba, da, bum, bum, bum. I love him in those. Fantastic. Tupperware yeah. all the way. Tupperware those yeah. commercials. They're absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> but I low taste this. I think there are better choices. Actually, uh, one of our tweets was from Special Kale, mm-hmm. who, who I've banned recently. Thank mm-hmm. God for that. But he had a good tweet. And he said, "He did, yeah. Wow. yeah. He had one good tweet. One good tweet. Uh, out of all, like maybe twenty tweets that we received in this past week, there was one good one. So, Diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. Yeah, there was one shiny turd <laughs> that stood out all, over all the other fucking uh, stenchy fucking bullshit fucking tweets that he sent us this week that I fucking kind of like glazed over real mm. quick." But one of them was good, and he was like, you know who I thought they should have... I think it was Special Kale. That's how unmemorable you are. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I think he said... I think he, he was like, you know what? And like, this is something we've talked about in the past. There, there's an actor who's been kind of like wanting to be in one of these movies. Mm-hmm. And he said he didn't want to be the Nick Fury and blah, 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 blah. He wanted to be a superhero. But you know what? I think this character... I think I think Tom Hanks would have been a great Commissioner Gordon. Oh, yeah. He could pull it off. Oh, around. yeah. But Even, then again, it's like if it's a Justice League movie, like how much meat is anyone going to have to chew on as Commissioner Gordon? Yeah, but it's Justice League Part 1. Yeah. How much meat are they going to have in Justice League Part 2? I mean, it's a Justice League movie. I know. It's a Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. It's an older Commissioner Gordon, too. I mean, it's older, older Commissioner Gordon. Mm. So you got to keep that in mind too. It's an older Batman. Yeah, but 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 like I understand it makes more sense to like kind of like introduce the character in a Batman movie. Yeah, it really does. Oh yeah, yeah for sure, totally, for sure. They're, yeah, but I'm, I'm just talking about. I, I'm not even talking about like where we're going to introduce him. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about the actor. Yeah, I'm just talking about like just like who we're casting as Commissioner Gordon. I think there's better choices than J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. He just doesn't have the build for me to be Commissioner Gordon either. Like, he just doesn't seem like, I don't know. Not yeah. a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I see Commissioner Gordon as someone Alfred's that, a better choice than fucking Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. I just see him as someone that could really hold their own if, like, push came to shove. And I yeah. I just don't see J.K. Simmons as being a guy that could get in like into a fisticuff with some motherfucking thug it, in the street. It, it seems to me like he's not a major player in oh, this. Oh, hold on, hold on, know? hold on, hold on. Have you seen Whiplash? No. Look at J.K. Simmons' arms and fucking Whiplash. Yeah. Holy I mean, you see him, like, jumping over a car and taking someone fucking down and shit. Like, I, I just don't know. It just hold seems... on. Like I said, watch Whiplash yeah. and look at the build on J.K. Simmons in that fucking movie. I'll be honest with you. Like, like the, he's, he's like a... He's a drummer in that movie. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's like a drumming coach. Mm-hmm. His arms, he, he, he he's in great shape. Oh, I'm sure he is. He really is. Like, J.K. Simmons is in great shape. I'm just talking about, like, I, for one, yeah, I'm kind of blinded by him as J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to see Marvel bring him back as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. And I think that there could be, like, a, I think there's a better choice for uh, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. And as great of an actor as he is, like, he's got such an iconic voice mm-hmm. that's not going to go away when he's playing Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Like, it's it's going to be hard, like, to shake. 
Yes. The J. Jonah Jameson thing. Yeah. They, uh, well, they're probably going to throw glasses on him mm-hmm. and, and give him some hair and mustache. shit like that. And mustache. <laughs> yeah. Like trench coat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah trench but coat. I was thinking the only thing that would be cool about this, and I joked about this on Facebook, was that if they cast Gary Oldman as J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> oh, fuck. I joked about it on Facebook. Like, if they just did a flip-flop, I think that would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. for I'm sure. I'm cooler with that, honestly, than I am... Um, J.K. Simmons playing Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, my dream casting right now at this point in time would probably be Tom Hanks. Yeah, I think Tom Hanks. After watching like Bridge of Spies. Oh and, fuck. Yeah, I, I could see I could see Tom Hanks kind of like uh, carrying uh, basically like making Ben Affleck look better mm-hmm. as an actor. <laughs> right. It, it, Oof, it, that's it, hard work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if anybody can do it, it's fucking. If it's Tom Hanks, though, mm-hmm. if he can carry Ben Affleck in a fucking scene between those two, right. Better than I think J.K. Simmons could. Yeah, I could see that. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like Jake, I'm in total agreement. I, when they said that he's gonna, when I first read this, when they said they're gonna introduce him in Justice League, yeah. I was like, okay, so, okay, just, is the majority of this going to take place in Gotham? I, I don't understand this. Yeah, that makes very little sense. It, that seems the last place this movie would take place at all. Right. Yeah. Like, that, anything going on there, Batman can take care of himself. Yeah, he well, doesn't need fucking Superman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman in Gotham. What about a Batman solo movie? Why not do that? But that I, that's what it feels like, right? It feels like... The string that's going to be tying these together is a Batman solo movie at the end of it. But it's a Justice League. Film. I know, but it still feels like if they're going to bring Commissioner Gordon into this, it feels like we're setting up for Batman solo movies. Yeah, but when I read the Justice League comic, I'm not reading. No, like, I'm I, not reading a bunch of shit about Commissioner. Gordon. You're not wrong, but this is the somatic thing this is what they're setting up they're setting up for the ultimate prize in their mind which is the batman solo film it just seems like they're jumping to the whole justice league thing too fast and to me this is even more proof of that that we have to introduce fucking commissioner gordon in a justice league movie <laughs> give me the fuck, well, I mean, the fuck out of here i know but yeah i mean look at suicide squad batman's in suicide squad i mean this is in, all in what i think is going to be a flashback scene yeah but this is all batman Remember Batman, because he's going to have his own movie. It makes yeah, way more sense that Batman would be in a Suicide Squad movie. Why do you think... Okay, oh, oh, Jay, Jay, you know what? I don't... You know what? I really don't... I don't care about this Justice League movie. It's just the culmination of all these characters that have been around for the past 75 years. <laughs> but now that you've told me that fucking James Gordon's going to be in the movie, <laughs> yeah. I'm there day one. Right. <laughs> no, it's not... Thank it's, God. <laughs> Thank God, thank God, thank God fucking Commissioner Gordon's going to be in this movie because I was not planning yeah, on watching but it. But the draw isn't Commissioner Gordon. The draw is Ben Affleck's fucking Batman series. That's what the draw is. And that's, that's, that's what they're, the that's what they're the, shooting for. The draw should, should be the culmination of all the It should be. It should be. There's two of these movies for I understand sake. that. I'm not fucking ignorant. I'm saying it should be that, but it's not. That's why Commissioner Gordon is even a fucking player in this other movie. No, no I, it doesn't I, I make sense. It doesn't make sense unless you think about it in that term. Zack Snyder's not doing that Batman movie, and there's no way as fuck he's making a two movie advertisement for a Ben Affleck. Solo he's Batman not, but fucking Warner, the, the movie studios are making that. He, Zack Snyder, yeah, Zack Snyder isn't setting up the Batman movies. It's the fucking studios. Mm-hmm. This is all about Ben Affleck's fucking Batman film. This is not necessarily about Justice 
Justice League. And that's why Commissioner Gordon... If it's not about Justice League, then why is he in it? Exactly! It's not! But Justice League is on the table. Like, it's gonna... Like, Batman isn't even, like, on the table yet. Like, there's no... Oh, it's It's on the fucking table! It's not, though. It's not. Justice League Part 1 and Justice League Part 2 are on the table. Batman is not. To the to uh, to the normal fucking movie audiences, yeah. But just like Marvel, this is set out way in advance. So their plan is to capitalize on Beneflex Batman. Yeah, but we know what the next three to four Marvel movies are, mm-hmm. and we know what the next few DC movies are, and th- none of those are Batman. It's Justice League Part One and Justice League Part Two. <sighs> I disagree, man. I I understand what you're saying. I know that's what to the casual viewer they're setting up, but. To introduce James Gordon and have all these Batman tie-ins to fucking Suicide oh Squad is, is this the first, and everything else. Is this the first appearance of Suit J? <laughs> yes, my <laughs> Suit J. The symbionite has taken over. I just don't see what that, that's the draw. Oh, shit. I can't wait for that Batman. I know, but to now. you, to you, to you and me and Brian, yeah, we don't get it. But to the average movie audiences, Batman is still the freshest thing they remember from the DC universe, and that's what they're trying to capitalize on. And they're trying to capitalize on Beneflex Batman. From day one, they're like, oh, Beneflex is fucking phenomenal in this. He defines Batman in this. Yeah. From day one, before we saw anything. They've got Ben Affleck in this movie. Focus on that. We don't need to see fucking Jim Gordon in the film. I know. I know. Yeah, Why is Jim Gordon in there? It's kind of a weird fucking puzzle piece to put in that puzzle, but the only way it makes sense to me is fucking Batman I mean, solo movie. They should try to propel one of these characters whose movies need to be propelled. Like, a Batman solo movie is going to make money. It doesn't need a two-movie advertisement from Justice League. Well, in their mind, though, what's the biggest money maker out of all the members of the Justice League? Batman. Why not make more money makers, though? Why? I know. I know. I, you're talking total sense. I fucking yeah. understand. Okay, 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 yeah, before, like, uh, the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe started, like, who would you think, like, your biggest moneymakers are? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Hulk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, who is it now? Iron Man. Iron Man. Thank you. Total difference. Iron Man 3, $1.3 billion. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh... Yeah, I, you're saying that they're banking too much. We've on- said it on this show. We have all said that Ben Affleck was kind of the new Robert Downey Jr. for the DC universe. They were going to capitalize on him. Yeah, and that's what they're doing. Yeah, but 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 to introduce Jim Gordon into a fucking Justice League movie, which mm-hmm. I think stands alone with just the team culmination, you don't. It should. It makes no sense to introduce Jim Gordon into that film. I know it doesn't make sense. It makes zero sense. Yeah. I understand that. Batman being yeah. in it alone. <laughs> can help propel a Batman movie. You know, it, it depends on who, uh, how the performance is, though. You know, it's yeah. not just Batman himself. He could ruin the whole fucking movie too. I agree. So they're banking on the success of that, and they have said that. That's not. I'm not pulling out of thin air. They have said that. So I think that's just the studios trying to bank on the Batman I just franchise. Don't, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I. I I, I see your point. It's just I don't understand like why we have to introduce James Gordon into a Justice League movie. I don't know. I don't think it's the studio either. I honestly think just the way we've seen what Zack Snyder's done with BVS, he's just got the fever where he has to introduce fucking 15 new concepts in every fucking movie. And I'm sure he himself was like, I'm going to get a big name to play Commissioner Gordon. I don't think the studio forced his hand on that at all. I don't know. I don't know if it, if, if it was his decision or the, the foresight of the studio. I mean, this is after the fact. People have already seen it in that field, so I don't know. I don't know. 
It just seems to me like they're always been banking on Batman. All the talk has been on Ben Affleck's Batman from day one, and now they've changed it. After the new trailers, now they've changed it to, oh, Wonder Woman steals the show. So maybe that maybe that viewpoint has changed, but I don't know. It just seems to me like they're banking on the franchise of Batman because that is the proven formula. It's a studio. They don't give a flying fuck about what fucking fans think. They just want the money. So Batman is the next logical progression. So that, that's all I'm saying. Whether or not it's logical or a good idea, yeah, I agree with you guys. I don't think it's the best thing to do. Yeah, I think it's kind of fucking silly, whatever. but... Suit Jay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> fucking Suit Jay. I've been to Wall Street too long. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they're using these two Justice League movies just as, to propel just a Batman movie, that just seems ridiculous. Mm, I don't know, man. It's proven. That does seem ridiculous. Like, like with the Marvel movies, I'm not trying to compare these to Marvel movies. With the Marvel movies, like the individual films propel the 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 event films. Yeah, it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah. For these movies to be like a vehicle to propel a Batman movie seems fucking idiotic. Yeah, it seems like a step backwards. Yeah. It, absolutely. Why would you waste so much time propelling a Batman movie, which doesn't even really need it? Does, thank you! It doesn't fucking need it! What needs it is fucking Wonder Woman and Aquaman, Aquaman. and The Flash. Flash. And yeah. Especially Flash, because people are so fucking in love with Grant Gustin. Yeah. Yeah. People still can't accept the fact that Grant Gustin's not going to be in these fucking uh, cinematic movies, which I don't agree with those people. Yeah. I don't agree with you. Uh, it, you know what? You know what? All you fucking people that want Grant Gustin in the fucking films, you're going to fucking ruin your fucking great thing that you got going on on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to fucking ruin it if it's tied down to these goddamn fucking movies. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your fucking TV show. Because once your TV show has to fucking rely on these fucking cinematic movies, then you got a bullshit show called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> so shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and just enjoy. And no, I'm on the same team as you. Yeah, I'm saying shut the fuck up, but I'm saying it in a loving way. Mm-hmm. I'm like your mother. I'm like your fucking trailer trash mother. You're going to hurt yourself if I'm, you go down that yeah, road. Yeah. yeah. I'm your fucking trailer trash mother saying shut the fuck up. I'm going <laughs> to feed you I'm going to feed you fucking corn dogs and you're going to fucking like it. I love corn dogs. Yeah, oh, those exa- are that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm your fucking trailer trash mom. And you know what? There's no nutritional value in these fucking corn dogs. No. There's no electrolytes. <laughs> You're not going to get any fucking branch amino acids in this fucking shit. shit. Chopping some science. Exactly. <laughs> no, you, you're not going to get any nutritional value out. What do I, but you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. It's going to taste good. You know good. what? Yeah, but if I fucking if I fucking mix that in with a fucking cinematic universe, you're not going to like it. Yeah, it's like yeah, you want Grant Gustin to p- fucking be recognized for for what he's done for the Flash character. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He's getting recognized right now. Yeah, he's getting it. Yeah, he an eight season show is good enough recognition. Absolutely, that's what you fucking want. Yeah, you don't want you don't want these movies because we don't know what we're gonna get out of these movies. You don't want these movies to ruin. Yeah, what you've got going on in the show. Mm-hmm. So so chill the fuck out. Yeah, we're not gonna see fucking Stephen Amell's Oliver Queen in the cinematic universe, and <sighs> you know why? Because we don't want it to fuck it up. <laughs> well, that would be okay. That would be okay. And we don't want to. See, we, you know, I. It's. It, we don't want these to be tied in. We don't want them to be beholden. No. So let Ezra Miller have his shot at the Flash. Don't. Don't. 
worry about that. Yeah. It's, it's fucking stupid. We've got something good going on in the CW. Don't fuck it. Don't let these fucking studios fuck that up. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Just because he's not in the fucking movie doesn't take anything away from this great show that we're watching. I'm still watching a good goddamn show every fucking week on the CW, Jay. Absolutely. And, and I don't need these movies to change everything. I agree. I agree. So don't worry about that. Don't think anything less of your fucking CW show. Mm-hmm. Because I'm every week, every week I'm watching something good. I, I let Ezra. If you know what, if Ezra Miller does a great job as the Flash, fantastic. But you know what, if he fucking, if he fucking, honestly, if the fucking, if the movie sucks, if it was Grant Gustin in there, yeah. Why would you want to fucking hurt him? I, I don't I, I don't ever want those shows to be I don't ever want to have to think about what's going yes. on in the movies when I'm watching those shows. Exactly. Those shows can tell a story better in my opinion yes. in some ways. Absolutely. Because they can stretch it out. Exactly. And there's actually a simple way to easily connect them if you ever wanted to. I mean the flash deals so much in alternate realities. Yeah, exactly. That then yeah. then they both can exist in the same fucking universe. It's mm-hmm. just it's different alternate realities. Yeah. Exactly. And maybe like ten years down the line if both are hits. You can have Ezra Miller pop up on the show, or have Grant Gustin pop up in the movie. It'll never happen. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. That'll never happen. But I, I, I just don't understand. This. I'm just saying it wouldn't, it wouldn't bog one down. Yes. it wouldn't slow one's plot down exactly. to do it that way. Exactly. I just don't understand the people that are just so adamant on like, what? Uh, I love Grant Gustin so much. <laughs> I love. That's how they talk. <laughs> I, love, I love Grant Gustin so much. He's my flash. I love him so much. So why can't he be in the movies? Because I love him so much. I, lo- I love Grant Gustin. They're like that fucking Looney Tunes character that like hugs the fucking, like the little fucking. Uh, I love him and I'll squeeze him. I, I love him and I'll squeeze him and I'll hold him. And like they're killing him. Yeah. Are these people really out there? Yeah, no. These are. Yeah. No, they're like, they, they love Grant Gustin so much that they're holding him and they're squeezing him but they're squeezing him so tight that they're killing him jay yeah i agree and so that's the thing it's like i think they just leave him separate yes. man. just let him fucking have let him do his own thing in the fucking show don't make it be beholden to this fucking cinematic universe yeah absolutely because we got a great thing going on it's with fucking, this fucking fantastic show please don't change it don't change no it. uh-uh god people chill the fuck out <laughs> god people just i don't understand it i know and the whole fucking like uh we got to see all the fucking marvel netflix mo- fucking characters in the fucking movies too yeah i don't need to see yeah don't, I, don't fucking ruin don't ruin my netflix corner of the marvel universe right. it's so goddamn good i don't want to have to see them fucking characters fucking take take a back seat mm-hmm or 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 look fucking stupid in a fucking uh, wisecracking Marvel movie. They'll look man. out of place. It's not the same thing. Exactly. It's dude. not at all. Yeah. So it's good fine. enough that they they nod that they both take place in the same universe. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. Yeah. You know, we know that these events happen. They they reference Thor. They reference the Chitari. We know it happens. Yeah. But you know what? Let's keep Hell's Kitchen separate. Yeah. Let's keep it fucking badass, man. Let's keep it fucking badass. Because yes. in all honesty, man, I didn't see a lot of badass and fucking Ant-Man. <laughs> no. You know, no, I'm, I'm, you know, oh, yeah, so you got a villain who's flicking sheep around in a fucking little tube. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's badass, I guess. But on the flip side, you got fucking dope-ass fucking uh, kingpin. Mm. You know what I mean? Slamming somebody's and head now, in a car now, door. Now you're going to have fucking Punisher fucking blast the motherfuckers in the head, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. What about badass Thomas the Tank? If I can train and Thomas the Tank, that little motherfucker. He was badass with his badass smiley face. I'll show you a funny picture of Thomas the Train here later. Oh, all right. Fucking like, I'll actually post that shit on fucking Facebook. Okay. I'll post it on Facebook. We got. Uh, let's move on to Star Wars news. Oh yes, DC news is over. It's over. Star Wars news. <laughs> Well, and this bitch, I want to drive. I want to go home. What am I saying? We don't have to record next week. Oh yeah, I'm done. Yeah, we're done forever. Yeah, <laughs> forever. This is it. <laughs> all right, uh, Star Wars news this week. Uh, nothing. All right, and just like all good left, I'm fucking with you. Uh, we got a Star Wars email from Eric Grubb, our buddy Eric Grubb. He's been on the show a couple times. Yes. He says, gents, all this talk about Ezra and various Rebels characters being in the sequel trilogy has made me think. Honestly, I doubt we would ever see any of them in Episode Eight or Nine. I just don't. Maybe a name drop at the most, but that's about it. But then I started thinking about Rogue One. If my timing is right, Rogue One should be taking place about three years from where we currently sit with Rebels. It seems very plausible to me that the Ghost and at least some of its crew would still be alive and part of the Alliance. My money would be on Hera being one, uh, being the one to make an appearance or have uh, the name drop due to her rank and position already. But who knows? They might have done now. Uh, but who knows what they might have done now that filming is all done. And all the post-production work is underway. Also, have fun at C2E2. I planned on going this year to see some of my 501st buddies that live in the Chicago area. But, you know, things got complicated with the new baby. Uh, it's been on my list of shows. I'd really like to go for a while. I'd really uh, like to go for a while. Uh, laters uh, from uh, Grub. That's too bad. Yeah, one of these years you'll have to make it up there, Grub. That'd be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I really want to meet him, dude. So, um, what are you guys thinking? I mean, he's saying that you know the it kind of works in the timeline that we might see some uh, Rebels characters. We still won't see it. Absolutely no. not. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> People are gonna make it up too. They'll be like that little speck on the corner of the screen. That was yeah. the, that was the ghost. I mean, I've done it too. I mean, I'm not gonna say that they're you know. Like, I'm not gonna guilty fault. motherfucker. Well, I'm not gonna fault them for speculating. <laughs> I've speculated, but yeah, it's total bullshit. It's not gonna happen. You're not gonna see those characters. You got rebels, man. Fucking watch rebels. Enjoy rebels. Yes. All right. Uh, let's see here. Did you guys hear about? Uh Fuck, if I can see it. Yeah, uh, the Star Wars uh, Blu-ray that's coming out, uh, the deleted scenes. I didn't read the descripts. Yeah, what's going on? All right, let's see if I can find them. Yeah, there are, looks like, okay, here, here, uh, the first one is called Finn and the Villager. Mm -hmm. That's a deleted scene. Do you guys have any guesses as to what that is? Mm, Maybe Finn just poking around the town a little bit more before he runs into the chaos. Hmm. Uh, Jakku message. That's got to be that's got to be Poe Dameron uh, talking to the resistance, right? Mm-hmm. To come pick him up, correct? Yeah. Yes. Uh, X wings prepare for light speed. Hmm. So before the battle, before the battle, you think? Yeah, I can see why they would cut that too, because they want to just all of a sudden have the X wing show up to save the day, right? On the scene, like a everyone suiting up and getting in type of scene. Yeah, on Ma- Maz's castle or whatever. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, next one is called uh, Kylo Searches the Falcon, which uh, we saw the the original pictures of Kylo sitting in the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we actually talked about that on the Star Wars spoiler cast. I about, thought that would have been pretty cool. Well, they cut it out of the film. Yeah. I mean, we already saw pictures of him sitting in the Falcon, and it was kind of like, you know, him, like, thinking about, like, what he could have had one day because, you know, Han was his father. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably a little bit too on the nose to show in the movie. Right. Uh, next one is called Snow Speeder Chase. Snoke Speeder? No. <laughs> snow. Uh, snow Speeder Chase. The so. Lego Star Wars Snow Speeder that we saw. Yeah. The toy form. Yeah. We saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that would have been cool, but it's not necessary in the film. Now, when does that take place? Something, uh, well, it happened. On the planet. Starkiller Base. Yeah. Starkiller. Okay. Yep. So that'd be a Starkiller scene. Yep. Uh, and then the, the last one is uh, called Finn Will Be Fine. So apparently talking about like Finn's aftermath. Mm-hmm. Like Luke. With the, with the battle yeah. with, uh, with Kylo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought there was a seventh scene. I, I don't see it listed here. It's Ray climbing up to Luke extended. <laughs> you fucking wish. I wish. Like Man. three and a half more minutes. That was the best of scene of the movie. <laughs> But this news actually came from uh, came from came from JB Hi-Fi. So I trust him more than some. <laughs> well, th- I, I this is I think this is going to be uh, these are the deleted scenes from JB Hi-Fi. MakingStarWars.net also posted this, so mm. I do, I do trust this. Yes. Um. Uh. So I would definitely, if you're looking to pick up, you know, Star Wars on Blu-ray, pick it up. The Target one is going to have 20 additional minutes of uh, extra footage. So yeah, they have the shittiest fucking cover art though of all the all the editions. I, I didn't see the cover art for that. It's the real generic one where it's like the three faces up top, three faces on the bottom. Yeah. Is like, there a steel book? Best Buy's got the exclusive steel book. Uh, I think like uh, I think the 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 actual like instead of it being, like like blue rays are typically blue. One mm-hmm. of it, isn't one of them black. Yeah, best, oh, wow. best, best buys. Best buys. Okay. Yeah, it looks really sharp. Okay. Walmart's got the exclusive BB-8 cover. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So everywhere has their own exclusive thing. It's just hard. I thought I thought I thought they were also going to have like uh, I don't know who's going to be putting it out, but like remember the all the different posters with mm-hmm. the. You know, with like the different characters. Yeah. I thought like some somebody's going to put out each one as a different cover. Mm. Hmm. I, I heard. heard about that. Yeah. I don't know. So we'll see. I'll, I'll be picking up the Target one. I don't care what it looks like. I just want the extra disc and Me the extra too. footage. Yeah. So. yeah. I'll just borrow someone's. <laughs> Which one are you going to get? The steel one? Yeah. If I don't just buy it digital and that's that. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it digital. I want. I, I'm still a hard copy guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see here. More Star Wars news. Uh, oh, yeah, we talked about uh, Star Wars Rebels last week. We, yeah. talked, we talked about the temple. Mm-hmm. Pablo Hidalgo, uh, who is the uh, creative executive uh, for Lucasfilm Story Group. Okay. He confirmed about the the temple that they were in the last Star Wars episode, the Rebels episode, mm-hmm. with Yoda and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw... Um, the Inquisitor mm-hmm. in there with the other Temple Guards, he confirmed that um, all visions within that Jedi Temple are controlled by Yoda. Oh, fuck. Hmm. So this is not necessarily like what happened to uh. the Inquisitor after he was killed. The Inquisitor probably is dead. Right. You know what I mean? So he's not. He's not redeemed. Okay. 
That okay. makes total sense. We don't know that. Yeah. But what Pablo Hidalgo is saying is that basically, like, like all visions that you see in this are controlled by Yoda. Okay. So everything within that wow. temple is controlled by Yoda. Dude, and that, that leads credence to A New Hope, mm-hmm. even where maybe Yoda controlled the vision that Luke had. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you mean Empire? Empire. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, Empire. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Wow. Okay, that's that's fucking mind blowing. Right. Wow. So I don't know. Yeah, if you're not honestly, guys, if you're if either of you or any of our listeners are not following Pablo Hidalgo, mm-hmm. you should okay. follow him on Twitter. On Twitter. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just at Pablo Hidalgo. To be honest with you. Okay. God damn, that's a nice piece of info. Shit. Yeah, Pablo Hidalgo. He he drops a lot of fucking cool shit on fucking Twitter, dude. Man. You'd be surprised, and that's one of those fucking nuggets that he fucking he dropped. Wow! Um, I'm trying to find a. There was a theory that I had actually read um, this week uh, that somebody posted. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, here it is. Um, it's a theory. I just kind of wanted to read it. It's not necessarily that I agree with it, but I kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it, and maybe some of our listeners might have thoughts on it too. Um, uh, the theory says. For all intended purposes, Darth Plagueis is Anakin's father. Okay. Mm. And I often wonder, does Anakin's name basically mean without family? I am veering off subject, and the point I am trying to make that was illuminated by Darth Sidious in Revenge of the Sith, I rather enjoyed this movie, the only one of the prequels, is that Plagueis can create Force babies by manipulating the midichlorians. Andy Serkis has vehem- uh, vehemently denied that Snoke is Darth Plagueis and that he is a new character for the upcoming movies. I actually believe him. Even with J.J. Abrams' abhorrent crime of hiding Khan in Star Trek into darkness, read with a hint of sarcasm. <laughs> what I believe, keeping up with the Skywalkers, Supreme Leader Snoke is Anakin's brother. Hmm. I would worry about the comments, but barely anyone will read this. He has a familiar bond with Kylo, and I am not sure if that truly matters. Uh, spoiler, he, he, he goes on to say that uh, Rey was not seduced by Kylo Ren at the end of The Force Awakens, basically saying that Rey was seduced by uh, uh, Snoke. Right. Just okay. like, the, like we read in the novel. Mm-hmm. So he's basically saying that Snoke is uh, another Force baby and is Anakin's brother. <laughs> Shit. That's, it's a theory. It's just something that I saw on the internet that I kind of like one of the theories that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. I'm not necessarily saying I believe with this at all, but I just thought it was something uh, that could spark a discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, he's only his brother just because if you're if you buy the theory that Plagueis is creating Force babies by manipulating midichlorians. Right. And even then, it's not like he's a blood brother by any means. Yeah, uh, we can't really dispute it. I mean, it just feels weird that Snoke was able to directly tempt um, Ray with his voice during mm-hmm. that whole final battle, man. Right. No, that that does not happen in the movie. It, it does not happen in the movie. It happens in the novelization. Yeah. Uh, in the novelization, like at the end, um, when that whole battle between her and Kylo, mm-hmm. she hears Snoke's voice. It says this in the book. It says she hears Snoke's voice, and Snoke says, "Kill him." Mm-hmm. So Sna- Snoke is telling her to kill Kylo. Mm-hmm. Kylo's training. Part of Kylo's, Kylo's training was to fucking kill Han, his father. But on the flip side, Ray's hearing from Snoke. 
to kill Kylo Ren. Right. That's a weird part and of then, the and, book. And then Kylo Ren is saying, I can train you. Yeah. What the fuck? This is like an episode of Survivor. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's the ultimate fucking uh, blindside by everybody. Right. It's odd something that big they wouldn't include in the movie. It's a very, very strange choice. You, uh, you need to finish that novelization, man. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I, my, I'm not saying I don't believe you. I just that's, no. that's a crazy extra thing to have. It blew my dick off when I fucking when I fucking heard it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. Because yeah. you, you hear Snoke, is, you, she hears Snoke's voice. Snoke fucking audibly tells her to kill Kylo. Mm-hmm. She is tempted by Snoke as the dark side. Damn, there's a there's a connection between her and Snoke for some reason. Right, hmm. man, that that's something I can't shake either. Like she 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 does shake it though. She fights it off and. Right, she doesn't. She she has the, she actually she actually has the opportunity to kill him and does not. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Huh. So. I need to fucking read that too. Damn it. No, just dude. I'll I'll give you my fucking audible. I okay. Shit. Yeah, I, w- I want to fucking do that. It. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Damn it. It's a really good production too, with all the music and sound effects and everything. It's yeah. actually quite a fun listen. That's it's a really huge, good. huge fucking thing. <laughs> wow. All right, guys. Probably my favorite rumor. We've heard about the fucking uh, Star Wars land at Disneyland at Disney World. Mm-hmm. They're going to be building a Star Wars cantina. Oh, yeah. That's oh, the best part. shit. And the rumor is, gentlemen, something we like to partake in. Yeah. They might serve alcohol. <laughs> How yeah. awesome would it be to get drunk at the Star Wars cantina? They, thank you. God. Holy shit, dude. You know what? If they fucking, uh, guys, if they open the Star Wars cantina, we all need to fucking save up our money, fucking fly out there. Yes. We'll fucking, we'll fucking, we'll record, I'll bring a fucking portable recorder, we'll fucking record an episode in the fucking cantina and get fucking uh, ass drunk. Oh, that'd yes. be amazing. Yes. God damn it. Yeah. I hope so. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to check that hookah out. That'd be a dream. Co- oh, yeah. They had some cool hookahs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it, man. That'd be a dream come true. I could die. I could die peacefully after that. Damn. When is that going to happen? When is this? Oh, there it is. There we go. Yeah. This That's is my jam. This is gonna be this is gonna be fucking us. Dude, I'm so fucking wasted. Dude. <laughs> is that does that dude's head shaped like a hammer? <laughs> Looks like a hammered shark. Yeah. I think that guy over there just cut that guy's arm off, man. <laughs> and he's got like a butt for a chin. <laughs> Dude, is that a fucking talking orange? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck it. <laughs> Those dudes sitting over there look like fucking devils. Oh uh, yeah, the devil dudes. Hey, okay, and this is a huge thing. I think like the only place that you can drink in uh, Disney World is like fucking Epcot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's like, the adult think, center. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, so this is huge for them to. <sighs> For them to do this in actual like Disneyland and a Star Wars. I toss the cantina if I can't drink in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. What the fuck? No, they, like the, the way they described it is like you walk through a tunnel, mm-hmm. and as soon as you come out of this tunnel, boom, there you are. You're in the cantina. 
Awesome. Yeah, that's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Please. Like, can you imagine, like, instead of, like, showbiz pizza, like, fucking, like, animatronic fucking, like, band and shit playing fucking music? Oh, yeah. Dude, that would be amazing. And you can order alcoholic drinks. Dude, I am so fucking there. I'll never leave. I'll never fucking leave either. <laughs> no, there's no reason to go home. Yeah. There is no home I'm anymore. Fucking, I'm fucking, I'm moving there and I'm just fucking going every day. <laughs> like, 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 that's gonna be, like, my regular bar. You know, like, those motherfuckers, like, they're at the same bar every fucking day and shit. I'm gonna be that motherfucker like ordering like the fucking like the beer not like the fucking like tavern nachos every day. <laughs> All tavern. those aliens are gonna know my name. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're gonna be fucking like cheers. You're gonna be like warm. Like every time you walk in there. Hi like, JJ. <laughs> Translation hi Jay. You don't even speak English anymore. <laughs> Fucking, uh, what's his name? Nine Numb. He'll, I don't even know how he'd say Jake, but a uh, stack of pancakes is gonna be like, uh. <laughs> That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Jake would be like, hey, what's happening? What's, what's going on, Nine Numb? You got any alcoholic beverages? You know, you know, <laughs> you know what my favorite is, Nine Numb? Pour me up. Yeah. <laughs> Jake gets drunk, thinks it's a big pussy, and fucks him. It could happen. Yeah, it's very similar. What's similar? Fucking my. Yeah, no, no, dude. It's very similar. It's no. Hey, we've been up pretty late, and we've been drinking all fucking day. Absolutely. Shit's gonna shit. You know, you're gonna say shit like similar towards the end of the night. Similar. Doesn't that sound like a fucking like uh, fucking like uh, you watching a commercial and they're like uh, try similar. It's a great alternative to milk. Yeah. Milky? Are you, hey, are you lactose intolerant? Try uh, Similin. <laughs> Comes in vanilla flavor. Yeah. May cause forced diarrhea. <laughs> All right, guys. Final thing. We're going to wrap the show after this. Disney chief Bob Iger reported that Chewbacca will appear in the Han Solo uh, anthology film. Well, thank fucking God. Uh, here's a statement. Uh, we have other films in the works, including one, which is an origin story about Han Solo and Chewie. And that'll come after Star Wars 8 in 2018. And then there's possibly more thereafter. Uh, guys, we, we all kind of assumed that Chewbacca would be in the film. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get their meetup and why Chewie has a life debt with Han. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the, re- the reason that the books had is not canon anymore. So it's right. time to revisit that. I mean, uh, well, I mean, especially with, the, with, with like the death of Han Solo, I mean, People want to see these two reunited in some way or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's also the rumor. I mean, that's kind of like a given. But, like, there's also the rumor that fucking Chewbacca. No, not not Chewbacca. <laughs> but Han Solo is going to show up in the Rogue One movie in a cameo. That seems silly. Yeah. It does seem stupid. Yeah. I don't like that. Unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, and who are you going to have play him? We haven't cast a Han Solo yet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to do CG young Harrison Ford? I mean, no. that seems stupid. No. I don't think, I, I think that's bullshit. Variety reported it, and I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, they might as well be fucking showbiz spy. I agree. <laughs> if we see, I could see possibly a Millennium Falcon sighting. Yeah. But it, it doesn't even play part of the story. We're just like at a spaceport, or there's a bunch of ships flying. We've already heard rumors that we're going to see fucking uh, Slave One. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think we're going to see Millennium Falcon. Just leave that out of it, man. I think we might see like a like a Slave One in it, but it might not even be Boba Fett's ship, Mm -hmm. right? It might just be a Mandalorian ship or something. Yeah, maybe he stole it from somebody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, but I, I yeah, I, I'd see the, like you're saying, I'd see the Millennium yeah. Falcon. I'd see the Millennium Falcon before I'd see fucking Han. Yeah, this. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't expect we'll see that either, exactly. but I a hundred times think we'd see it before we saw Han. And I agree with that. 
I agree with that. I don't think we're going to see Han, especially you make a great point. He hadn't even been cast yet. Yeah. I mean, they're still down to like Miles Teller, Dave Franco, and all these other people. They don't know who they're fucking casting yet. Yeah. Could yeah. be, uh, what's his name? Uh, Egerton, uh, Taron Egerton from fucking, uh, mm. the, you know, the, the Kingsman. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Yeah. Did you guys hear about fucking Halle Berry gonna be in the Kingsman 2? Oh, I hope not. Who cares? No, they cast Halle uh, Berry as like a, 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 a villain in Kingsman 2. <laughs> that sucks. I didn't even like Kingsman that much. No, yeah. We're in the minority though. I know. Most people love Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people I tasted ate that it. shit up. I tasted it. It was just like. I retro toss it, to be honest with really? you. Really? Yeah. I still taste I it. I saw it a second time a couple months ago. Really? Yeah. I liked, I like, you know, I, I really liked Mark Strong in it. I yeah. thought Mark Strong was really great. I really liked his character. Yeah, I did not like Taron Edgerton. I'm not a big fan. I, I don't really care to see Eddie the Eagle either. Yeah. 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 Not good on that. Yeah. Music was even dumber when I watched it the second time. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, guys. Remember, don't uh, – you know what? If you want to unsubscribe, I don't give a shit. Go yeah. ahead and unsubscribe. But there's no, there's no ep- episode next week. Mm-hmm. So listen to uh, Comic Slobs, subscribe to them. We'll be on that episode. Uh, we will return in two weeks for Batman v Superman. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be over. Oh, man. Dude, I got a feeling you're going to Tupperware it. I hope so. Yeah. I really do. I know you do. That'd be great. I would love to Tupperware it. I'll mm-hmm. Tupperware. If I love it, I'm going to Tupperware it. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yep. Yeah. Like everyone blaming me on Twitter for Batman v Superman possibly not getting a Tupperware party. I think P. Neen was doing that to me today. Really? Yeah, getting mad at me like, for it's even coming out. That why would they get mad at you? Like, like uh, are they loving the trailers that they've seen? Like, I, I think they are. People Pete, are. Well, Pete Neen sent me like uh, fucking like um, he, the supercut. The supercut. Yeah, and, uh, Pete. I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. I may have uh, fucking favorited it, but I didn't watch it because I've. I've seen the trailers. I don't need to see a bunch of shit, like, put together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to see a bunch of garbage, like, cut together. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change my opinion on, like, what I've seen. Yeah, look at this. Look at this tweet from Pete Neen. Uh, Pete Neen, uh, at Pete Neen. Batman v Superman is going to be the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. We just need you to call in sick to the podcast that night. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's I, wishful thinking. It's wishful thinking, <laughs> yeah. dude. I, I hope so too, but that's we all hope. We so. don't know. That. Even Jake hopes so. Yeah. I honestly do. But we call them like we see them, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to. You know what I mean? I'm not going to fucking just uh, wish in one hand and shit in the other. Yeah, it'll take the Zack Snyder R-rated cut with all the extra penises before I top them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, and just like all good leftovers say on their doggy bags. Gonna take a lot of blue dick. (laughs) Just a lot of dick in general. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll see you in two weeks. Nice. We'll be back for Batman v Superman, so keep that on your calendar. We'll see you in two weeks. All right. No, seriously, guys. Thank you for all the support. We love you guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks for all the emails and all that shit. Later, y'all. Eat it. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. Ready like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. 
it, it's a trap. Could it toss it, could it taste it? Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over, counterculture, pushovers. Pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Podcasts that are originally good. I've already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over, counterculture, pushover, pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers We love it, hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, leftovers.